the faggot fucked his friend named Freddy. <laughs> I started it. Freddy. Freddy. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Well, welcome to Painkiller Already, episode 200 and... 16. All right. Is that right? I think so. We're going to go with it. We'll rename it if we have to. It, our uh, sponsor tonight, we wanted to get right to it, is squarespace.com. Uh, they are... He's they are... Uh, <laughs> if, uh, if you need to make your own website, then squarespace.com is the place to start. If you go to squarespace.com slash PKA, you get a uh, free trial from them. You get uh, 10% off your first purchase when you use code PKA at checkout. And what we really want to talk about tonight is that uh, Jeff Bridges... Uh, Oscar winner, I believe. I, I know, yeah, Oscar winner, uh, Jeff yeah. Bridges, the dude, the big Lebowski, um, amazing actor, has partnered with Squarespace, uh, but it's not film no. this time. It's not, uh, it's, it's, it isn't film related. He's actually got an album that he's released through them, and I think that when we dig deep here, what, we're, what, what I'm going to show you is that even if, you're in, even if you're as insane as Jeff Bridges apparently is now... <laughs> You'll be able to use Squarespace effectively and create a very unsettling website. Can we, I haven't seen the teaser video yet. Can we watch it? Well, let me let me give a little bit of a description before we get, jump right into the teaser video. Okay. So, let, let also, I want to hear how much Squarespace is per month. <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. God so Jeff Richards created this album of uh, unique and relaxing sounds, guided meditations, and stories designed to lull you to sleep. I'm, it's going to give me fucking nightmares, I'm going to be honest. Jeff Richards... <laughs> It's also the face of uh, No Kid Hungry Charity Group, the main mission. That's just charity. Oh. I don't. That, that's nice. But mm -hmm. sleeping tapes will go to No Kid Hungry. Oh, all the proceeds go to his charity. Oh, that's great. Good. So, all right. But but if you go to uh, www.dreamingwithjeff.com, that's the website that he created along with uh, Squarespace, and you can for free. Uh, they've actually got a what, what's called a pay what you like system, which is pretty cool. So I guess you could pay nothing theoretically. Or you could chip in a few bucks. Uh, you can hear such tracks. That's always as... the payment option I like. <laughs> I'm, yeah, is I'm with you. Nothing. <laughs> is there some Free way to get paid? Nice. So you can hear such tracks on there as a glass of water. <laughs> IKEA. This sounds relaxing. IKEA. That does not sound relaxing. Everyone's favorite Swedish furniture store. Um, <laughs> and and there are five M's here. Hum. That's my pump-up sign. Move over, let it go. So th these are all relaxing songs, so it's going to be him like, imagine you just ordered a new dresser. Five okay. screws are extra. Is there a problem with these missing screws? Who knows? Time will tell. Like, what is... <laughs> so do we want to go to sl to the website, dreamingwithjeff.com first and explore that, or do we want to go to the teaser? They I want to go to the teaser. Can teaser. we do the teaser? Okay. I am queued up at zero on the teaser. So I have not seen this teaser yet. I, I, does this teaser have something to do with the Super Bowl? It yes. might. I don't know. Yes, yeah. I'll get to that in a moment. They're, they're, okay. they're, um, yeah. Oh, good. All right, cool. I, I think this is their Super Bowl commercial. Oh, my God. This is a real thing. All right. All right are we, are we ready to, to play this thing? Oh, yeah. Do so you want me to call it? Or? Yeah, I am. Three, two, one, play. I love... Listening to intriguing sounds when I drift off into my dreams. Go on. Others might. 
You're not Jesus. gonna believe this shit. <laughs> he went is he playing a pan with that flute? shit. What is that a pan? It's what? a pan flute. <laughs> look at this, look at this, look at this image. Oh you my see god. This image? <laughs> gonna... It's himself this is... like this, superimposed in his own head, which is in his own head. So he's <laughs> it's a real deep soundtrack you're gonna hear. <laughs> okay, can we explore dreaming with Jeff? dot com right now and you can see what what Squarespace is really capable of. It's it's a pretty nifty website if I if I do say so myself. Yeah. If there's anyone you're gonna go to for website advice, it would have to be the PKA crew. Oh, we are horrible at it. We managed <laughs> to build a half complete website in only <laughs> like a year. <laughs> only in six months. Squarespace.com. That's right. Taylor. If we had we it would have been Squarespace. an afternoon worth of mild work. But we took the hard route. You're right. Look how fancy we, as if we had anything to do with it, this at all. Yeah, I, I've had nothing <laughs> right. to do with it, and I get it's like I get hate on Reddit you know, all hate. the time. Anyway, so carry on. All right, so let's take. All right, so at the top of the website, if you're there, you see Jeff Bridges' uh, sl uh, sleeping tapes. Mm -hmm. Now scroll down, and maybe it's time. Maybe we should play the music first. It's, if you scroll down, you'll see the play button at the bottom. <laughs> Can we all queue up and just press play on that to get just, the music Just hit going? the play button that's in the footer? Yes. Yeah. All right, three, you guys ready? Two, one. Three, I'm sorry. Wait, wait, wait. Three, two, one, play. Okay. So now as you, sl as you scroll down, Jeff Bridges' soothing tunes will uh, guide us through this. You <laughs> see him within himself, within himself, very... Uh, very insane. Uh, <laughs> you, it, now, if you scroll down a little lower, you'll see that they've got a cassette tape playing there, and it's got eyes, and the pupils are moons, and they're spinning hypnotically, freaking you the fuck Where out. Where do you get that the pupils are moons? They're not moons. They're the inside of a that's cassette the, That's the like, mechanical grippy thing that uses... See, I see I it moving on the CD thing, but the actual picture on the album is a man looking moons. through his eyes with his eyes photoshopped out and recopied all over his face, which is Those kind of disconcerting. No. So if you scroll down below the cassette tape, there's the June bug of doom with the all-seeing eye of Sauron on its back, like conducting some sort of orchestra of mm -hmm. shame and evil over I, I, here. So I, he helps you sleep. He's the god of sleep. Sharing okay. <laughs> and if you scroll down a little more, then you see the most unsettling of things. You've got the blinders on the left and the mini-eyed man on the right. And as you scroll down a little more, if you cover your mouse over the next mini-eyed man, he opens up and the eyes close. That's where you can get the limited edition 180 grand gold vinyl plate debossed gold leaf pressed album cover featuring illustrations by Lou Beach. They are not it's fucking only around with this thing. It's only, only two hundred. Well worth it. You know how soothing this is. On your shelf, and it will unsettle you for the rest of your life. <laughs> this will give Every your grandkids nightmares. Every time the lightning flashes on a dark, cold night, you'll see those eyes like, light up your Jeff Bridges is saying something in the background, and I've got no idea what it is, but it is soothing. I will tell you that. I'm going to get my cassette. Are you guys listening? Are you guys still on introduction? Good evening. Yeah, yeah yes. I'm not going to skip introduction. It sets the precedent well, I wouldn't either. entire album, okay? It, I it will really say does, this. and I'd like to skip to Glass of Water next, if at all possible. <laughs> all right, let's do that. Let's let let's skip forward to glass of water. All right, I'm trying to wait. I all just right, let's found see the, the meat of this album. 
see where it evolves into from here. This is the beginning hey, of the artistic journey. Let's see water. where it reaches by glass of water. I'm a glass of water. Not many. A glass of water. Alright, I'm there. Ready, yep. set, play. Alright, you comfy? I'm comfy. Alright. Yeah, you, you want a glass of water? Here. What the fuck? Yeah. It's much of what I anticipated. Yeah, water. We need water, although... I don't know if you're like me. You drink some water before you go to bed. You're getting up. Oh, we've got two Jeff Bridges going on. Maybe night, three. That's okay. That's it's nice to uh, get up in the middle of the night. You know, you pass. They specifically this song is halfway over. This song is halfway over, and he's just talking about how he has to piss when he drinks water <laughs> before bed. I have to piss. <laughs> they specifically you know, said in the ad read that this is not a joke. Um, that this uh, yeah. is for sale. This can't be real. This this really well, can't. Well, they had to say it, or we wouldn't uh, have believed it. No, there is cozy. no way this isn't a joke. There's uh, no way. Cozy. It's it's not a joke. It's real. So watch the Super Bowl ad on February 1st and see the full commercial with Jeff Bridges. That's right. There's more. <laughs> Why is it still playing? I paused it. I, if you want to start a trial with no the credit card. You can't stop the fury that is Jeff Bridges' <laughs> sleeping tapes. <laughs> he, he made an album and never had a lesson. Very impressive. It's going to charities for the kids. Yeah, who is it for? What is the charity for? Um, it's like No Child Going Hungry or something. It says No Kid hmm. Hungry. Yeah, that's his, that's his right. child feeding uh, hunger charity. I feel like I got the gist of it with No Child Hungry. Yeah, so when you mm -hmm. decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure to use uh, offer code PKA to get 10% off your first purchase. And... Uh, yeah, that's that. That's yeah. that was pretty awesome. Thank you. Well, Jeff I'm done Bridges. for the rest. Yeah, yeah, I'm done for the rest of the show now. We'll, I'm gonna let. Uh, I think we should all look squarely to Chiz and immediately just uh, go after him now. <laughs> Chiz, can you're we, so fucking we do that? boring. God, all the Chiz. fans sabotage. Can we sabotage Chiz now? <laughs> I, I, I as I, if I, we could do anything worse than what he's done for himself with that. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not With wearing any pants. Are you delivering papers in 1923, you ass? This should be a no-pants <laughs> show for all of us, just saying. Well, I'm wearing Chish. shorts. Go First on. of all, I, I, I think a great little... Uh, we were going to do a lightning round, but instead... I remember you were going to do an AMA, and there were a bunch of questions. Did you ever get around to doing that? No. Why don't you link me to those questions, and maybe uh, we'll throw a few of them at you now. All right. I like I that. I think that's an excellent That is idea. a good idea. <clears throat> Thank you. Why didn't you do the AMA? Just number you know, one question. Effort. There's like 300 questions, and that takes a lot of effort. Well, and we do that one, people. Yeah, can I? Number one question is uh, was on all the lists. I think. How many of those stupid fucking hats do you own? <laughs> Four. <laughs> Dude. While you're searching for questions, Chase, let, let me take it off and show us this one and compare to your other hats. I want to see if they're indistinguishable at all, Come or on. if they're all equally. They're not. Perfect. I wore a different one last time, and you didn't notice, so they're not. The you look like you're gray, about to right? molest a chimney sweep. <laughs> I am the chimney sweep. What is that what hat called? <laughs> is it a, a? I don't know what the name is. It's not a driver's cap. It's a like a paperboy hat. Yeah, a paperboy. I mean, Taylor nails it every time. Here. Yep. Got it. Circa 1923. Earning your two pence a day. <laughs> I'm worth more than that. Let's see what we got. The Chiz Show. Uh, AMA and more. What could? What more conceivably could they get from a commentary? All right. <laughs> uh, second highest rated question. Why did that's not why you called end? Would you have continued without Lefty? God, no. That... <laughs> 
That doesn't sound fun at all. Doing a podcast by yourself for an hour every week, that's a lot of work. It's not just the work. It's also, it's, I feel like it's a special skill set to be entertaining with no one to bounce off of. Yeah. It's, Bill it's, Burr pulls it off. But harder. I, like, <clears throat> Bill Burr does it in spades. Like, he's incredible at it. Yeah. You know, just riffing off of his own, you know, yeah. making fun of his own stupidity. But that's he's a really uncommon it. talent. I, I would argue that, like, most other comedians wouldn't be as good, and most other people wouldn't be nearly as good. It, I mean, think how many radio oh, shows definitely. and podcasts are just one dude for the entire hour. I, you know, besides Bill Burr, I can't name any. Yeah, if I hear like one hardly, person uh, radio show, it sucks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, here, top-rated Oddly question. enough with his, it's almost like it gets worse when someone else comes in. Because he's so used to just riffing on his own, you know. Do you I've guys all listen one. to his show every week? I've, not every week. No, I've never heard one where he had. I've only guest. listened to one. Although I he will has say some this. with like oh, a, go on Nia, his wife. Yeah, they asked his wife, him Nia, why he, he doesn't have guests, <clears throat> and he's like, "Guests suck. They're incredibly hard to book. They don't come when they say they're going to come. They run late. I have to keep a schedule, and they don't keep the schedule, and it, it just blows." Whereas with his one-man show. Whenever he's in the mood, he can just fucking turn on the mic and make a show. And I think, ah, <laughs> I know what he's talking about. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. you know, it's, it's incredibly you should hard take to... a page out of his book and break PKA into four individual podcasts. All That's of us it. alone. <laughs> you know, there are good ideas, and then there's what you just said right there. Yeah, everyone does it now. Great ideas. How, how hilarious would that be? Chiz and I to compete for less popular. Let's go, Chiz. <laughs> taking you That on. would be great. If we each got an hour, and it was just like, you get, get prepared, guys. Next week, everybody's got an hour. You got to hit for an hour. <laughs> uh, I, that would be a lot of pressure. Yeah, I would. Enjoy, that would be kind of fun. That would be. That would be a weird podcast. By yourself? That that would be fun. I would enjoy that. Yeah, I did that like twice. Maybe not for an the hour. Don't be a douche podcast that Maybe didn't last. Minutes. Maybe ten minutes of entertainment. That would Do you really call fun. that a podcast when you only did it for like three episodes? Well, it was just a short-lived podcast. <laughs> so it was. I look at <laughs> this long commentaries. Yeah, I think it's Did right you? there with my financial advice series. There you go. It's a good parallel to draw. <laughs> hey, two's coming any day like now. Forty minutes long. <laughs> any day now, episode two will come out. Woody took so long with that. I grabbed seven books and did it myself. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm older, waiting for part two of this year. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um. Oh, oh, cheers. How do you currently feel about doing an FPS boot camp with Kyle? Also, what are your goals for 2015? I would totally do a boot camp with Kyle. Mm -hmm. My goals are to lose 100 pounds. Uh, I wrote all my goals down the other day. Really? 100? Yeah, I can do 100. I'm shooting for 90 in three months. Uh, 100 what are pounds. You, uh, what are you at right now? 287, around there. I was at like 300 when I started two weeks ago. Um Wow. What was it? Um, so lose a hundred pounds. I forgot what all my goals are, and to make a to to make hundred thousand dollars. Good by the start. End of the year. Nicely done. Yeah, I like I like what you're. <laughs> I don't. I think I don't know what my goals are anymore. Yes. Oh, I wrote them down. Your single-minded right. focus will surely cause these to come into fruition. Three, three goals: <laughs> lose hundred pounds, read two books a month, and make a hundred thousand dollars in 2015 alone. That, those are my three goals off the top of my head. I remember. That's some good stuff right there. Those are pretty good goals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if you went to Kyle's house for a boot camp, 
you would lose a fuck ton of weight. Not only because I think you're motivated to do so because you're doing it on your own, but also because the second fat person to go to Kyle's can't also fail at it. <laughs> that it would ruin the entire idea. If you yeah. went there, you would dominate it. I bet you would I lose would forty I would stay pounds. The four weeks. Forty pounds in a month. I bet you would. Yeah, it was like, supposed to be a month. Yeah, you would and power through. Can I point something out? Everyone's buying Drew's book, but Drew hasn't got wings to lose anyway. You should be buying my fucking weight loss <laughs> book. There should be an FBS weight loss book, then you guys should be clamoring for that yeah, shit. Because Drew, I'm the one that made him lose forty pounds. <laughs> Drew easily made it like over a grand on yeah. that book. I'm I'm guessing, yeah. but I'm I'm pretty sure. He made at least a grand on that book, and uh... he has he, since he's been working with Drew. He hasn't done any of his Jeremy pulls. He has <laughs> nobody's been throwing dodgeballs yeah. at him until until he's all sweaty and no truck and pulls scared, and has like fear in his eyes. He hasn't been pushing any trucks while Jeremy mm -hmm. whips it. Like none of the core. You know, what would your what would your book do though? Like what would you describe? Chapter, chapter on one tire would be flipping. How to chapter on tire flipping. Your, mm, fucking mongoloid friend to dress up in a bear outfit and then get pulled by a fat person. That's what your book would be. It'd just be manipulation. Like, it would have nothing to do with the losing of the weight, just the getting people to do what entertains you. Jeremy's son was born. Uh, he was uh, six pounds, eight ounces. His name is Oakland because, of course, Jeremy loves SoCal so much. He's got so much uh, history there. Well, Oakland's in North Yeah, he thought he'd okay. name it after a traditionally <laughs> successful area. He's never been. He's never been to California, but his son's name is Oakland. Mm -hmm. I thought that was shocking. Great Just, city of crime and uh, mid-level sports teams. I, I got a question: Is marriage Ooh, on Raiders. his horizon? What was that? Is marriage on Jeremy's horizon? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't spoken to him in a while. Uh, I I kind of see him in passing every now and then, but mm -hmm. like we don't have. He's usually rushing somewhere, or I'm doing something else. Um, so I'm not sure. Chiz, if you look at that that push I just sent on the show Peaky Blinders, which is kind of like a mix between Boardwalk, and, it's a lot like Boardwalk Empire, but it's uh, post World Ooh. War One Birmingham. He's got a um, razor blade in there. He's got razor blade. They put razor blades in their hats as a weapon. So like, there that's like their first the first thing they'll do in like a street fight. Like this guy says something about his mother, and all of a sudden like the rock. One of the cool things is they've got like rock rock music playing like to the even though it's a post World War One kind of period type thing, Birmingham, England, and all of a sudden, uh, like it, 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 bum 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 bum, and he's like going like slow motion, grabbing the back of the cap, and he just slashes the those razor blades across the guy's eyes, and like slashes his eyelids open, and like all three his brothers do the same shit to two other guys at the same time. And they're all just on the ground, just beating the fuck out of these guys. Like, not a friendly beating. Like, they're trying to beat him. to death. I want to see this. You really sell it. One time... What, uh, what episode one time are you on, Kyle? I, I, I'm all the way done. I've watched uh, two seasons worth. One, uh, one time they have to go, like... They're basically taking over this, uh, this betting operation. And they, so they're jacking up this other guy who was taking bets illegally, according to them, in a bathroom. And like two guys hold him, the other guy takes his hat off and slices the top of his fucking ear uh. off. And, and the guy's just like, ah, ah! He's like, shut up! I'll cut it the rest of the way off. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah, they show it too. They show the whole oh, cutting. Yeah. That show's great. Yeah. I'm only at the beginning of season two, but I still really like it. You guys it's should on check Netflix. it out. Netflix. Yeah, yeah, it's on Netflix. A Netflix original, if I'm not mistaken. Back to the Chiz yeah, questions. Back to the Chiz yeah. questions. Chiz, when will you move into Woody's guest house? I'm not moving into Woody's guest house because I'm smoking. Yes. 
That was the thing. I was serious about you know having Chiz live with me. I was all ready. We're gonna gonna have a garage built with a lift. We were gonna restore an old car, but he can't hey, give up I, those cigarettes. Hey, he made no mention of that. Hey, I quit. I haven't smoked in uh, like four months or something like that. It's been a long time since I've smoked. I'm really? in the guest house. You're out. Well, then you're, you're in. You're in. Yeah. I used the vaporizer for a month, and then I got rid of that, and I'm, I'm uh, no smoking now. Well, I don't smoke, so I'd say I'm the front runner here. <laughs> uh, never did. None of my clothes smell like it, so there's that benefit. Uh, everything I own doesn't reek of cigarettes, like Kyle or Chiz. That's not even true. Oh, I, it I is. It can wash out. I don't smoke it. I never smoked indoors. Well, not not like upstairs where there's carpet and Dude, stuff. Dude, it, it doesn't even matter. It sticks. Woody backed me up on this. It sticks to everything. It There's doesn't stick to everything, door. but I would argue, though, that you wash it once or twice, and you're a non-smoker. Yeah, no way. It yeah. does stick, though. Like, Maybe. people thought I smoked in school, but it was because I was around my dad, and he smokes. Yeah, it sticks, oh. but yeah. I don't smoke anymore, so... And I can smell it now. I can really... Now that I haven't smoked in so long, like, if someone else is a smoker, I can smell them, like, so much more, so much easier. I'm like... <laughs> Oh, you're an ashtray person. I smell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I just so one of the construction people <laughs> in my house went outside, smoked, finished smoking, did some work in the garage, walked through the kitchen, went upstairs into my office, and I'm like, "Has someone been smoking in here?" You know, like, and uh, he's like, "Oh, that was me, but not in here. I was outside and fire them." Uh, actually, I, they, I did fire them today. For <laughs> <laughs> that last straw, they couldn't draw a straight fucking line. He'd had enough. They oh. they can't draw a line because they don't have the tools to draw a line. Yeah, I suggested because no, they've got one hand with a like, cigarette oh, in it the whole time. Uh, I can. I, we should cover that maybe after you know sometime later in the show. I'd be happy to talk about my firing okay, so, construction. But the core issue here is that the reason Chiz isn't uh, moving to Woody's guest house and maybe doing some like cool projects with him is because he can't give up on cigarettes. He made no mention of restoring a car. He just Dude, teased me a, with the oh, lift. Oh, he yeah, totally no, that's did. totally like that was in my head though this whole time. Like, dude, I, I don't even care who buys the car. You can have the car. I can have the car. I don't give a fuck. I just want to put I don't, maybe whatever the fuck they drive in Supernatural, right? We'll put that on a lift. We'll restore it and uh, and we'll make one of those. Well, then I'm 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 done soon. <laughs> when I finish all of these, I already bought them. When I finish these, I'm done. Now that I know that there is projects involved, I'm done because his fucking his workshop. I just want to jizz all over it. It is incredible. <laughs> like, I'm going to put a lift here and a lift here, and it's it's, it's twice the size now because I can use the stable. And I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ, that sounds awesome. Yeah, I don't I'll even know how many square lift. feet. Let me see how many square feet my, my workshop is. It's about 50 by 40 plus. This is good. We're, we're motivating um, shit with uh, positive reinforcement. by here. 24. Yeah, yeah. What's going to happen, though, Woody, if Chiz mm. comes over there and, and all of a sudden you see smell cigarettes on him? What's going to happen when he's hiding packs of Marlboros out back? He's going to buy my bus ticket back. Homeless chiz. He's going to knock and send me a bus ticket back. The workshops combined, the woodworking and the auto area will be 3,200 square feet. And that doesn't include all like the porches. It doesn't include the finishing room. It doesn't include, yeah. That's an absurd amount of space. I uh, do it nicer, do it twice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, we're gonna do this right. We just reconfigured the automotive part for. We're gonna have three garage doors, but I'm getting off topic. Um, 
What was oh, Chiz questions. What else? Yes, yes, have? yes. Uh, where did you get the name Doctor Chiz? I wanted to be a doctor when I started school, so that's where that comes from. I took my first name, cut it in half, removed some letters, and added a Z at the end because I needed a stage name when we were in bands in high school because I looked at people like Slash and stuff, so I picked Chiz because I thought it was cool. And then I made a gamer tag in 2006 and immediately found out that Chiz just happens to rhyme with Jizz. But I, but I, I owned it, <laughs> ran with it. I don't give a fuck. You didn't pick up on that right away, eh? Nah, nah. I don't. Not much of a rhymer. No, nah, nah. I didn't listen to a lot of rap. Took is, a couple thirteen-year-old uh, renegades pointed out. As someone who's named a few kids, you almost just have to let that go. You know, like my name is literally Boner. You know, like it, it, the hope rhymes with dope. They used to call me Fat Matt when I was a kid. Wasn't fat. I remember that. <laughs> 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 you can't do shit with Kyle. <laughs> Kyle's in denial. Mm. Oh, look at that! You just like they, Kyle doesn't rhyme with anything. Kyle's in denial. Well, <laughs> didn't take long. Kyle's vile. Oh, here's one. Oh uh, yeah. What are you trying to Harry Potter? <laughs> what are you? Jesus Christ! I feel I feel like one of the, the Slytherins said, "You're vile, Kyle." Vile, Kyle. Vile, Kyle. <laughs> How has being an uh, admin on Woodycraft and becoming part of PKA changed your YouTube gaming career? It's non-existent. <laughs> Is it because of PKA and Woodycraft? Have I ruined your YouTube channel? No, I mean I stopped doing that. I don't like doing YouTube. YouTube's a lot of effort, and you got to work really hard. Um, streaming, I think if I dedicated all of my time to streaming, I could get back to where it would be a sustainable income, but that's a lot of work. There's a lot of DDoSers and stuff, and I enjoy the jobs I have now and the career I've got laid out for me. Um, but that's that. I don't have time for YouTube, and I don't like getting DDoS, so I don't stream. Yeah, I wonder if I'm still DDoSable. Nah, this isn't about me. Um, <laughs> everyone try. Yeah, right. Please let me know. Um, I haven't been DDoS for a while, so I think that I'm like not vulnerable to it anymore. But I feel like if we streamed PKA, I would find out. Uh, I thought that once before, and it turned out I was vulnerable. Can, can I just add one thing? I was thinking about a like FPS boot camp too, and I think it would be fun if maybe um, like Drew and uh, Wings got into the spirit of things too, and maybe like we were we were making videos uh, kind Team of at the same time. Yeah, yeah, something like oh, that. And then maybe at the fun. end of it, maybe at the end of it, we get both of them down here, and we have like an event. <laughs> <laughs> that would be grappling so match, dude. Kyle's got. Can I just like, let me go back. If you had talked to me, <laughs> um, I don't know, three years ago. Even more recently, I'd be like, ideas are worthless. Ideas are worthless. You know, it's all about execution. <laughs> but the truth is, Kyle has so many gold ideas. And granted, they don't actually have value until you execute on them. But it's like, man, you could partner him with a doer and and have something really successful. But uh, I like um, thinking up things. Ideas are not worthless. Yeah, I'm imagining like like those like triangular flags on the rope, like guide making like lanes and like mm -hmm. hurdles. Hurdles of like square hay bales and like maybe like you run through a bunch of creamed corn at one point like Here, the gauntlet I'm, scene so from I'm picturing heroes. Put like a harnesses on them in some way, right? Like maybe reserved oh, yeah. for for horses that pull things and put children in kiddie pools and have them like race while towing these kids with with like you said the lane markers and everything and they go 
or or you could have like an uphill run maybe something as straightforward as that or some sort of obstacle course it, it would be a blast like kyle and drew have to be the chariot drivers so behind me is kyle whipping me and behind wings is drew whipping him they're you know? comparable weight too like that would be relatively fair yeah this uh, would be great. comparable no, the, the Kyle and Drew are comparable. Oh, Kyle and Drew, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Uh, Chiz is smaller than, than Wings. But I'm not I think... smaller. I weigh less. Well, you weigh less. You're also you're taller than him. <laughs> well, if I were to submerge you taller and water, longer. you would displace less. There you go. You're smaller. <laughs> Just not shorter. I'm less um, taller. Yeah, you're taller, but smaller. Do you um, think you'll still wear the hat once you lose the weight? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Because it bothers Taylor, I'll never, I'll never stop wearing the hat. Are you gonna put some razor blades on one of them now? Well, if I take the bus to Atlanta, I sure as fuck am. Um, <laughs> don't take the bus. Please don't make me come back to that bus place. That was, was, Kyle, it really you, Kyle? Kyle. was it really rough on you, Kyle? Was it really rough on you, Kyle? I had my gun. I was just like, I had my gun in my hand. I was like, at any point, we could be attacked. Like, dude, this... I'm. I am writing a book recounting all of the people I met on all the various greyhounds I've taken. It's fucking great. I love the I stories. think you're going to write a book about it, but it's going to be like a million little pieces book that gets really big, and then Oprah calls you out, and you look like a dick because it wasn't as bad as you out. said. Oprah can call me out all she wants. No? <laughs> Every day, as long as she huh. sold my book once. That dude's a millionaire. Do you hear screaming no, downstairs? Not it's yeah. in your house, yeah. Yeah, there's a little screaming. It's okay. You go check on the Wait, screens? Uh, let's okay. do a roll call. The uh, thing is, I'm only wearing underwear, so if I get up to check on this, you all see my ass. You can turn your camera off. <laughs> Leave your camera you Roll out, roll out. <laughs> roll out. <laughs> roll out, Woody. <laughs> no, it's taking... I think if you, like, spin and then roll, you'll be completely... Yeah, <laughs> go with your chair. Slide with your yeah. chair to the yeah. door. Yeah, if you just Make spin... Make it a sensual... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, go outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it seems to have quieted down. Sometimes as I have to go referees down. Just no, no, no. It's still going to get loud. Go check. As soon as you go to your <laughs> hallway, Colin's already sprinting, hits the back of it. The whole chair goes down. <laughs> the floor's <laughs> over. Uh, next question? Go. Yes. Can you elaborate in more detail as to what really happened with the lefty situation? No, no hyperbole, no bias, just faxed. Do you think facts? Do you think the host painted an accurate picture of him when he left? I think the hosts are a bunch of liars, cynical assholes, and just spewed nothing but fucking lies. I feel dirty being here right now. I agree. It really turned around when the new guy showed up. <laughs> no, that's that not it. No, downhill. Um, <laughs> downhill bowling. No, it's all true. There's no hyperbole. Like I, I got nothing else to add really. Like everyone here can answer the question too. Like they lived it. I was in the same calls most of the time. There's no lies. There's no hyperbole. Lefty wanted some things that were unreasonable, and it transpired how it did. And what it was really about at the core <clears throat> for me is, like, Lefty didn't... Like, we were trying to extend a, kind of a friendship thing to him. Like, hey, we're all in this together. Let's be equal 100% all the way around. Everyone... Like, we wanted to be knights to the round table. Every <laughs> man is equal. And he's just like... I don't know. Every now and then the knights, you know, they go to battle. I'd rather be over here and be like uh, a cell sword. You just hire me as a cell sword, bring me in, you know, every now and then, and we'll yuck it up. And we're like, all right. Ah, well, my position. But you do realize that you, you won't be Sir Lefty, you know, if you're a cell sword. And he's like, no, no, no. I, I want to be Sir Lefty. 
and you know it, it just didn't work out. That's, yeah, that's Taylor's got a sweet Taylor's got a sweet position, and that was yeah, Lefty's does. position, and he wanted it to be better than Taylor's current position, and it was just yeah. You know, that's I have a couple things like it's hard to explain. And it's not hard to explain because, like, because it takes a little attention span. Like, there's a couple things. Like, as Kyle said, we started off just being equal partners. That was that was this, the initial offer, and he didn't want any part of that, right? And uh, so then he said he wanted to be an employee. And before this all happened, we just split the revenue equally, right? You know, like so we were kind of extending it, but with ownership. And uh, then he said he wanted to be an employee. And, and here's the thing. Like, when you're an employee, you don't pay the expenses. You don't pay the attorney. You don't pay, like, filing fees for limited liability corporations or anything like that. And I'm trying to paint this totally, like, evenly. There was, I guess, Patreon money. I hope I have the months right. That were pledged in June but received in July, right? Because they don't get billed until July. And then there were expenses that were quote unquote pledged in June, like when we hired the attorney and stuff like that, that weren't billed till July. Well, he wanted the June like equal distribution of, of the money that came in, but he wanted to classify all those expenses that we pledged to July. And we were like, no, 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 no. Look, we received the Patreon money in July. It's July revenue. Even though it was committed in June, we received it in July. And then we got the expenses in July. So that's your July expenses. And you can have one, you can have both, but you can't just pick your favorite. You can't say I want all the Patreon money that we received in July to be called June, but I don't want any of those expenses we paid in July to be called June, even though they were both committed. And shucks, there it is. I hope you guys understood that. It's hard to explain in a too long didn't read, but expenses and revenue was committed in july but done in june and he wanted the revenue but not the costs and in the end we gave that to him we we, we in my opinion gave him the best deal where he combined you know all the aspects he got his salary in july he got none of the expenses he got all of the revenue and we gave it all of it but on top yeah. of this, while he's negotiating like so hard, and, and like I said, he was the highest paid guy on the show, <laughs> you know, more than Kyle, more than me, more than more than anybody, because he sort of arranged this deal where he didn't have to pay any expenses, but he did get the the revenue. Um, while we're doing that, he's not like doing his tasks. Like we had divvied up some of the tasks. He was supposed to tweet out like um you know, what the show topics were and stuff. And, and he wouldn't, and he was supposed to upload to the podcast, like do the audio part while I did the video part and, and he wouldn't, or he would like sleep on it. And, um, you know, that, and he threatened to quit all the time. He threatened to quit at least three times. So all the time. Yeah. He was, all he was like, I got my finger on the button. I got the finger on the button. <laughs> yeah. And then we didn't I fire him by the way. Right now. Like, what like happened was we just accepted it at one point. He's like, well, I'll quit. And I was like, sounds good to me. You know, we're good. As a matter of fact, I accepted it a previous time. And Kyle's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not blow this whole thing up. And I'm like, kaboom, <laughs> yeah. baby. You know, let you him got, go. Now that was too early. That was There was a point where, like, tempers had flared and, and he was being unreasonable. And we just hadn't even really. We were so early in the negotiations. And he was already like, well, if that's the way it's going to be, then maybe I should just just keep my stuff and keep moving. And what he was like, all right, then how do we how do we move forward with that? And I'm like, hang on a minute, hang on, <laughs> thirty seconds at this point. Like, <laughs> and you weren't wrong, but I also didn't want to take that approach either. I didn't want to like because I didn't want him to go when I accepted his offer to quit. 
I just didn't want to, f you know, instantly show my, my hand and be like, no, please don't. It's like, you want to go? You know, I'll accept it. You know, don't go thinking you're going to strong arm us. And um, he was just a really hard-nosed negotiator that managed to make himself the highest paid guy on the show for a month and uh, threatened to quit like three it times more in than 10 a days. Like, like it, it, it took us a while to like, yeah. I remember you mentioned you're like you're like and now we've been paid more than lefty and it was a while yeah it was like two and a half months in like we yeah. finally passed the lefty money um <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was a while and uh and yeah it just like i i didn't say a single word that wasn't a hundred percent true and uh and even now as you're listening to this i don't think you're finding any conflict in what we said he just sort of combined the deals and um you know like I don't know. I want this money to be mine, but I don't want all these expenses to be mine, and that's how uh, that, that's how I felt ripped off. But in the, it, I do this a lot. This isn't the first time where I've just paid somebody off in full, so that they never have an argument to say that I was unfair in business. Like you, you won't find anyone who worked with me who ever said that they weren't paid properly. So, um, next New question. Topic, or we got more questions. Oh, we. <laughs> I want to um, look at some more questions. See what we got. <laughs> When did you learn to sing so damn well? Your hit single, Chiz Show, gives me chills. I've been practicing for years. Uh, is your mic off or quiet? Super quiet? Yeah. <clears throat> Can you hear me there. now? Mm -hmm. cool. Yeah. I've been practicing for years on my singing ability, much like that of Woody. We went to the same school, and that's why we're very <laughs> similar in tonal range. And uh, yeah, I've been working on the Chiz Show, Chiz Show for about 15 years. Can you hit us with a few bars of It's the Chiz Show? It's a chess show, da 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 da, chess show, da 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 da, gonna make a podcast, yeah, yeah, patreon.com slash pka, oh yeah, it's a podcast, oh yeah. Uh, it's not very good. Fuck you. I put myself out there, fuck you. I put myself That's out there. That's how it goes. You don't shit on dreams. You don't shit on dreams. <clears throat> Alright, oh. here, I like this one. What's up with the hat? Do you have distant Irish Framing relations, or is it a fashion statement? I just like the hat. You wear Super it really... all the time, though, right? Like it, 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 and it's never, it's never like a baseball hat or a ski. I don't cap have a good baseball. Or... I don't have a good baseball hat. I used but to wear a baseball hat all the time. Nobody just likes those hats. I like these hats. Like hats. Well, okay, or you don't here's the like thing. Hats. Hipsters have the stolen. Blinders. Hipsters have stolen the fedora. I can't wear a fedora. Plus, I can't wear it with. A headset. It just doesn't work out that way. Mm -hmm. I like fedoras a lot. Fuck you, Kyle. Okay, fedoras. Are I was cool. imagining. I was imagining if you cut holes in your fedora so that you could wear the uh, the headset, and they and the top of the the bars just like went through a hole in the fedora. Do you have around. a neck? Yeah, that would be Can something that up? someone with a fedora would do. Uh. Yeah, you know, I. Yeah, I think a... he's got the neck beard. Yeah. Yeah, I do. So I can't wear a fedora because then I'm a hipster douche. Um. As opposed to what kind of douche are you now? Beard. Just trim up here and keep this. Is that what you're saying? Just trim under here. Mm -hmm. Just get all the neck clean. And, and that way it looks better. Just keep this. Yeah, that's a good and idea. No, no. Besides. Taylor's 100% wrong. Do the inverse. Just keep the neck. Keep the neck. <laughs> Just keep the neck. That is never a good look. The main you want to look like you're a midnight laborer making, constructing a home. <laughs> 
We're oh, kind of Amish, but that. we use computers. I could like, go You never see a good-looking guy rocking that facial hair. Like, just the, just the neck hair. Like, never once have you seen, like, a guy wearing, the, wearing like, the neck thing and be like, ah, oh, that's a good-looking guy. I, I, maybe he's pulling that neck beard off well. Yeah, and look how Wow, close his Adam's apple looks great <laughs> with all that. Can't even see it. Can't even see it. his Adam's apple. That's how good it is. Thick, like a forest. Oh, this is all the long con for Chiz. He's intentionally doing the hat... And the beard, so when Kyle does invite him to the boot camp and he loses all the weight and there's the reveal, he's going to be wearing clothes like a normal adult and he's going to look great. <laughs> I really like this like heat between the two of them. Uh, do you, what of Lefty, do you still call Skype text? Didn't you reach out to him not long ago for something... Taylor's a cunt. Um, <laughs> um, Repeat that 90 times and it can be the worst PKA in history. <laughs> I haven't talked to Lefty since the, the PK departure. We parted ways after we said we weren't doing that's not what you called anymore. And I haven't spoken to him since. I don't know what he's been up to until we found, uh, until somebody posted what he was doing on Reddit with his voice acting career. So I don't know if he's doing well or what's up with him at all. So I have no contact with Lefty whatsoever. <laughs> Will there ever be the Chiz Show shirts? I kind of want to... I would rock one during PKA if you made Chiz Show shirts. What would the logo have to be? Uh, a penis chizzing. That's just... Uh, <laughs> no, it would have to be that hat. I was going to say the hat and the oh, beard. Oh, you know? oh, oh the right. With the date, February 1st, 1924 on it. That there would be you your logo. A paper mill hat. <laughs> Uh, Hit me. Man, you have a lot of eccentric shows here. Oh, let's do this. Eccentric shows? Uh, would you rather... I, I think... You're going to do the would you rather, huh? Okay, go on. Yeah, the would you rather. Would you rather never orgasm again, or okay. every time you orgasm, instead of a normal sperm, a singular a singular urethra-sized sperm cell mm. is ejaculated. The large sperm must be caught and killed when disposed, or it will flop around until it finds an appropriate orifice to impregnate. What is a urethra-sized sperm? You, so urethra you know that is hole your in your hole. dick? Yeah. It's yeah. like about that size. He's, he's about the size of the stream of pee. Yeah, mm -hmm. I'm thinking of so a like teardrop. A, I, I picture like a, a drop of water being the size of this. Oh, oh no. no. He's tall. He's like Stretch Armstrong. He's like oh, this he's very fucking tall. Long. Somebody but use their hands. How big is the, it? He, he stands at, like, I imagine him coming out he of your stands. penis like long and you have to grab him and like pull him out the last inch or two. He's like yeah, six he inches tall, like and Gumby. He's still not out he's like there. Gumby. Okay, yeah. so he's six yeah. inches tall and elastic. Okay, yeah, yes. and he's, he's, he's very tall, but he's very yellow. Is he Irish? Like a straw? Like a six-inch like long Q-tip? A six-inch long Q-tip? I think. Yeah, I like that. So he's white, obviously. I'm gonna say he's Irish because you know I'm gonna beat up a prick. It's gonna be an Irish folk. Um, <laughs> go ahead and toss that one in there for Kyle. Um, uh, he wouldn't fight back. He'd just stay neutral. He would just fucking take it like a bitch. Um, <laughs> now he sit on the sidelines while I fought the vagina in the corner. Um, I would probably fight the sperm every time because not coming again just sounds fucking awful. And I think after mm -hmm. a while I get into really good shape. You know, I start off kicking ass at some six inch, uh, some six inch sperm. You know, maybe I work my way up to a Joe Lozon fight, take him on in the ring, be like Joe. I've fought about 300 uh, six-inch size sperms. I, I jack off a lot, Joe. Um, <laughs> nice to meet you, by the way. And then I, we would jack out in the octagon. That's how I play out that whole scenario in my head. What Obviously, if you had an army of six-inch sperms join you in your battle against Lozon? 
That, Could uh, I train them? What if I don't fight them? What if I keep them as pets? Now you have to kill them. No, you have to kill them. They'll, Why? They'll, Otherwise you'll find because, really weird... What are they going to do if I don't kill them? They, they impregnate run to the somebody. nearest vagina and they impregnate that person. Well, if I put it in a cage or like a Tupperware container, he's not going anywhere. He doesn't that's, have hands. That's a dangerous game you're playing right there. Yeah. Putting your sperm... No, it's not going to survive in a Tupperware container. Exactly. It's going to slow die. An aquarium. Yeah, it's going to die, but then you can't use it in your army if you got a dead six-inch-long mutant sperm. <laughs> I kind of knew. Are we ready for the next one? Yeah, yeah go ahead. Chiz, be honest. Do you smoke weed? Edit. How much weed do you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> I do not partake in marijuana. Marijuana is bad for you. All right. It's very bad for you. It kills you. Will PKA plays start up again anytime soon? <laughs> Will PKA plays start soon? I don't know. Everyone is super fucking busy. Like, I got a bunch of shit that was just thrown into my schedule. Woody's still working on his house. Kyle is probably riding dolphins in the mid-Atlantic at some point because he's always got something amazing going on like that. So, Oh, we're doing uh, such cool shit? Oh, See, man, I'm going to become the scorpion. I don't... I don't even know what that means, but it's pretty cool. The rock scorpion? Yeah. So, the scorpion um, king? All right, so um, we found this guy who's got this thing. Uh, and the way it's explained to me, it's like it holds a gun, and you've got a controller... And it's like an arm that that that's like a it's got lots of joints and it can articulate in any direction and turn and fire the weapon like from a that you operate from a controller like like looking at a at a pad or through a camera on it or something like that. And I was it weighs sixty five pounds and and they mount them to like helicopters and Humvees and boats <laughs> and stuff. And I was like, what if we made a backpack and we mounted it to me and then I became scorpion. And it was like a scorpion tail that would like come up above me, and it would be a machine gun. I'd have like like you know some sort of Google Glass situation where I could be like running around with a scorpion tail, firing accurately at targets. I'm and calling. So, it. Kyle finally kills someone in his videos. <laughs> oh my god! So so I'm hoping that I get to become the scorpion. Fingers crossed. They'll let you do that, but they won't let you show the part from that one video. They'll oh, let you ride with a gun on your back <laughs> oh, and shoot god. at shit. That was amazing. I, I, that one's unsafe, Kyle. But the gun mounted right above your head, firing into the wilderness. That's okay. You're going to have I the actually... hearing of Archer. <laughs> <laughs> tinnitus, actually... like constant ringing. I haven't ran the Scorpion uh, through the through passing one Through the yet. right channels yet. No, no. I'm just gonna. I gotta make sure that I'm gonna get the, my hands on the platform first. We uh, shot show went pretty well. I think we made a lot of good contacts. A lot of a lot of cool new uh, things coming. Some thermal scopes and uh, some ammunition reloading stuff that I've always wanted to do. I'm getting a bunch of that stuff. So we'll be doing some cool stuff soon. Hey, I've got a good one. What is it like hanging out with Kyle and Woody outside of PKA and PKN? Do they put on a personality for the show or is how they act on the show their genuine personality? A little awkward, you two are uh, yeah, right here. Just, I won't um, listen. Uh, yeah, go ahead, Chiz. Tell me about it. <laughs> Woody is a full-blown anti-Semite in person. <laughs> at all. Just, just really bad shit coming out of his mouth. In spite uh, of my Jewish nose? <laughs> uh, no, I don't, no one's putting on a show. They're the same people in person as uh, on the show. I mean, I had met both of them in person at various events so long I can't remember. And I, you know... There's nothing, nothing, nothing fake here. No, <laughs> they're just cool, normal dudes, and they're, they're good people, even though Woody has a big nose. 
No, he has a wonderful chiseled nose, and I can I can second all of that. This is coming from the man who's got an uh, out of an eyebrow that does whatever the fuck it wants on <laughs> on time. Well, you it does the no same idea. thing every day, so just it just stays up there. Could we you? should get a start a Kickstarter to fix that shit. Laser surgery could definitely clean up that eyebrow. I would go in the opposite direction. If I were to do a Kickstarter, I would try to do implants and make the other eyebrow man. You want to fuck up the other eyebrow? Yeah. Because okay. that would make me look like a horned owl. The most <laughs> ferocious kind. So. Of owls. Ooh. Can you just alter your eyebrow like like in a way that you mess up your hair? Can you mess up your eyebrow and get a peek there? No, it doesn't. Can does. you gel your brows? No, they're... they're there's a hint. Uh, totally about. static. Very static. <laughs> it's this one that's just a fucking shit show. <laughs> I had a kid when I was in third grade. You His had name a kid? was Joe. A kid when oh. in third grade. He came up to me with scissors, and when I was there in art, he just snipped the top of my eyebrow off. Just walked up and, and cut the top of my eyebrow off and said, I don't like the way your eyebrow is. <laughs> I'm doing you a favor, and Taylor. That was, that was the first time in my whole life I realized there was anything weird about it. That it grew up this way. And this kid walked up to me and just, I don't like the way your eyebrow is. With that third grade honesty of, I don't understand subtext or, you know, or implying things. And those rounded tip third grade scissors that don't cut. Yeah, safety scissors. Oh, yeah, it was, it was a clean sweep. It could have been a you know, kid-safe gnawing fest across my forehead. Did he literally cut it? Like, was there a difference? Do you remember? Yeah, he he cut this this time. He didn't do a very good job. I was going to so say, he I sounds didn't... like a scissor ninja. No, but he, he didn't get it all off. He snipped the top part. Uh, I also had a high school girlfriend who, when we were, you know, hanging out one time. Wait, what like, do you mean by hanging I, out? Hanging out. Yeah, was it hanging uh, out? You took a while to throw that one out. Doing things that Christ wouldn't approve of before certain okay. vows were taken. Okay. And she wanted, she just was like, just let me snip it. Just let me snip it. I want to snip it. I just want to see. I just want to see. Like, And so she cut it, and she, as soon as she did it, she was like, oh, I, I took too much off. <laughs> and so then I had to go to the bathroom and look in the mirror, and I looked like a goddamn lunatic with a geometry fucking Tetris eyebrow that didn't matter. Didn't fit at all. I couldn't just shave it off because you had to shave both off. Uh, it was it was not ideal. So those now, are the only two stories now, of someone trying to correct my. Is it like form. that because you were born that way, or did you get into an accident or something? No, it was just you know, uh, luck of the draw. So He's just time. a mutant. He's just a mutant. <laughs> okay, fair enough. When I was in, so long for these things to grow back. It was oh, it the summer so before long. college. It takes so fucking long. The summer before <laughs> college. Like Hold on a like second. A the summer before college, we were drinking, and I think I left early or something. But I was drinking, and uh, they took electric shavers. You know, it has that flip-up thing for your sideburns. Mm -hmm. And yeah. uh, at the time, the rappers were shaving vertical lines into their eyebrows, like Vanilla Ice did it and stuff. So they did <laughs> oh, that God. to him. They gave him like like they turned his single <laughs> eyebrow into like six stuttered eyebrows. And uh, he woke up the next morning, saw himself in the mirror, and was like, oh, my God, holy fuck. I'm going to be in so much trouble. So to, to, the drunken version of him to get, like, past his parents to beat that, you know, whole I was out partying detector took a blue ballpoint pen 
and colored in all the lines. Oh, not even black. Didn't even bother <laughs> no. to find a black one. Eh, blue's close enough. Right. Not like some. He should have got a girl to like help him or something. I don't know. Scatter it, mascara, or or whatever it is. Like they would have had some sort of makeup tip to get you closer. Better than a blue ballpoint pen. And uh, I saw. <laughs> ballpoint pen. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine him cringing as he's trying to get across so his skin bad. and it's catching where he's like. <laughs> Right on top of ink. Oh, it was awful. And uh, and uh, yeah, I saw him the next morning, and I'm like, dude, what happened? He's like, you asshole. He thought I was involved, but I wasn't. And uh, yeah, that was the thing. Dude, we had another guy. This is gay. But um, <laughs> Phil, <laughs> Phil was Yugoslavian, and uh, I guess he's Serbian now because they broke up. But uh, um, <laughs> he was Yugoslavian, and for whatever reason, when he was passed out drunk, we thought it would be a good idea to shave his his um the, the his pubes, and uh, and he was kind of resisting, but he was passed out drunk, so he's he's just kind of like I don't know, like half-heartedly sort of putting his arms in the way and stuff, and we like yanked down his basketball shorts, shaved it off, and got like a, a triumphant clump mm. of pubes, right? It was like, oh, look at this fucking, like a tennis ball full of pubes shaved from above his dick. And uh, the next morning, we're like, ah, oh, we got you, we got you. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, look, we like, you check your balls out. You've got no <laughs> hair left. And he pulls it down, and he still has this giant, like, head of pubes. Like, like, you know, like, like we had barely made a dent, and it was a big old clump. The man had pubes for days, and uh, he got uh. past our, our shaving. So well, I, I, I didn't do a lot of pew shaving on my friends. Uh, I guess we were on a whole different level. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to understand this. How did you get him by shaving his pubes? <laughs> <laughs> I got your pubes all over my hands. So you guys, I, I groomed the shit out of your balls when you were sleeping. Jokes on you, though. Am I right? Good down there. Good job. Hey. This is uh, this is uh, that is that is odd. You've got you, quite the range Kyle, of hijinks you've went through, like B and E's shaving another man's balls. You know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Young Woody had uh, the, the new stories pop up all the time. But yeah. And the forties. The the greatest part <laughs> to me was that he, even after we had shaved off like six cubic inches of pubes, you couldn't tell. Well, you did a poor job. Next time we'll, well be better. I mean, well, he just... was resisting, so. Yeah. But I think he had basketball shorts was on. He... We really should have been able to do better. Yeah, you could have yeah, pulled them all the way to his ankles. There's no excuse. How many people were standing around as you pulled this guy's pants down? Yeah, how many people were witnessing this this hijinks, if you will? Um. Oh, I mean, what? it was a party full of people. I'm gonna say 16. Like, you know, picture a room full of people. Yeah. That's, so, what did you do with really the pubic good. hair afterwards? I think. Um. I, I don't think I was the guy that. Yeah, I wasn't. I was witnessing. Maybe I helped pull the shorts down, but I didn't actually. <laughs> Hold the handful of pubes, but but what he did you is he raised it above his head triumphantly, start of Lion King style, and and you know like aha da 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 da, da or, or however the song goes, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> in the ballpark, <laughs> random beats. <laughs> Who can do better? Go ahead. I've never seen the oh, Lion King. See, I win. What? But I. Yeah, but yeah so he saying. held it up much like Mufasa held up his kid and and uh and now and if you then, glued him to his face that would have been a joke you know I, I, I think the monkey held up the gorilla mask whatever uh you're right yeah. I think you're right about that yeah 
Um, you guys have any other good stories of people, like stupid <laughs> shit that happened to them when they were passed out? Because I have one. I have one more good one. Go on. Of a friend of mine who passed out at a house party. This must have been either the summer before or the summer after my freshman year of college. And he was passed out. Everybody else was still going hard, having fun. And someone there, I think it was one of the guys, was like, oh, let's smear some shit all over his face. And a oh, girl no. there suggested, like, oh, let's use Nair. Uh. And Nair is like this stuff that apparently it's like a foam, and then you put it on your face, on your arms for women, and then after however long amount of time, you, you wipe it. And all the hair comes off. And it burns like a motherfucker. And it just burns. Yeah. And they, like, you're not supposed to use much of this shit. They caked it uh. all over his forehead and his face. And he was so drunk, he didn't wake up. It looked like he had a spa mask on. Oh, no. Hair. And oh, what, was, no. what was even worse is, like, he woke up probably, like, only a couple hours later because you can only handle that kind of burning for so long. <laughs> and when <laughs> he wiped, burn. it was not a clean wipe of anything. It was not like a, boom. No hair. No hair. It was like he looked like he had been in chemo for six weeks is how he looked. Just sparse hair, patchy, bad, just red. Red everywhere all over his face because it had been sat there for so long. It said on the bottle, like, do not leave for more than, like, 10, 15 minutes. It was on there for at least three, four fucking hours. (laughs) And because he's burned, he can't shave the skin, so he has to leave it all patchy and scary. Exactly. (laughs) He he couldn't finish the job because the skin was so tender, and so he just had to leave it there for a while. It was... (laughs) It was a. I am glad I wasn't involved in the administration of that because that was a real dick move uh, to do to someone. That was really funny. Yeah, man. I don't like uh, that stuff. That's like, awful. Like, like that stuff kind of reminds me of like you know the locker room rapes and stuff. But like I've never been into that. Whenever I've been somewhere and and some guy gets drunk and somebody wants to do something to him, I'm like. Let's you know. Let's let's carry him outside. You know, put him in a weird yeah. place so he wakes up and he's surprised. Let's put some um some some foam in his hand and make him slap himself. Maybe even do that thing where you put their wa- their hand in warm water and they piss themselves. All of that's acceptable as long as it's something that you know you would be okay with doing to you. There you so go. Like, if I, got I think you should. And someone made me slap myself with foam. It's like okay, I was asking for it. But if you nared my whole face <laughs> and for the next month. I looked like a second-degree burn victim. Like I would not be. You look at You look like a. You look like a Saudi Arabian woman who showed showed her fucking knee in the street. Looks like. Yeah, who, I, I tried to read in public. <laughs> An acid attack victim. Yeah, that, that's. I don't know. Oh. It, that's pretty much what it is. That's pretty terrible. I can't believe they did that. Some people are stupid. They they. I would they don't the think out how someone could actually get hurt by it. Like looking back, it's like I wonder what would have happened to a person's cornea if it's in contact with Nair for three hours. Like, yeah. probably not. It'll be smooth, but not ideal as far as <laughs> seeing. Seems a low risk. Seems like they blink even in a, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> Dr. Yeah. Chiz, what is something you want to accomplish in life? Like a long-term goal of yours that would be the most satisfying if you attained it? New hat. <laughs> <laughs> Restore a car mm. and write a book. Those two. I want to do those two things. That's about what it. What would you want to, write, want to write a book about? Anything. I got ideas. Restoring cars. Romance novel. <laughs> I'm writing a ro- I got the I got the idea and the setting for my romance novel. Jackie um, and Chiz have been going back and forth on Jackie's porn. And uh, he had her- Chiz asked for a book to read so that he could replicate the style. And what was it called again? 
Beauty and the Blacksmith. Beauty and the Blacksmith? <laughs> oh. Hmm. So before the show started, Jackie had Colin give me a cookie, right? And uh, we have what we call Disney cookies in this house. They're cookies that are just like the ones you get on the Disney ship. And they come in this wax paper. So fair enough. They gave me a cookie and I saved it for later. Did you know it was a dog bone? No? Colin got it. Did you eat a dog bone? I didn't eat it, but I, I just homemade. I just took it out. And it's, 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 it's a dog bone. Yeah. No, try it. How do you even try it? How do you even accidentally do that? Because this is what the cookie looks like. It's a novelty. Try it. Jack will kill you. That will kill you. What are you putting in there? She said Jack will kill you. My dog will not be happy if I eat his bone. I was gonna try it. Look at the ingredients. It's like wheat, wheat flour. Share it with Buddy. Let's see. It's actually not bad. I mean, it could use. Oh, wow. I once said I would eat like dog bacos or something in a live stream, and it was awful. <laughs> this is just. Here, you want to read the ingredients? Yeah. Um, whole wheat flour, water, chicken base, dry milk, vegetable oil, eggs, brown sugar, and salt. Like it sounds kind of healthy. Sounds like a cookie. It's not disgusting like you might think of as a dog bone. No, I've tried dog bones and dog food. That was another story of spite against my parents when I was little. My mom once told me, <laughs> I we, love were having, she told me we were having spinach casserole. I must have been five or six. And out of spite, I crawled into the kitchen, like crawled and hid, and then ate a bunch of food out of my Max, my dog at the time, his bowl, just, just pounded dog food. And so my mom called me for dinner. I'm like, I'm already full. I already ate. I had dog food. I'm not eating your. You preferred casserole. dog food than spinach it casserole. It was even at that age. It was just a way of like sticking it to her. Like I'd well, rather really eat fucking her. dog food. But well, I thought at the time that I did. But I got sent to my room with no TV, so it didn't work out. That didn't pan out like you thought. No, and now no, you got dog food breath. That's. I seriously, well, dude, yeah, that dog bone is like a Pringle or something. Like I want to have another bite. <laughs> I'm like you can't, you have, can't just have just one. one. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? A Lay's? I, I'm sure I messed it up, but yeah. Um, oh, here I've got one for you. Have you started to get involved in the stock market? If so, what have you invested in so far? Any advice? Also, may I ask, why are you so sexy? Because God loves me and not you. Um, what have I invested in? Like a ton of things. I can't name anything off the top of my head because I usually don't hold any positions. Yes, I got heavily into the stock market and I am right now. I'm not playing anything right now. I did buy some oil options that, uh, uh, options, I'm not going to explain options, Google it. Um, but basically I can, the last until 2016, which I think oil will rebound at least to what I bought it at by that time. Um, other than that, I'm going to play the Shake Shack IPO tomorrow. Shake Shack is a great company. And that's it. Right now, I'm just spending more time educating myself because I don't like losing money. So uh, I've stopped day trading, and I'm just uh, doing a lot of homework and taking classes and stuff Did like that. Did you have some losses myself. that made you relax on it? or? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, I went and blew up a $3,000 account and then got it back. And then when I got back in the black, I stopped and just took my money out and... Uh, just back to educating. I'm like a day trading and swing trading. I'm like 75% wins, so I want to get that higher. And I prefer holding things longer. Uh, but yeah, but if you can day trade, that's if you can get a day trading, that's easy money because it doesn't matter how the market's doing because you just need volatility. It goes up, you know, 
goes up, goes down, short it, go long, whatever. Yeah, well, those are terms. Sounds yeah. fine. No, but it's yeah. uh, this frustrates me because what happens a lot is people um, in a rising market will in, will like just do trading activity with a super high beta and then make tons of money. And it's like, yeah, but that super high beta is going to rock you on the downside. But no one talks about that. The best money made for day traders is actually in a bearish market because it's so goddamn volatile. And, yeah, I mean, volatility, sure, will, will increase the, the profits that are to be made out there, but they increase the losses that are being made out there, too. And, and there are a lot of people who invest in stocks or even gamble, you know, there's similar mm -hmm. activities, uh, who love to advertise their wins and, and not talk about their losses. And I, oh, yeah, everybody loses. Um, like I said, I blew up a three thousand dollar account, and I've had other losses besides that. But it's not easy. I mean, that's why I got back in the black and took my money out. I'm just educating myself to invest longer and take swing positions, which is something you hold over a couple of weeks. Because day trading is very stressful, and I don't have a big enough account right now where I'm safe enough to uh, average down and do a whole bunch of technical things. Like day trading is very stressful if you don't know what you're doing, because you know if it drops a dollar, you're like fuck me, you know, and it, it'll probably rebound, but you don't know, you know. So that's 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 that. It's all fun stuff. Do the yeah. do the transaction fees eat you up in day trading? Uh, they can. Um, it depends. Some brokers you can get them down to like like the one I got has like a, a dollar per hundred shares. Um, but typically a commission is between five to ten dollars. So if you're shitty at day trading, um, you'll probably lose money based on commissions alone. Yeah. What do you do your taxes? That'll be awesome. Like, yes, I've yeah. had 600 positions in my schedule. Yeah. Is it Go. Schedule D? It's going to be a nightmare. But That's, uh, that's all later. Yeah. worried about that now. Um, oh, anyway, these questions are for you, not for me. Uh, you me can see. answer, too. I feel like what this is PKA. This is not the Chiz Show. <laughs> if only PKA had a cool song. Yeah, you don't. I got you there. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any funny, interesting childhood stories? Can you just dream up a story on spot? On spot? Just make one up. No one will know. No, I mean, I'm trying to think. Funny, I've hurt myself in a ton of different ways. Like I raced, I had one of those Razor scooters. They were really popular back in the day around my childhood. And the kid next door had a bike. And I was so confident in my ability to beat the bike on the Razor foot scooter. And I did. So we raced down to the end of the court. We were in a cul-de-sac, and I won. And I went, yeah. And instead of using the little tiny brake on the back tire of the Razor, I put my foot down instead on the pavement, and I flipped end over end and dug my knee into the asphalt, which was just paved, so it was all rocky and shit, and went up about five feet and could almost see the bone to my knee and fucked up my elbow a bit. I've also just – my feet are really big, um, always have been. So when pedaling my bike – Sometimes my foot is in front of the pedal, so when I go down, um, several times it hits the pavement, and then I flip end over end on the bike. So there's that, too. I've gotten hurt a lot around bikes and stuff. That's all I can think of right now. All right. Uh, what is a typical working day for Dr. Chiz on working on Woodycraft? Uh, 8 a.m. to noon. Pick out a hat. <laughs> 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 Um, I don't know. I'll check Skype and see if anything needs to be done, see if all the server's up and running, and then see if we're doing a reset. I'll work on that. It really depends on what's going on and what day of the month or what month it is. You know, Some months are harder, and some are just trying to keep things afloat, and then it's just working on new ideas and things to implement to the server to keep it growing and moving. Yeah, Woodycraft's gotten really stable. There used to be a lot of fire drills. Like Even if you go back like six months, new releases of Minecraft or just 
things breaking or crashing or whatever. Um, we've been focusing a lot of our time lately on like you know, new game modes and new ideas for existing game modes compared to before when I felt like some of the focus was just on keeping things where they were and working. Um, ooh, Last question. I feel, like, I feel like it's all me. You Last know? question. Are you ready? Yeah. Fill us in on the college situation. Um, I went to college for two semesters in 2010, and then I got into YouTube and Twitch, and I had to make a decision, so I went with that instead because I saw a better opportunity there because I can always go back to college. Um, took some courses fall, yeah, fall of last year because Woody was like, do it. And I was like, I'll do it. And <laughs> then I did it, um, and that worked out well. Counting sucks ass. Don't take that class. Um what was it? And then I just now, literally, like at one in the morning, got approved for a bunch of classes I was on the waiting list for in spring. So I'm taking those now. So I'm just gonna casually take some classes, what I can maintain what are you while taking? I do all my work. Um, nutrition, music ten, which is not music appreciation, thank God, and Spanish one, which is easy. Music appreciation. If they unlocked everything for me, I'd be done by now because it's just reading sheet music and. Um, telling if a tone is high or low. It's super easy. It's the basics when it comes to music fundamentals. My music appreciation wasn't like that at all. No, this is music fundamentals. I took music appreciation. Oh. I'll never take it again. It that was... is a class. Do not take it. Do not take no. it. I'm warning no. you. Baroque, classical, whatever fucking other periods there are, is the worst class you'll ever fucking take. Just don't do it unless you're a weird Baroque period fan nerd. Yeah, you'll be listening to quote-unquote songs that are 45 minutes long. And they'll ask you to observe that the drum gets slightly louder throughout the course of all 45 minutes. And and then you're supposed to infer some grand meaning from No, it. you don't infer. You have to listen by ear and name the composer, what period the piece is from, and the name of the piece by fucking ear. And it, they all sound the same, and it's horrible. It's the worst class I've ever taken in my life. I'll never do it again. That's supposed to be like the gimme class. That's why I ended up taking it in college because people are like, "Oh, just take like music appreciation for some free A's." Not no. at all. No, no, <laughs> not a free A. It was a free I, W. I, how do you how do you think that Baroque the, these artists were feeling as they were doing this? Well, it's a fucking piano. I have no idea. I, I have no <laughs> idea what they were thinking. They were probably thinking, "God, I wish that I didn't live in 1781." <laughs> <laughs> some other time that was better. I hope my but, sister doesn't die of cholera. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the dysentery's going about. Like, just... I wonder if we'll think that at some point. If, the, if like if people will look back at us and think, God, I wish I didn't live in 2015 when like cancer killed people all the time and you know, they didn't have weight loss pills. Eventually they will. Yeah, but, but I feel like we've hit the critical mass of so. society that. Sorry, Chase, continue. No, I was going to say, our, we might feel that way about things like disease and stuff, but we won't feel that way about the music. Baroque music will always suck ass, and classic <laughs> rock will always remain good. Um, that That is horrible shit. That is really bad. The bar for entertainment back in those days was so fucking low, you could just bang your head against a wall and be called a performer. There. <laughs> if anyone is from 1562, suck my dick. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, fuck all those people. All right. Are we ready for a new topic? Mm-hmm. Who's got mm. one? I'm working on one right I now. I have some, but they kind of suck, so I don't want to use them because you guys have better ideas. Well, I don't know. We just spent about an hour and a half dedicated to just me, so I'm sure the fans are loving it right now. So can it really get much worse? I don't. 
you see, well, I really I don't know. liked a lot it. Of it was also oh, I enjoyed it too. It was very self-centered, you know. The fans like it when we when fun is poked in your direction. So I'm sure they'll they'll be fine with that. Yeah. Everyone's been talking to me about Google Fiber coming to my area. And are they talking to you or plastering it in your <clears throat> fucking face nonstop? What I don't like is the ones that what act like I made some giant mistake by buying a house that will soon get Google Fiber. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong you're with you? You're dumb. Why oh. are you a fortune teller, Woody? God, you're retarded. <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that on the, the PKA Reddit. Where I wasn't even like, from Do you think there. Woody made a mistake doing this or whatever the fuck? And it's like, yeah, yeah, Woody's going to be crying all the way to his brand new palatial estate with a guest home about the internet that he's missing out on. Like, Not you're going to get out. the best of the best. I'm getting there. Yeah, but, you're going to get it. Yeah, my, 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 my palatial estate, as you describe it, with guest <laughs> home getting gigabit internet. Yeah, this blows. Right. I've made a huge mistake. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, Oh, oh no! It, it it's great. It, it everything is fantastic. I, I'm I feel really lucky. I'm glad that they chose Raleigh as one of the places that they're rolling out Google Fiber to. Um, I did spend something like three grand to get Time Warner installed, but uh, I needed it, and I'll be using it for a couple of years. And Google Fiber doesn't roll out in one day. Uh, as a matter of fact, it'll probably take a couple of years. And because I have a big lot and stuff, I'm probably not their top priority. So, uh, so I'll be on Time Warner for a couple of years. But I think it's pretty cool that eventually. Google Fiber, and uh, and that's awesome. And it might be coming to Atlanta. Yes, that could Atlanta's impact Kyle. Tennessee. Like they say, Atlanta, but I interpret it as Atlanta and surrounding areas. I don't know if I'm on yeah. target with that or not. It's a good assumption. Well, okay, you're pretty so far have, out of Atlanta, though. I have a little thought. We were talking the other day, and uh, and I don't know. I was making. I, I was talking about the uh, Game of Thrones audiobook, and I was just kind of like making some stuff up as I was talking about how the, you know it kind of flows. And you were like, "Oh, that I thought maybe that you were reading from the book." So, <laughs> I have a I have written to uh, two or three or four uh, little things uh, that may that that sound like they're from Game of Thrones, and I have some excerpts from Game of Thrones, and I will test Ooh. you to see if you can differentiate. I like this. Can't wait to play. <clears throat> All right, here we go. So you you have to judge, is this something Kyle just now wrote uh, while you guys were talking to Chiz, or did J.R.R. Martin write this? Are there four? How many are there so we can number them? Um, Yeah, we'll do four. Okay. The figure in the doorway was tall and lean and moved like a wisp of cloth on the wind as it moved first past the long oaken table and then halted there by the great mounted elk on the keep's stone wall. He hadn't remembered it being so cold before, and yet now he shivered violently, chilled to the bone in his hiding space. From cold or fear, he knew not. Let me go with, uh, I'm going to say that one was Kyle. See, I'm saying it was J.R.R. Martin, but I'm using psychology, not writing style. I need to hear the rest of these phrases first, because I can't tell if no. you're also devoted to the run-on sentence, like George R. R. Martin, or if <laughs> this is him. I think Kyle's good enough to where he can manipulate. And Oh, he definitely can, yeah. yeah. We're, we're doing one at a time. Cast your vote and don't be a pussy. Yes. Okay. She was not late. No, no, wait, 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 no, no, no. what the fuck? We Taylor said okay, and then skip cast his vote and not be a pussy, <laughs> much like Chiz and I did. Okay, what are the votes? Uh, I Lee. voted Martin. He voted Kyle. Wrote it. Ch is, er, I'm gonna say Kyle because that was really run on -y. I think we should keep score. 
Because yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm ahead one okay. nothing. Okay. Um, let's see. Did I get it or not? Oh, do we want to? Do, I, do you want me to tell you? Yes. Oh, that was me. Bam! Aha! Fuck. All right. So <sighs> here we go again. The path through the wolf's wood was sparsely marked here and there by rough, dark stones placed here by the mossy undergrowth centuries before by the first men his father had told him. The trees, the trees here were old oaken giants with branches that seemed to reach upward to the cold night sky with gnarled fingers. He shivered violently. That's George R. R. Martin. That's George R. R. Martin. I'm going to say Martin. That is me. Fuck! We all got it wrong. Wow! That is not you. That is me. I can show you my, my fucking Google document right now. But <laughs> Nice, dude. Thank right, you. Let's go. All right, so let's see. Um, she had filled her basin with the, uh, excuse me, she had filled, you, you know, that's him. All right, so let me get That's why I chose the first one as him. You stumbled on a word, and I was like, if Kyle wrote it, he'd read it better. <laughs> her boots were lumps of old brown leather mottled with salt stains and cracked from long wear. Her belt, a length of hempen rope, dyed blue. She knotted it about her waist and hung a knife on her right hip and a coin patch, pouch on her left. Kyle. Dude, if this is you, you're just <laughs> describing a character the same way he did. Because this is <laughs> this would be Asha. Right? Oh, it's gonna yeah. This is an unfair advantage. You've read. So you're just. Uh, <laughs> I can't tell if this is you or him. But I can tell. <laughs> I, I know exactly the character that's being described. So that's wouldn't it be great if he was taking more. his inserts and changing one word? I'm, I'm not that's, doing that's that. George. <laughs> I'll say that's okay, George. That was George. Wow. wow. All right. Taylor 2. Taylor right. 2, and I'm still at... Oh, yeah, I think I got one. Didn't we That's all zero. get the same one right? Didn't we all get one that was Martin? No. You said Martin was the first, and it was Kyle. But wasn't there another one? Gosh. We all got the second one wrong, <laughs> and the third one Kyle just Which got right. like, how have I fallen behind so much? <laughs> so it what's is the score now? 2-1-0. 2-1-0, Taylor Chisme. All right. I'm toast. Do we, need a, do we need another one? I think we need two more. You got two more? Um, yes. Um, let's see here. Two more so you can take the lead. Long shot. Well, come on, you know. If I, if I do win and Taylor loses, we got a tie. What are we going to do? <laughs> Can't have a tie in this great competition. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm really impressed, Kyle. That was Thank done you. very well. Are you writing another, Kyle? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, let me, let me... Let me... I'll have to write. Yeah, I, actually, I was good. I was thinking about. I was trying to write it in my head, but I really should. Yeah, his, his new one's gonna be like the sword was sharp as sharp. <laughs> He's just riffing off the top of his head. The White Walkers came down like they did in season two. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Who he stabbed him with the obelisk. Yeah. <laughs> the obsidian, whatever. The obsidian. The ob. Yeah. Grabbed the Washington <laughs> Monument out of there and plunged it into it. <laughs> the White Walkers were walking like walkers that are white. Like white walkers that walk. <laughs> Pale as white ghosts they were. <laughs> Pale as white ghosts. As scary as a frightening animal. Like <laughs> <laughs> He's scary twice. As scary as a scary animal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She has come up with a bad, a bad writing that he would do. Or you haven't read the books, have you? I haven't read the books. Ah, for some I, reason, I, I ain't gonna listen to him. Kyle's really sold them. 
you'll you'll really enjoy it, dude. Like it'll get to the point where you won't be able to turn them off. Like you'll just be laying there, like trying to fall asleep listening. It's it's enthralling. Hey, what? Oh, we didn't watch a movie recently. We watched um, Louis C.K. recently. <sighs> so bad. Just a real piece. Like there are specials I'll go I still back. Still haven't and seen watch. it. You don't want to see it. You'll, you'll want to see it. Get even more liberal. And no, it was not even political. It was not his material. He did like a bunch of different voices he's never done before, which is not a lot his, of impressions. Yeah. It was super weird. I hated that because they weren't. It's not his shtick. You know, he's, you know, his older material was in re, in respect to like a Carlin esque thing, and he's deferred from that. Greatly, he did voices, really gimmicky shit. Like it sounded like somebody opening for a real comic, just really corny stuff. You had to be pretty drunk in the audience to be laughing. The audience kept laughing, and we were all asking ourselves. We watched it all together in sync, and we're like, "Why? I don't like." Is it on Netflix? It's on his website for five dollars. Oh, so is it? Are the voices just like when he does like his? I'm like an annoying mom on a flight. He did a gay voice to start off. Is is that a bad thing to say? No, he did a white. He he did an effeminate white girl, um, stupid white girl voice is what he did, and then said it was a Mexican. It wasn't funny. Um, Was any of it good? Yes. We made me laugh for a total of five minutes if you add it all up. Yeah, there were moments of goodness in there. There were parts that I I, I was more generous. If the thing was an hour and 15 minutes long, I thought maybe – 10, 15 minutes of it were funny. Uh, yeah, that's definitely not, not worth a good it. percentage for a stand-up special. But that's disappointing not... because even his last special, the Oh My God, that was the weakest he's done by far. That and that one just wasn't one. up to, that just wasn't up to snuff. I'll rewatch that one from yeah. time to time. That just wasn't up to snuff as his previous works. This was flat yeah. out bad. That's like was thing. it how long was it? It was a hundred or it was an hour and fifteen minutes? It was an hour and fifteen minutes. I Maybe 10, 15 minutes of it. He had a um, an intro actor, an opening act. Was it preachy at all? Like kind of. No, preachy? that's the thing. It wasn't his like oh. standard material. It was shit that was like gimmicky, no. like the, fart jokes. And... The things that you're concerned about being preachy or too liberal, I, 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 that wasn't the issue to me. It was just not funny. I would have enjoyed that. You know, it wasn't I his. I really age. like Louis C.K. Like like oh, Louis C.K. For me personally, has kind of a Chris Pratt thing going on. Like I enjoy their work, but I also want good things to happen to the people behind the scene like you want to like, see them succeed you yeah. want to watch them continue like, i want chris pratt i just found out he's either married or dating someone or something i hope that works out right because i want him to be a happy guy i i feel like he's one of the world's good guys and i root for him and i hope that he's happy in love and career and etc right louis ck to a lesser extent i feel that way too <laughs> like I like this guy. His life hasn't been completely smooth. He worked a long time before he became an overnight success. I, you know, I, I, I'm in his corner, but that doesn't mean I like every joke he tells. Have you seen his um, show, Taylor? Any episodes? Oh, Louie? Yeah. I have, and I really don't care for it. It's Yeah, but his openers, he does like he typically, like Jerry Seinfeld-esque and Seinfeld-type days. Uh, you know, he opens like on stand-up usually. Um, some of those jokes are funnier than what his actual hour-long stand-up special was. It was really, really? So, like, uh, bad. Like I, sucks. I, yeah, I won't. Have reviews come out for I, Is everybody disliking it for the most part? I'll look I it up. Know. Yeah. Uh, Who's a good comic nowadays? Who's thriving? Uh, Bill Burr is always solid. Um, 
His most recent special was really good, but it wasn't as good as... Right, that's how I felt, uh, too. Let It Go, or You People Are All the Same. But uh, then a guy who's newer, he also writes for um, SNL, I think, uh, John Mulaney. Who's Mulaney. the Australian guy? Jim Jeffries is on fire. Yeah, Jim, Jim Jeffries. I don't know how new he is, but he's sort of newish to me. He's like know. a He's actually teller. done like uh he's done like five specials, but his old ones are hard to find, but they're really good. Like he's gotten another I like the comics I love, they get better as the years go on and it just it's disappointing Louie is getting worse, you know. Well, they even all... with Carlin, Carlin got worse as he got past a certain point. Like if you mm. watch his like 2006 or whatever 2008 special, it's just pretty I think he, I still think he got, That's he got, he got more punchy. Carlin did this spick, spick, spiel where um, it, it was like he was. <laughs> it wasn't spick; it was spick. I don't think that's a real word, but anyway, uh, um, he did this spiel. It seemed like he always did this, like I'm the only smart guy on earth thing. And after a while, it's like uh, it's not even clever, right? Like, look at this end table. This is my stuff, but it's your shit. Oh my God, you're so insightful. Yeah, that's like yeah. Everybody shit, everybody stuff. I'm gonna talk real quick. Well, see, that's one thinking I'm saying something really funny. I'm gonna keep. That's talking where I would say he's gotten up. better, because that's his older material. And like the seven bad words you can't say on television, he got. I think he got better over the years because well, that stuff that. was a little more gimmicky. He mm. did the, the the fast talk thing right up to the very end. His last Whoa, special. He was getting old. <laughs> no, I know, but like his last special. That's what I'm saying. Is like his last special was not good at all. The whole first wow. ten minutes are just fast talking, uh, trying his hardest to show like, "Hey, I'm 81 or whatever," but I still. Are got you thinking it. of the one where he goes like megabyte, gigabyte, all that stuff? Uh, is that the one from like 2006 or 2008? That's like his second to last or third to last. Then, his last one, he's decrepit old, but I thought it was pretty good. Then I might be mistaken. It might be a second to last that I'm thinking of. But yeah, good, he doesn't good get comics two right intro. now. Uh, John Mulaney's funny. Bill Burr's good. John Mulaney um, is the is he the Jewish guy? I don't know if he's Jewish or not. I know he's got the uh, the special on Netflix. He's it's really good. Uh, yeah, he's who Jewish else is guy. good right now? Dude, Bill Burr. I, I keep waiting for the other shoe to drop on him in the whole pussy pass denied thing. Like, it, it seems like he has some a lot of misogynistic comedy, which is funny, I'll admit. But you know, like the, there's an epidemic of gold digging whores, right? <laughs> yeah, that's one of his spiels. True. Um, there's a bunch more. You know, he, he, talk, he talks about you know, hitting girls and stuff, you know, and, and how they, they need a good smack or something. Um, <laughs> I, I wish I could get the routine right, but he talks, you know, like, hey, if I were to do this to some bigger guy, I don't because I've got this fear of my ass getting kicked. But yet women, you know, they do this. and you know, um, he, I think his bit was that, like, saying that it doesn't just escalate out of nothing, where he was, like, talking about Chris there's Brown. There's no reason Rihanna to hit a woman. There is no reason. He's like, really? You think it just started out of nowhere where she was just like, hey, let's get some Baskin Robbins. And yeah. he just punched her. Like, yeah. no, he described it. Who that got was hit? His... Was it Beyonce that got hit? Who's the girl that got No, no it was Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah. thank you. Yeah, that, you know me and names. It's my thing. But uh, he's like, you know, what do you think? She just, the cookies are fresh out of the oven. Would you like some, dear? You know, with the apron on and the, and the no. oven mitts and the cookies on the plate. And he started <laughs> belting her. He's like, no, it didn't go like that. And, uh, you think it, and you're like, well, he's not wrong. But he's also not politically correct. And I feel like one of these days, someone's going to be like, they're going to take all his material. and He just doesn't give a shit, man. He's like, not nearly he as really harsh on women as he used to be in his old specials. Ever since he got married, yeah, like he's he's reneged a lot from those, mm, no. those styles. 
levels of jokes, which is kind of disappointing because it's like, God, you ripped on married guys for so long, then you got married, and now it's like you're, you know, hedging your comedy a little bit, which I don't know <laughs> if that's true or not. He's probably just burnt out on certain topics. I'm like, what the fuck else can I say about this? Yeah, he's not rehashing old material. You know, he's, that, he's mm-hmm. growing and developing, which I appreciate. Is Chris Rock funny anymore? I don't know. Yeah, I, he, he's either not doing specials or I'm not seeing him. He, I think he's making a special. He, to me, is one of the he all-time just funniest comics to have ever lived. And, yeah, he's hysterical. But it's all 10-year-old stuff at this point. <sighs> I thought he was good, definitely, but I would not put him in top 10. Oh, Who would yeah. be your top people? You don't have to get 10, Chiz, but like top... Meetings. George Carlin, Bill Burr, Jim Jeffries, Louis C.K., Christopher Titus is in the top five for sure. Hmm. Um, losing names I really don't now. like him that much. A couple of fat comics... That's the only way I can describe them because I don't remember their names. They don't do as many specials. Uh, yeah. But, like, back in the day, I mean, that's all I watched was Comedy Central Presents. So I've seen – I feel like a hipster with comedy. It's like, oh, do you like Bill Burr now? Yeah, I saw his 30-minute special, like, 10 years ago. I oh, thought it was yeah, from, bad, like, 2004. You know? Like, Dane Cook with black hair when he's spitting on tables doing fucking Alien. I was like, you like Dane Cook? I liked him back then, you know, because um, I've Eddie seen Murphy, him Murphy, if you want to be hipster, was really good. In Raw. Eddie Murphy was Raw good was in Raw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know someone who is not that great that everybody, or at least all the comedians on every you know time they talk about it, Jerry Seinfeld is just not that funny. He's not funny. His his show, Seinfeld, was fucking hysterical. Hilarious yes. show. Excellent. One of the best shows on TV ever. You can just talk what he knows. But, uh, I thought it was hilarious. I love Seinfeld. Seinfeld was an amazing show. Great writing and great acting combined into an amazing piece that is syndicated for years on end. It will be Agreed. 3,025 <laughs> Will still be on the air. Agreed. Thank but you. But his stand-up comedy is He's horrible. Horrible. It's just asked how He's many times dry. can you hear somebody with the same delivery? Like it's just it's the same shit. It's super dry. Over and over and over. And he's just lauded as this world famous awesome comedian, which he's he's just really not. Yeah. He's not that great. I you know what I like about Jerry Seinfeld? He's rich. Really oh. rich. We looked it up, right? Eight hundred billion dollars or something like or eight hundred million. Okay, well that's not a number, but eight hundred million is. There you go. Eight hundred million dollars. Like like he could everything that like every his whole life is by choice at this point. And that's beautiful. Like yeah. it, it even if you have six million, right? You can still have a desire for more. I mean, that's a lot of money. But it's not so much that you can't blow it, as witnessed by eighty percent of the athletes in America. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> but if you have eight hundred million dollars, like it, what I'd have a hard time spending the interest on that thing. You still want more? That's the thing, you know. It's like you don't, you know, you don't want to want more. But like, look at uh, Warren Buffett. All these guys, they just they keep the wheels turning. They love money. Me, I, I guess Warren they Buffett love money. Yeah. His old Lincoln. It's their hobby, right? Like it's their that's their thing. And oh yeah, they enjoy it. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I just nobody's forcing Jerry Seinfeld to do anything. You know, that's if, the if thing. Warren Buffett wants to change his hobby, he can. However, <laughs> if you're listening to this, you know your dad probably needs to keep his job. You know, yeah. he can't just be like, you know what, fuck this. No, <laughs> he'll he'll have to keep working. So, um, yeah, Kyle, how's the writing going? Almost done. All right, like, like okay. thirty seconds. Yeah, don't uh. Don't see Louis C.K.'s special unless you want to see it just to hate on it with us, you know, like a communal thing. It's uh, – I wasn't 
What am I looking for? I wasn't confident in it, so I shared my copy with Woody and Kyle because I didn't want them to risk spending the five dollars because you can't get that back. Taylor's mm -hmm. not here. I don't know who I'm talking to right now. Just <laughs> <laughs> um, really left. The FCC has redefined what broadband is. Um, they do this every so often. This is like their third or fourth time, and they usually, not usually, it always goes up. The mm -hmm. original broadband was something like. Point one or point seven point megabits one. down, like less yeah. than less than a megabit, and like point two up, and then it went from there to I can't find it in front of me, but I think it was like four and one, four down, one up, and just now it is twenty five down and three up. That's what broadband is. Nice, and it has an impact in that like the government only tends to fund projects that are broadband, so right. you know like if you want to roll out and serve an area that's not currently served. But you want to give everyone like five megabits down, the government's not likely to augment it. But if you want to roll out a quality network that's 25 down, then you're likely to qualify for some government subsidies. And uh, God, I was just some guy was ripping at me today for being liberal. But facts are facts, dude. The Republicans are straight up aligning against anything that's not pro current ISP. Did you see that the Keystone Pipeline just passed the Senate today? Not enough votes, though, to beat a veto. It was 62 to 39. It's going to the House I now. I didn't. We'll have to – I'd be happy to talk about that, too. But um, uh, the Republicans – so the commission has three Democrats and two Republicans on it. And mm -hmm. the Republicans, the two of them, are blasting it. And I didn't think they were without a point. Um, they're saying that 10 megabits down, which I think they were aiming for, you know, because it had to go up and they thought 10 down, was enough to do three video streams plus other web use at the same time. Now, I would argue that's not true, but it might be true for two video streams. I think on it 10 depends. Down, Do they say like 1080p? Like, because I can get as many 240p video streams up as you know I want. You know, and, and even 1080p doesn't describe the bitrate. Like, like so right. for example, 1080p on a Blu-ray, I think it's like 37 or 43 megabits. Right? It's insanely high quality. Yeah, it's very high quality, but 1080p. Whereas Netflix is like three to five megabits, something like that, maybe even eight. But I think it's it's like three to five, and, and like twenty uh, for their 4K. So you know, it's the bit rates are all different. Yeah, and 4K at Blu-ray quality, if that makes <laughs> sense, would be what is that? About four times the 1080p, which is about 160 megabits down, roughly. Yeah. So when this guy says you can get three streams down. That's kind of horseshit. And, and even if there is a 1080p that's three and a half megabit, that's a really shitty 1080p. Like, let's not forget, it's like PKA quality 1080p you're getting here. Yeah. You know, what you see on your screen right now, that's what he's talking about. And uh, both Republicans voted against it. Um, there's a, uh, a website. Oh, I was just on it today. And um, shucks, I want to find this. Um, sorry. PC, Mr. Race. Goddamn conservatives. I'm uh, trying to find more excerpts from the book, but I'm struggling. I've already written my thing. My, my problem is finding something from the book. So there's a web a website called Battle for the Net. And um, basically they break it down into Team Cable and Team Internet, right? <laughs> and there's a political scorecard, too, where they say, oh. like, these are the guys that... These are the guys that are Team Cable. These are the guys that are Team Internet. Um, shucks, I swore it looked different earlier today. There was more... Is it counting people that are, like, getting funding from cable providers? Um, oh, wait, shit. 
it, it's counting people based on how they've announced which way they're going to vote, right? Mm. So if they're in red, they're team cable. And if they're in green, they're team internet. And you got to look at like, who's who? Like, here's the team, the guys who are backing cable companies and not making it so that ISPs can roll out, you know, competitive services like Google Fiber is doing. The, the, the battle is for the ability. There's, there's two things for people that don't know. One, using the telephone poles and the conduits and stuff that are underground right now. You know, as it stands in most cities and towns, if you wanted to start an ISP, you can't just use the existing telephone poles, which makes it pretty much impossible. Um, and then the other thing is they call it dig once. So it's pretty cheap, like, well, comparatively cheap to just like add fiber to something that's happening already. If you're laying a new sewage pipe, I might say, hey, you know, for a little more, lay this fiber line thing with it. And that's called dig once. It's much cheaper to do it that way than for you to dig your sewage thing and then for me to do my fiber thing entirely separately and dig the hole twice. Anyway, here are the people that are supporting the cable companies. Rubio, McDonald, Thune, Cruz, Upton, Boner, Boehner, whatever his name is, Walden, Blackbird, Green, McCarthy, Scalise. These are all Republicans. Well, mostly, I, the names I recognize. And then the people that are Team Cable, Pelosi, Elizabeth <laughs> Warren, Obama, Al Franken, um, Schumer, Sanders. Uh, they, they, these people are all Democrats. Uh, Harry Reid is uh, undefined. And Wheeler, the FCC chairman, it has him as like undefined, maybe a little green. But um, it's just like, dude, this is a battle. Republicans versus Democrat. And... <sighs> I'm not being biased when I say, in this topic anyway, the Republicans are the bad guys. The Republicans are the party that, for whatever reason, thinks that it should be very difficult to install new internet to your house for your ISP to have competition. Um, it, I'll say it. I think it's because they were bought and sold. Money but, talks and bullshit walks. Yeah, yeah. It, I, I, it sure seems like it's because they've been getting a lot of donations from cable companies and therefore they're they're voting the way that their funders would want them to. But, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's yeah. no disagreeing with that. You can look where their funding comes from and it's like all, you know, it's Comcast, Time Warner, Cox, it's all of them. And it's like, oh, gee, I wonder why you vote this way. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, I, man, you know, there are Republican positions that I prefer over Democratic positions, but I, it just seems like every time I want to be a Republican, every time I try to go over to that side, I, 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 they fuck me up, you know, like, yeah, 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 you know, did issues that are critically important, like the nation's internet infrastructure, were against that. Well, but the pipeline, Woody, the pipeline, okay? Oil, <laughs> and 20 jobs. 20 jobs, they're for that. Tens so. of jobs are to be had. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't Kyle, get it. Man. Uh, I was somewhere, the somewhere off in the far distance, a dying man was screaming for his mother. The horse! A man was yelling in the sky. In the next camp to the north of the second sons. Kyle. Or George R. Martin? Read it again, real quick. Oh, God, let me open it back What's up. What's the psychology behind this tactic, Taylor? <laughs> now I've lost my... That would be George R. R. Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I've got my thing linked here, too. Ah. Somewhere off in the far distance, a dying man was screaming for his mother. To horse a man was yelling in Gascari, and the next camp to the north of the Second Sons. Well, 
I don't George. think you would know what Gliscari is, so I'm going to say you know, George just, R. R. Martin. Just to be a bitch, I'm not going to change my vote, but I totally think it's Martin, but I'll stick with Kyle. You I'm going to say George is my chance to catch no, up. No, 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 no. Chiz goes for Martin. Don't let him have this plausible deniability of I would have won if I were less honorable. Pick what you want. I pick Let's Martin see. then. Martin. Martin. And suddenly they were upon him. There was the burning falcon of Craven and the winged chalice of the Finns, who'd each made the ride from their keeps above the fork of the trident. Their hey. armor spoke hey. the fresh blood of the hey. men they flew in the valley below. What house do you fight for, my lord? Came a booming voice from the tall man who sat astride the red stallion. So those as tall as a six-foot-two pole he was. Hey. Let's <laughs> 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 All right, I give up. All did right, he say that? <laughs> did did no, he say? The, what are you mocking? The first one. The first one was Martin. The second one was Kyle. How are we doing? You didn't tell well, us. Well, you didn't give us answers. Yeah, you got to yeah, tell us right. if we're right. Well, I couldn't on the last one, which doesn't seem fair now that I think about it. But yeah, you got it right. Yeah, the first one was Martin, and the second one was me. <laughs> what well, did he say time. that made Merka mock him? I, I think I missed the detail. Oh the no, it was, just, it was so clearly a George R. R. Martin one or a Kyle one, where he went too far <laughs> with it and kept trying to add compound sentences and things that are a part of it, like. And then the man stood tall yeah, I, and I kept really writing it over and over, and it was three different things. And things the king, like, <laughs> are, just... we, are we out of excerpts? Yeah, we're out of it. It's hard to find the excerpts. That's one thing, like, because it's his content. Uh, go to uh, oh, Game of Thrones, or uh, a Song of Ice and Fire wiki. Uh, that's what I should They know. have some, some excerpts there. But that, that was actually pretty impressive, Kyle. Like, a lot of, that sounded legit. Thank you. And I could tell maybe. you know your Game of Thrones because there were some terms in there. Maybe if he dies, I could take over for him and sew this thing up. Maybe. Um, can we look at one. my... Game of Thrones and swords and such, you want to take a look at the, the, the sword that I'm getting? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. Sword, Swords of Northshire. We do have a mid-roll going, <laughs> I'm just saying. So I really want... I, I don't know which one I they're going to give me. Oh, um, good lord! Jesus They're, Christ! These, these are, are expensive. <laughs> these are bargains. <laughs> Whoever is sponsoring Kyle, you um, you have a damn good product. I yeah, think it our looks like that's tempered, should... high quality, a Japanese steel, <laughs> and I yeah, would I'm... love my own. Right? I, I've always wanted my own. Um, a guy got into contact with me a couple days ago. I, he said he's going to get me one of these custom swords. I'm not sure which one. I haven't really decided which one I want. I, I definitely want one of you these. You gotta go for the seven thousand, right? Are you qualified <laughs> to own right? this thing? What? Shouldn't there be a test or something? I could... <laughs> a test? <laughs> it's a blade. <laughs> a swords play test. There's Kyle, no you have to do the dance with the wooden sword out in the out in the courtyard. You dance yeah. with your master. Now, Kyle, that that seven thousand mm. one is really dope, but. If they don't offer you that one, scroll down, look at the Yang-style Tai Chai Chinese Dao blade or whatever. The wood one with the, mm -hmm. the kind of goofy Indian-looking hilt. Oh, yeah. Would you it. want that? That looks pretty cool. I, I don't like the, the hilt and the scabbard and everything. I think I like... Uh, I, it's I very want Arabian. These, yeah, exactly. I want one of these folded steel, clay-tempered traditional... I would want one with lots of string on it. I find that cool. Yes. <laughs> Oh, look at this. Okay. Uh, the Lord Guan Yu Han Dynasty. This looks like a halberd or something. 
Like not yeah, a sword. It's look at it. Like it's it's real big. Look at that. Look at the end of that blade. That is inappropriately. Jesus. Big. Wait. All right. What is it called again? I need to search for it. It's the. If you go to just the link Kyle gave, it's the. Yeah. Here's like the third row down Lord on Guan. the right. It's called the Lord Guan Yuhan Dynasty. Six eighty nine. It's the one that it doesn't it. look like a sword. It's got like a big pole and then the the blade on the end with the dragon's head. Yeah. Holding I don't really need that. What I about right below it? The hand forged ten sixty dagger. Did you, did you see the tip of that one that, that we're talking about? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. It has the, mm. the separated. Yeah, it's kind good of for stabbing blades. and damaging people, I guess. I like the it dagger right below it. You would. You know what? You yeah. know what I am liking? This spear here. And, and, and let me link you right to it. And let me tell you why. I've always wanted to kill a wild boar with a spear. It, naturally. And here is one hell of a spear. Yeah, I want to use like dogs and. Hey, that uh, thing that that knife that he talked about below it is actually a spear. Oh. Oh, so is that it? Is... Yeah, it's All called right, the Hand Forge 1060 High Carbon spear. Steel Chinese Quang Spear. Mm-hmm. And you can see it screws together. It's 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 a pretty long spear. I actually like it a lot. For pleasure or for business. Sometimes you need a dagger. Sometimes you need a spear. Yeah, sometimes. I like this. And I, I want to go after a wild boar, like a big one. Are like you pleasuring maybe a, properly, Chiz? Oh, maybe a couple fine. of dogs, and I want to fight it to the death with a spear and poke it. I don't think that they would recommend you use this for boar hunting. Like, are you really... I mean, I'm sure they make high-quality blades and everything, but you're going to put your life in the hands of the Swords of Northshire against a 800 oh, yeah. slice a hog in half with that fucking thing, man. Dude, you should have seen the knife that we I had to use last time. They gave me the shittiest pocket knife. Yeah, this time I'll have a spear. Like, I got this. This will be great. I've always wanted to do it. I don't huh. see what so you're you get to wrong. pick from. So I you just jump out of the helicopter, samurai right? swords. What's that? Do you get to pick between like any sword you want on here, pretty much? You can pick between samurai, ninja... He said that he would like to get me one of their custom made custom swords, and that's like a that's like a category over here. But the prices range from that six thousand dollar one to some cheap ones. Um, Can you get FPS stamped into it? I don't like that. I've got so much stuff with FPS stamped on it. Like, <laughs> I, I don't care for that to be honest. I've um, got like three FPS Russia shirts. Well, yeah, it's fine if it's your shirt, but you know, if you've got like a three thousand dollar rifle with it carved. But if it's a weapon, everyone's gonna mock you when they pull out their javelins, and it's like a whole big. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at the queer with well, the uh, his sword his is build. personally branded. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna get one of those swords, and hopefully, I get to put it to use. Maybe I just use the sword on the pig. That would be cool. I don't think it'd be effective though. I think the spear's the way to go. I like it. I, I think I like you should parachute spear. You should parachute out of the helicopter towards the hogs and just come down on them. I would like they to could see totally, that. They could totally like hit you down above the hog and then hop down on top of it, but I feel like he would just get away then. You got You really got to shoot them a little and wound them before you can get them in sort of a hand-to-tusk combat. Hand-to-tusk. <laughs> yeah, whatever, whatever those teeth are, those fucking uh, the boars have. They're like hooks on the side of their mouths. It's their teeth, I guess, yeah. Florida man. <laughs> what was the Florida one that you liked? A good savior. Um, what was the one? That, the it was something one. horrible. Oh, it was the abortion one. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me. <laughs> hang, on. hang on, I got it. Florida man asks pregnant Florida woman, "Are you ready for your abortion date?" Then hits her with car. So I'll link you up to this. Uh, 
good Wait, incident. What? <laughs> Should I repeat that? Please. I, I think they're dating or something, right? Pregnant woman's boyfriend asks, ready for your abortion? Then hits her with a car. It's a video. Oh, great. Let's cue oh, up. Oh, my God. This is going to be... Yeah, it's going to be some lady talking about it. It's not going to show him. Really? I hope it does. Hmm. I think this is... Yeah, I think right. I'm going to show it. I am... You guys want to stop? I'm yeah, scanning ahead. Like, I'm at 40 seconds, and so far the car hasn't moved. Okay. Oh, that Excellent radio cool. work, Woody. Let's scroll up to 40 seconds. Is it in the background, maybe? Oh. It is in the background. All right. It appears to happen. Oh. Cue up at, say, let me see. Yeah, right at the beginning. Cue up. Stop at seven. We'll all, or, I'm sorry, eight. We'll all start together. Eight seconds. All right. I'm ready. Uh, yeah. All right. Now, you need to look at the road above near the words hitting and pregnant. Ready, set, play. She's crossing the street. Oh, shit. You saw it before me. You're a little ahead. There it is. Oh, wow. All right. He's an awful driver. He didn't driver. hit her very well. That was plan he hit C. a tree afterward. <laughs> There's plan A, plan B. That's the plan C pill. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> what that is. Fucking, fucking Chrysler 300, plan C. He ruined that car. Oh, and I'm sure that... Is the woman okay? Uh... <laughs> Probably that needs not. to be a meme. I want to see some Chrysler 300s with Plan C pasted on them. Oh, it was a Dodge Charger. I'm sorry. It was oh, a Dodge okay. Yeah. What year? 2006. Ah, that's weak. Low what do mile? you have? Low mileage. What do I have? I don't have a yeah. car. He has Nikes. Ah, yeah, I, don't, I have no need for a car. So You've got a Greyhound, mind. coast to coast. <laughs> 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 Don't make fun of the bus people. If they hear you, they will throw their razor flip phones at you. They're not real people. <laughs> one How of the guys that had AIDS that was talking to me. What did you that say? Trip? Wow. I said one of the guys that bummed a cigarette off me had AIDS. <laughs> had AIDS? Dude, How did I didn't know, know that. Because he shared that with me. They shared. All right, here, I'm a sucker. If you ask me for money at any of the stops, I'm just going to tell you no. I probably don't have any, but it's a whole thing. I don't want to open my wallet up. But if you ask for a cigarette, I'm probably going to give you one because it's awkward because 10 minutes later, I'm probably going to smoke another one because I'm at this stop for like two hours waiting. It's not like I can't say. And it's hard for me to say no. So I'll give the guy a cigarette, and then he'll give me his life story like I asked him for that in exchange for the cigarette, which I don't give a shit about. And one of the guys was like, thanks, man. It's really cold out here. Um, I just got my prescription pills. I've got AIDS, full-blown AIDS. It's really bad. I've had it for six months. Another guy told me he was the son of a bastard, and he was going to Minnesota to take care of his bastard son he forgot about. It was really What was his last name? Was Snow. It Snow. Was it Snow? Or... It was Sand. Or Flowers. It was sand. Ah, it was sand. You know, it's different yeah, it for every, uh, every, every kingdom. Yeah, that's... It's flowers down in the south. It's uh, in, in, the w in the west. It's like stone or something like that. Stones. Uh, there's also rivers. If you're yeah. near twins that you yeah. mentioned in your quote, which led me to believe that it was George R. R. Martin. Once again, good job. <laughs> Getting some deets in there. 
What about uh, in the? I don't know what they are in the east, where the where the Tyrells are. I don't know what their bastards are called. Anywhere. Oh, well, Rose. Oh no, that's Flower. That's oh. Flower. Yeah, it's. I thought it was Flowers in the south, like where King's Landing was. If it was by the Tyrells, it would be Flowers because their sigil is the rose. Interesting. Wow, okay. that's uh. Really this is some hardcore nerd shit right here. And... Super interesting. You guys want to dress up and start playing D and D while we're here too? I don't know. Can I borrow your hat? <laughs> <laughs> well played. Well Touché. played. He is, he's no easy victim there. No easy mark. I I talked to Wings tonight, and uh, I was like, "Hey man, you want to come on the show?" We were about to start here in a little bit. He's like, "Can't do it." Playing Dungeons and Dragons. So he is somewhere with his dungeon master, having a great fucking time. I would imagine. Which is what role do you think he's played? I know Woody played back in the olden days before computers were. No, around. he didn't play D and D. He lived D and D. He slayed fucking dragons. Let's be real. The man is seven thousand years old. Okay. What role do you think Wings is playing? Is a better question. Do you think he's a wizard, an orc, a lancer, paladin? I mean, I don't know any of these things. I'm talking on my ass. I bet he's a paladin. cardio troll. I'm gonna ask. A food glutton. Wait, wait, I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to guess, actually, that he's a thief, which sounds like a dick, really? but I've always thought these are one of the most interesting characters. Hey, what kind of character do you play in D&D? And now we wait. And now What's we wait. it saying? Right, who's, who <laughs> else about, you need to guess? The thing about texting wings is like he might reply instantly or he might reply tomorrow around noon with something like, I was asleep, man. And it and it'll be like, I texted you at five PM. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like did you, you did you go into like hibernation mode? I always uh, like being I, a thief. I felt like I forget how it works. It's been so long, but I felt like You played different characters Yeah, as a kid. Different characters uh, had different like bonuses that added to your abilities. Like you have charisma and strength and like Quietness or something. Is I'm messing barbarian it up. a possibility? <sighs> is what? Barbarian. Yeah. Is there something like that? Like I'm gonna. I'd like. To, I don't know what the classes are. So I'm gonna say of... wizard because it's a generic one I know is in there. I'm gonna go with warlock or wizard. Probably got wizard or mage, mage, something like that. Yeah. Fighter, wizard, cleric, rogue, ranger. And it doesn't mention thief, but I'm almost certain that was a class. I bet the rogue is thief now. Um, he is his character's name is Erlen Lightbender. He is a gnome, <laughs> a gnome illusionist. <laughs> All right, he's uh. playing as David Blaine. I like it. An illusionist. Not I'll a wizard. take least threatening characters for five hundred. <laughs> Like, <laughs> watch out, threat! I'm gonna disappear. And yeah, what what is he like? A little Keebler elf? Like, aha! Not quite yet, sir. And he just disappears. <laughs> His only weapon is a smoke bomb. That's all he's got on him. Yeah, and it's not a good one. It's like the shitty one that you give kids on Halloween, and he just throws it down and darts. <laughs> That's great. I, I'm I'm so glad he replied back that he's a fucking gnome illusionist. That's a gnome illusionist. For those that don't know, Wings used to play uh play that game. I think when he was like much younger. So I don't think he's played in a long time. Uh, I don't want to bug him in the middle of his game because I I imagine they're Do you like. Think, ask if he's dressed up. Then I, I'm sure, nah, sure he doesn't dress up. Nah, but he's probably he having a great time. Like those games are. Fun. I don't know if any of you played Magic the Gathering when you were little, but that's shitty. Go back and I saw the South Park episode. That's it. You never actually played. Like you never gave it a shot. 
Magic no. the Gathering sucked. Dude, it's fun as fuck. It played Yu-Gi-Oh! was better. You played Yu-Gi-Oh! Look at this guy. I played poker. What, from age five up to now you played poker? That's it? I, I was None of those dumb it. trading card games? None. Just I poker. remember we were at PAX, PAX East, and uh, there were all these like... Oh, in Boston? I don't mean to we call went? them super nerds, but like... You could... <laughs> But you did continue. Yeah, super nerds. It's really fitting. Like I like. I wish you could picture like this sort of. <laughs> I don't mean to rip on the the people we played. Were not well dressed. They didn't smell great. They didn't have wonderful social skills. But they were interesting to me, right? Because the were dungeon re- people were playing Magic: The Gathering. Dude, here. anyone who's really no, into something is interesting just because they're really into something, right? Like mm-hmm. if you spend all your time in your bedroom mastering guitar, then at least in that realm, like you're really interesting about that. That's and, not where I thought you were going when you said master. Yeah, me either. <laughs> all right, so. Uh, um, Merka became like our representative because he played it right. Onslaught was able to pick up the rules quickly and became, I guess, a junior player. Me, none of it made sense. They were just like tapping and flipping cards for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and and there, there's a concept of like mana or something. Am I right about that? Yeah. Yep. And that's not a word that they might have called them. They're like, oh, my crumulence building. Like, I have no idea energy. what this means. There you go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, energy. Mm-hmm. No, okay. Yeah, it was it was fun. I, I remember Onslaught playing that. And Onslaught was the most fun person to play with that whole weekend <laughs> because everybody else was just kind of, like, giving me shit about it for the most part. But they'd watch him play and be like, I don't want to play. Onslaught would, like, late at night come up and be like, dude, come on, let's play some Magic. It's like, he, dude, there's nobody around to it. watch and make fun of us. And he's like, no, dude, come on. Like, I want to play. I want to learn. And he, he yeah. got halfway good at it. I, he got really into it. it, and it um, but we would take Merka, and he would be our representative. And he would take on the other super nerds at PAX and mostly lose, right? <laughs> hey, I went two and two. Did That's you? That's fair. Yeah, that I won the first two. Beat your ass. And then I, I, I remember because I won the first two, and Woody, you started talking me up. And we were, st- I had just met you like in person that time, and I'm like, fuck, nobody expects me to be like the good magic guy. And then I just got fucking stomped the yeah. next two days. One of the times by this girl who I had a starter deck, and she was like, oh, well, I'll just use my deck I use for the tournament. And it's like, oh, yeah, that's fun. That's fun. You use your tournament deck, and I'll use this thing I bought for $9 from the bearded guy three feet to my left. Like, uh, but it was, it was a, that was a fun so trip. she had OP cards, magic. and you had no chance whatsoever. No, I had no prayer, not a prayer, because like I, I had the little box that like it's like, hey, start with your friends, and you have kind of like one really good rare and a bunch of shit and cards. And there's a thing like I thought you're supposed to play starter deck against starter deck, like like you, you are, but because I remember sometimes I, you would agree, you'd be like starter decks, and they'd be like, yeah, sure, you know, we'll do that. Yeah, that's a fun way to play. It's like nerfing yourself, and so you're seeing who can do the most with the least. But, yeah, she, I guess, didn't have a starter deck, so she just used her tournament-ready deck and obliterated me. Oh, but yeah, it was cooler. Still a fun time. Yeah, I still, still don't know how to play one. that. And then what happened, I, I got, I don't want to say jealous, but, like, there were, um, you guys started playing Magic on Xbox Live. And oh, yeah. And I wasn't yeah. able to participate in those sessions because I didn't know how to play. It Xbox Live makes it so easy. For a while, me, Onslaught... I think T-Mart even tried it a little bit, and Hutch. We all played a ton of Magic on there. And Dunkus, I think he played a lot too, Bendro maybe. But uh, yeah, that's still one of the funnest Xbox games out there. 
Download Magic if you haven't, listeners. Play it. You'll like it. Or don't. Don't listen to Chiz and his hat. <laughs> it's just a card game. It's all it is. Get the real deck if you're going to play. No. It's way yeah. more expensive to get a real deck. It's way more Especially fun to because play with a real deck. It is more fun to play with a real and deck, you but then you need face-to-face real people around you who can play Magic the Gathering. And that involves asking real people, can you play Magic the Gathering? <laughs> oh, I bet if you Google right now, there's dozens of Magic shops or places you play Magic around you. Like, it's such a fucking big card game. I'm told yeah, you can Friday spend a lot everywhere. of money in Magic. Well, you can spend a lot of money in any hobby you would go into. Like, I could spend a, a shit ton of money on Yu-Gi-Oh cards, too, or, you know... A, a nice poker set would cost you a lot of money, you know? One you of can... my friends, speaking of expensive magic cards, uh, he was a computer science major, ended up getting an awesome job right out of college. I won't say the company, but he's, he's doing really well. And the first thing that a he really did, he's so, he's so into magic, is that he bought the Power 9, which I'm not sure nobody... Do you know what that is, Chiz? Like the, the nine most rare, awesome yeah, cards. It's in the magic nine good together. cards, right? Everyone knows that. The nine... The nine best cards, and they're like the most valuable of them. I think he told me it was worth like five grand or something like that. So he dropped mm-hmm. like thousands upon thousands of dollars for these nine cards that he'll never play. That yeah, you won't ever yeah, play. You're never gonna play a five thousand dollar card at a tournament. So some grubby faced teen can be like, "Let me see that. Good. What are the rules for it?" Like, <laughs> just be hard stakes too, right? Like that's a a common thing. What is sorry? I'm sure you can buy prints. There's there's a term for the fake ones, and like there'll be tournaments that allow it. Like you know, oh, do you want to play a black lotus? Like I have a fake black lotus. We'll we'll play those. Oh, like proxy cards. Um, yeah, like like proxy cards. I guess, mm-hmm. but I think these the proxy cards sounds like you just call it that, right? Yeah, that's when like you'd make like you'd print off a fake sheet of paper and put it in a card case or something. Oh no, the 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 ones I'm talking about were kind of high quality cards. Like you pay forty bucks for a fake, and it would it would take a trained eye to detect that it was a fake. Hmm. Wow. No, I hmm. don't know. I was reading about I was reading about Magic: The Gathering for some reason and learned about that. It's too, a fun game though. If you haven't played it, try it. Or stick to video games. No, it's yeah. the um, the learning play Hearthstone. Curve. That's the new thing. Go play that card game. Hmm. I'm not play any of those card games. Those things are fucking lame. I'm <laughs> sorry. You just fucking slow roll your ass in poker until two the p- people you're playing with just give the fuck up because it's not a goddamn endurance test. <laughs> goddamn. Kyle uh, likes his card games predictable. The same I watch people play poker online, like real poker, Kyle and I'll play some too, and that shit is fast, and they know what they're doing. You will just keep buying in and buying in and buying in until we want to kill ourselves, frankly. Yeah, Every, like how many times do you have to beat this guy? You before... lost twice. It's not a game. You win money, not the game. It's There's no we winning your money. This is Monopoly. This is a monopoly. You I don't took want all your money. I only kept playing to be polite. You took all the money we started with. There was Twice. a dinner break in the middle of the fucking game. <laughs> we drove away 20 minutes out, had dinner. You guys just weren't back. weren't serious enough about the game. We you, to, it At was some like point, said, you just go in all you just go all in every hand until you mercifully <laughs> lose. <laughs> <laughs> and you know we shouldn't play if it's going to be like that because the, the fun I've said this before but what's fun about poker 
is the mind games that you play back and forth because there's a it's not like it's not like that whole thing in Princess Bride where he's like ah the poison could be in your cup but if you know that I know what I know like it's not like that it's it's like oh well he bet preflop so either it's this or this now I gotta watch him to figure out which of these two possibilities it is because I've already narrowed it down because he's done two behaviors in a row either that or he's just fucking with me which is a rare coincidence. A rare occurrence because I know this guy. He doesn't fuck around. Dude, too I much. fuck with you constantly. So then, what happened for the first like twenty rounds where you lost everything twice, and then we? He was building he, his rapport with the fellow players. <laughs> if there's a no buy-in rule, if there's a no rebuy-in rule, I'll play every time because if you just keep putting ten dollars in, yeah, that makes it more interesting. So that's exactly. Boring. That's exactly how. Well, well for. No one wanted to play for reals anyway. That's why when I got I, back, I had I to go play a poker game. Like, I wanted to play. Like it's So, like, the way to play is the game can't be predictable if the players are unpredictable. The way to uh, eliminate unpredictable players is by having high stakes so that they're afraid to do those crazy things. And so, so if we were say like like the games that I often go, sometimes go to, I went a few months, I haven't been since. But the last game I went to, the deal was you bought in for like a minimum of two hundred fifty dollars. You could rebuy as many times as you'd like for as much money as you would like at any point, as long as it wasn't in the middle of a hand. And there's like eight people sitting around the table. And it's no limit Texas Hold'em. So the pots, I think the big pots were around fifteen hundred dollars or something like that. And most of the pots were. A hundred to three hundred dollars, something like that. But you can win a lot of money sitting there, just watching how everyone plays, and kind of biding your time until you've got good cards. But rebuying is just kind of part of it. Like even in that game, I think I lost my first three hundred dollars, and then I walked away with like twelve hundred, and like eight hundred of it was profit or something like that. So you're right. If there was real money on the line, I'd have given a shit. But that's that's how you took the fun out of it. We we're playing ten dollar <laughs> games. It's not we're playing fun $10 for me. Games. Yeah. Here, I'll equate it in a way that I'm sure you, you were playing like there was fifteen hundred dollars on the line. Let, let me equate it to something else. It, it would be like if if I wanted to, if we were playing Call of Duty, and three of and somebody wanted to run, I want to run a spawn trap and I want I want to be I want to go try hard. No, and, we're trying to have fun, and you're running into the spawn trying to get as much money sure. as possible. <laughs> oh, that's probably not I don't I'm know what just... just thinking about this game. I don't even I... know how many hours it went. And like you it... said, there really was a dinner I'm gonna break be honest. traveling dinner involved. Break. I'm going to be honest. The, the, that had nothing to do with the length of the game. We literally played for, at the most, at the most, 30 minutes. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. It was over an hour. It was Begrudging hours. about it. I'm <laughs> always willing to show an interest. If he'd been like, let's play Pinochle. I don't know how to play fucking Pinochle, but I'd have been like, all right, Pinochle it is. They're just like... <sighs> because you kept buying in. Who knows how long that game would have went. No, if no, no that game real. was like three hours long. and 30 minutes is just silly talk. Uh, silly, just, silly like, talk. Kyle, what, what, at the at your in your heart of hearts, what was more fun, <laughs> playing those little kind of annoying games of poker, or watching ludicrously inappropriate porn in the downstairs of that Marriott and betting on who couldn't gag? We were huh? so we were so wasted. That was that was a fun night for a lot of reasons. We hey, never ate that's Kitty's cup. Well, she Kitty's not here. Kitty's in fucking. I bought her that cup. 
Well, that it was a fun got... night, though. We just got <laughs> hammered and watched. You, you showed a. You really revealed your hand as being one of the princes of fucked up porn. <laughs> <laughs> like you were like every time we were like, all right, we got to find something else gross. And Kitty had my computer, which I volunteered to use because I was so goddamn <laughs> drunk. And she was like, I can't find anything else. It's quite as gross. I can't quite find it. And Kyle would just be like, let me see, and turn it around, <laughs> type something in on Motherless for like three seconds, and then there was some sort of like Jumping. colon drippage into some guy's mouth. Just Colon dripping my ass. That was that was a horse shit coming out of that person. <laughs> it looked it like somebody like... was squeezing oatmeal and peanut butter through a garden <laughs> hole. It was horrific. Uh, uh, but one of the big garden hoses, like a like a heavy duty one, like, like a it fire was hose. a large gauge turd that went on and on. And this man is laying on his back in a bathtub, wearing goggles. I shit yeah, you not. Yeah, yeah, goggles on. They, the poo. Where he's like, let's not get poo? too crazy. Not trying to get pink eyed. <laughs> There's the. Well, that's what you say about this horse shit. There's yeah. a thin film of greenish brown shit. Basically smeared everywhere like it's face paint, and then these turds are falling directly into his ma open, gaping mouth as he chomps up, 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 mm. as they as they fall into his mouth, and he extrudes it like Play-Doh sometimes, and he swallows it sometimes. He's just basking in the glory of having a mouth. He is shit. loving it. He's eating it like a caramel turtle. And I watched that shit like a I was listening to turtle. a Chrysler caramel ad. turtle. <laughs> no flinching. <laughs> that's just that's the game disgusting. you see you know if you have to watch that without uh without flinching you know without showing any signs of disgust or emotion and you got to lock eyes with the man as he chomps the shit and you got mm -hmm. it, you know you really got to look at it it's like facing yeah. the devil e fucked yeah. is the most fucked up website that i know of i've seen everything on e fucked there I, I it's it's not that bad motherless is worse Motherless Definitely. is worse. They've cleaned Do you remember how bad Apple White Boy was at that game? Do you remember how bad White Boy was? How he was just struggling? Poor, you know, I would be so bad at that fucking say game. Say what you want about White Boy, but he really... Maybe not now, but, but there was a time when White Boy was pretty innocent as far as like the worldly things went. And, uh, and he was shocked by some <laughs> of the things that I was pulling up on that... On that uh, <laughs> He could not handle it, and he's a little guy anyway. So you take a shot if you flinch, and you got a couple of judges watching everybody. Yeah, and Kitty I got a little really pissed. Yeah, she called me out, and I had to drink that warm fucking vodka, and I did not flinch, and I did not care for that shot. Well, at least you're not holding a grudge or anything. I still, I, I hold a grudge forever. I still remember that. I remember that shit well. I remember that it made me not want to play the game, and I got, I, I almost pouted and was like, "Fuck this shit." <laughs> Fuck your you shit almost game. pouted there. I want to oh, pouting. That's got to be a great image. Well, it wouldn't be a... I'd pout on the inside, but on the I'm outside. Not, I'm not playing your stupid cringe no, no, game anymore. I didn't flinch. Passive, aggressive, like crazy shit. I'd be like, all right, well, maybe, uh, you know, I just think, I, I think I'm going to start a new group over here. And, <laughs> I made up uh, this game. I'll take it over here. Fuck and, and you guys. I'm going to get Ke Kelly. Why don't you judge my game? Uh, yeah, you come over and judge my game, which, of course, would bring White Boy to my side. And then you and Taylor's drunk enough if I can take him. So I'd, I would just take everybody away from Kitty and, like, leave her over there as, like, a lesson. But, but I, you know, I'm not a douchebag. So Eventually I she left anyway drink. because it was... Fucking Good 1 to know the inner workings of a potential sociopath right there. Thank you for laying that all out, Kyle. Borderline personality disorder. Yeah. Borderline. That's the important part. It is. <laughs> Which You're brings not the sponsor of the night. The uh, the only one of the few out there who would sponsor a group of borderline personality socio personality uh, disorder sociopathic weirdos. Um, 
Squarespace.com. As I've mentioned before, you can use code PKA to get 10% off your purchase there. If you want to build a, uh, a website, there's no better place to start. You can see, uh, we've went over it, but I promise you, if, if you're one of those guys who's sitting, who's watching this in your car or on your iPod or whatever, when you get home, check out dreamingwithjeff.com. It really is a You'll chuckle. You'll, you'll at least chuckle, and you'll probably laugh. And if you're, if you're drunk or something, then you might have nightmares after you see this fucking website. You've got to see it. And I gotta say, it's pretty cool. Some of the, the way that uh, you know the icons, the records, and the the LPs and such would move and do some creepy fucking stuff when you touch them. Um, I, I come away with this knowing that Squarespace actually is a really a good place to build. It's got a lot of features, exactly. Um, I did, I thought it was gonna I thought it was gonna be more modular, and and this seems more. Uh, I don't know. It had a, a custom feel to it. And uh, I also came away with this knowing that Jeff Bridges is off his fucking rocker. So check out his Super Bowl commercial. You'll, you'll see him playing the pan flute some more, I think. And, uh, you know, really talking about nonsensical craziness. Uh, just like his, his CD, his, his, his album that he's releasing here. Is there another yeah. video to watch? Um, There's some more audio. The we can There's, a two minute the There's a two-minute video. That's a tutorial for Squarespace, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. oh, are we supposed to show it, or no? Nah. The sun is I'm listening the to my keys. <laughs> uh, and if I were to make an album... I... This, is my, this is my impression of my keys, even though I haven't heard it yet. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Where are my keys? Oh. I lay there in the darkness, thinking to myself about the travels. My keys. Travels a man table. takes in life, and the travels I, I must I will take be in day. the car, driving first, beneath the sky towards the sea. There is a small house. <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, you know, if you had if you had a drunk relative that used to talk to you while you went to sleep or passed out on the couch after a couple beers, Jeff, this is the track for you. One for you. And I it's, think he's it's, literally searching for his keys in this. The door is red. That's what I assumed the song was when it was titled Keys. God damn it, I'm gonna fire Alfonso. Where's my, my keys? keys on the table. Checked my pockets twice. You Still in the shoe chair to near the window. Let's listen to the IKEA song. It's gonna be like 40 seconds of rattling and then just him being like, Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> God damn right. instructions don't have words. Cue up at zero. Um, I'm there. Give me one second here. I uh, I had closed dreamingwithjeff.com. I it was unsettling. It was unsettling. I, I don't know what else to say. Uh, those eyes. I don't care for them. Uh, hang on. I'm I'm getting. What do you what, think what, the reasoning is behind all the eyes? Like what went into that thought process? Dude, I don't fucking know. What's, what's this song called? Ikea. I'm ready to roll. Ready. I'm ready to roll. Set. Play. One minute and three seconds long. Okay, Michael Bay. When I die, there will be no burial or cremation. Uh -huh. I have contracted with space material <laughs> to store my remains aboard an Eternus satellite. Zordon? <laughs> Who's listening to this to fall asleep? My body will forever loop around the Quickly Emit a flashing light whenever it passes over a memorable. Is this Jeff Bridges' plan to enslave the human race? <laughs> like that bar in Redondo Beach. He sounds like Apocalypse met. from the X Men. <laughs> he does. Or Ikea. 
shit! Well, that was just a whole uh, bunch of yeah. crazy right you there. Know what? Let's do another. I seriously Let's do another. I'm I really wanna, curious. I, I'm intrigued by this. The now. Raven. Right? Like, the Raven. The Raven. I, I don't want to say I loved it, but I, like I'm really invested in it. All right. The that was Raven. frightening. All right. Let's talk about curiosity. I want to know I, more about it. All right. Ready, set, play. On my keys? The no, Raven. It was the Raven. Do you want to start again? Fuck. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ready, set, Plays in the wind at the very ah shit I didn't start the at the beginning. Work. Yeah, it's got a weird. Thing. I gotta refresh. Refresh the page. All right. Refreshing. Uh, I just played a different song and paused it, and now when I play the Raven, it'll start at zero. Let me get it again. Okay, I've got it paused. I'm ready to roll. All right. Ready at the Raven. Ready, set, play. The Raven. The Raven. Sways in the wind at the very top of the pine. Yeah, he does. A lone black pennant, an ensign signaling to those who watch that the storm is imminent. What? The wheat will boil, the saplings fold and snap. We close the barn doors and soothe the stalled horses with whispers and hands. <laughs> Crack of thunder sends a shudder through them, passes into us, and we stand together, grounded, all legs trembling. He was so fucking high when he wrote if this. If you take like an abstract painting and put it in music form, that's what we have here, because it yeah. doesn't make any sense at all. A pot brownie? That's what we have. No, 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 no. Pot does not do this to you. He is on acid when he's. I just imagine like, like you could easily like one of these tracks just be like, I shit myself. In a <laughs> you know, we're making fun of it. <laughs> I shit myself in a dentist parking lot. I shit myself, and my maid hasn't been here in three days. I might be alone, but I actually think I like this. Let's do another then. It's I'm genuinely it. winning me over. Like I'm like, it, 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 I want to fall good asleep to this. Sweetheart. Feeling good. good. Well, some of them you have to pay for, I think, right? Like this ones with the stars. No, I, I th so I think the deal here is you pay as much as you want, so you can listen to them for free, but you come away with it feeling like kind of an asshole, or you can chip <laughs> cash here. What do the stars mean then? I don't know. Uh, maybe. So which one? I don't know. I'm up for watching any of them. The Temescal Canyon. Um, I, I wanted to do feeling good. What, okay. See what is, you at Temescal Canyon is eleven minutes, so let's not do that one. Let's do feeling ah, good. What makes Jeff good is three and a half minutes. Do you want to do all that? Yeah, well, we got. Yeah. We could do the also hand, see the you at the dream minute long. And it has a star. We got the Raven. Let's see what's going on with the hen. You know? yeah, all right, all right. The hen. Ready, set, play. And it starts off the same. Oh, a little jazz in the background. I thought that was a bug flying around. <laughs> It very well may be. That was, uh, that was the saxophone, I'm pretty sure. The saxophone, yeah. was this tenor player. See? Good tone, good hands. Never played with the big guys, but still, he was good. And between sets, Ray would take out some silly putty. You know, that kid stuff. And he'd stretch it and pull it. And even make little animals and things. 
He said he kept his fingers limber. In his pockets, he'd carry three or four of those plastic eggs the stuff came in. That's how he came to have the nickname, the hen. Because he had the eggs. That, and one time he fucked a chicken. How? <laughs> this song's ending right now. Song That's the is conclusion. We learned story. about the, the tenor player. He, he played with Silly Putty. Um, I really don't understand. You know how an entire EP will have, like, you know, some kind of meaning behind all the different songs? I think each song is a unique little gemstone in itself. Yeah, Randy he spent really? 40 minutes making this album. Really, it's a crazy if, man's thought compiled let's with music be honest. in the background. Yeah, let's be honest here. If you found these recordings compiled on a recorder at, say, Ted Kaczynski's A Cabin... With no music. No one would be shocked. They'd yeah. be like, oh, yeah, he's got that big manifesto over there, the bomb-making <laughs> supplies, he's living in the wilderness, beard, all Survivor Man and shit. Oh, yeah, and he's got that tape recorder with all that insane shit on it. <laughs> Isn't Talk he the guy that made his album cover, the guy with 50 eyes plastered all over his face? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah, they called him the ocular bandit there With the Beetle so of Doom, his sidekick. Up. The Beetle of Doom. The Beetle of Doom. <laughs> oh, man. I really don't know what's going on. Like, it's hard to... It's just really crazy. It's bizarre, and I'm a Jeff Bridges fan. I really dig amazing Jeff actor. Oh man, uh, True Grit. That that he, I thought he was excellent. In that my uh, a lot of people don't. My dad doesn't like it because he feels like his voice is so grumbly and he's so drunk that he's he's difficult to understand. But I've said this before about lots of movies. I always watch movies with subtitles. Uh, if you if you don't if you watch Snatch with without subtitles, you're an oh, idiot. Oh God, yeah. Like you don't you didn't even see half the movie. Like it, it would be, it would be almost as bad as watching pl- that Planet of the Apes movie without the subtitles. Well, how the fuck are you gonna try and watch Snatch if you can't even have the fucking subtitles on? Hey, no, see that. I'm trying to understand what the fucking guy is saying all the time. Well, the fucking cameraman. Yeah, I like dogs. I like caravans more. <laughs> I fucking love that. I liked movie. the uh, the kind of cokehead sniff you gave at the end of that. That really punctuated the oh, good impression. Yeah. That was good. Thank I thought you. That was yeah. impressive. Yeah. That's his well. best movie. That's definitely his best movie. I don't Guy know Ritchie. about what? that. Who? Did you, well, you like Rock and Roller? Wait, Brad like Pitt or Guy Ritchie? Stalking. Guy Ritchie. Oh, oh Guy yeah, Ritchie. his best movie yeah. definitely. Um, you know, he directed that Call of Duty commercial thing I did. Like, I got to meet him and like. It, as silly as it sounds, because I just said like four or five words or something. Um, <laughs> uh, like he was there, like standing. You know, I was face to face with him. He was like, "All right," you know. He's like, "Tell me what to do," and like, you know, "Okay, good job with that. Now do this." And okay, good job with that, because there were like multiple things. There, there was like twenty different things I could have said, and they wanted like a variety of them. Like there was one of them was like, "Goodbye, horsey bitch." Like we we did like four <laughs> takes where I said goodbye horsey bitch and I was not like, make it into the final cut <laughs> and, and and I knew it didn't like they they had this giant crazy uh, camera on a wire rig and the, the room was enormous like it was I don't know like a stadium almost but it was all blue screen and um but they had like crashed cars and real asphalt there so it was like half fake and half and uh, half real and the camera was on this wire rig and it came rushing at me at 45 miles per hour and then at the last second a foot away from my face it would stop 
and pan down as it zips straight up in the air, and I'm supposed to like follow it up with my eyesight. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to stand there, obviously, while they adjusted the camera to figure out, you know, how when it needed to do this <laughs> thing. So they actually had a guy who did it for me. He was about the same height, and and I watched this motherfucker stand there, and he was like a legit stunt guy, and they were no a little, and he was just standing there like, and the thing would. <laughs> Because they wanted to get the shot and see what it was going to look like, but and they kept bringing it closer and closer to him until they got the distance just right. But that was the that was the coolest part, though, uh, getting out, getting to meet Guy Ritchie and uh, like him playing his guitar between takes and stuff. Like he was an mm-hmm. interesting guy. Was that one of the Amazing first times, movies. like legitimately, at that shoot, where you were like, I'm, I'm kind of something. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm a big fucking deal. That was a cool day. I never think I never thought that. I, I still don't. Um, it was, it, you know, there there was a big cooler with drinks that said FPS only. I thought that was <laughs> comical, um, uh, and you know, but they, it's one of those things where like, but before that already we had done the uh, the quad rotor video with Activision, mm-hmm. and it must have cost a half million dollars for that that shoot. Like it it wasn't one of those, you know, we went out <laughs> to a, the same movie ranch they filmed um, like Little House on the Prairie and, and the old Star Trek series on. Uh, out, out in the California desert, and they had like fire trucks and ambulances, and uh, like these, they had sharpshooters and um, uh, cherry pickers uh, with debt cord and uh, like uh, quad rotors and helicopters, and they crashed like a, they crashed a couple thousand dollars worth of helicopters, and they just kept they were just like all right more and more and more like it was I had I had three assistants like there was a girl who spent all day rubbing suntan lotion on me, so that was bizarre. That was that was all ridiculous because normally you know we just go out there, two cameramen and you know an assistant or two and just get it done. And prior to that, you know, there's a time when it's just me and a tripod, and and there was like a legit production that day. There was a chair, you know, my name on it and everything. Like it was, it was pretty legitimate. The my assistant told me that she had worked on uh, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Depp, and he didn't have, and there wasn't nearly as much uh, like stuff going on it on on that shoot. There weren't as, huh. as many people. Did you get so, to keep the chair? No, it. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't know. I didn't think that was an option. It was a funny day because, like, a lot of those guys, they were kind of. A lot of them were fans of me, so they knew who I was in passing, and um, and they were kind of getting to know me as we figured out how the video was going to work. And I was kind of giving advice here and there, and they were listening to me. And there had been a couple of explosions really close to me that a lot of people didn't feel were safe, and I hadn't <laughs> flinched. And they were starting to think that like that that I was some sort of freak because I wasn't flinching at the explosions. And I remember it was hilarious. It was a total fluke. But this lady comes over with like a tray full of drinks, and uh, it reminded me of that scene from Spider Man where like uh, where she drops her lunch tray and he like swoops in and catches it. Right. Like this one of the one of the glasses of uh, water or whatever falls off her tray, and I just like snap and like reach down to my ankle and catch it. And like and like put it back on the tray, and it was just a complete <laughs> fluke. Like I just happened to reach for it and happened to catch it. But they just had seen me like with a, a flaming gas can had flown by me. I hadn't flinched. So when I did that on top of it, they they literally all went ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was a lot of fun too. But I think the guy Richie thing was really cool because like I really like his movies, most yeah. of them anyway. Yeah, a lot of good hits there. Uh, I, I, there were supposed to be. There was supposed to be at least one more rock and roll movie, and, and maybe it was supposed to be a trilogy. I don't remember, but it flopped so badly that yeah, it didn't happen. Did you like that movie? 
Not as much as snatch, but still. No, they can do snatch. Sorry. I don't care. Lock, stock, and two smoking barrels. I have it's a hard good. time with as well. It's you don't like either of them. It's good, but you know it's. I, not when it's, you rewatch it's over. It's definitely over. got its moments. It's definitely got some good moments. I love the whole part where he's like, "What the fuck is that?" He's, he's like, "It's me, Brent Gun." <laughs> got that crazy fucking huge gun. Um, yeah. There's a lot of good parts in that movie, but I, I don't know. I don't think I like the story as much. I don't think there's any characters in that that I gravitate to as much as I do in Snatch. I really like Brad Pitt's character. I really like Jason Statham's character. I really like Bricktop, Bullet Tooth Tony, and uh, and uh, all those guys. Like, oh, Tony's the coolest. There's no yeah. weakness in that movie when it comes to the characters and casting. <laughs> I, I love that flashback where that 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 like uh, that Chan guy or whatever shooting him. He's like pow pow pow. He's like I shoot you, you'll die. You <laughs> I shoot you, you go down. And oh, then, trouble he's now. Like, he's got all these bullet wounds. He's like <laughs> he's got and his like blood soaking as he goes. You've done it now. now you're <laughs> the guy's <It's> cowering. <laughs> and the and the Asian guy's like out of bullets because they're all in Tony. <laughs> and, and he's just like, <laughs> like Tony's gonna fuck him up with a knife. He's when he's slamming that guy's head in the door, like when he first gets the call. Like there's a and um Boris the bullet dodger. You Why know, did like, they call him the bullet dodger? Cause he dodged his bullets bullet out. <laughs> Yeah, that's great. Um, you know, and he's he, he's he's got the whole quote about the the gun. His gun is reliable. If it doesn't work, you can always hit it. Hit with it. it. <laughs> Did you hate yeah, that cool. head in the door scene? Like the head slamming in the door. That's one of those. Like, is there anything in those gory kind of movies that isn't as oh. gory to everybody else, but really like grosses you out? That's one of those things for me. Is someone getting their head slammed in the door? Like Kill Curb. Bill. I hate. Curb oh, it's stomping. just so curve stomping. Yeah, I think everybody stomping. gets like the American History X curb stomp. Uh, yeah, and the <clears> Sopranos <throat> curb stomp. A lot of people forget about the Sopranos curb stomp, but there's. Are you familiar with this, either of you? I, I'm not familiar. I didn't need to see. Sopranos. <clears throat> All right, so I'm gonna link you to the. I'll wait for Woody to get back for it. I'll find the video because you know none of us can play it. But um, so the setup for this is. Tony Soprano's a mob boss. He's uh, he's boss of New Jersey. There's like five families in New York, and then he's got Jersey kind of all to himself. He's got, it's kind of a lower class family yeah. as far as the rest of them are concerned. Um, and there's some talk as to whether they're a real family or just a a big crew. But anyway, Tony thinks of himself as a fucking family, and he's the boss of it. And uh, he's having this labor dispute where. Basically, he's turned off the the job, the the union jobs, and so these New York guys—it's costing these New York guys money, as a way to to force them into a position of negotiation. And so this one guy, who's a New York mobster, sees Tony's very good-looking daughter Meadow at a restaurant, and he and he's like, he says something to her like, "Oh, you got a little cream on your mouth," or something <laughs> like that. He's making some like sexual, uh, she's saying some dirty stuff, and he's like. Got Sambuca on his back, and so Tony does this. Uh, it's it's just great. I can't wait for Woody to get back. Yeah, curb stomping is really. I that's think a, I really don't think anything else you could really get me with. Ooh, that's that's bad. Like the head in the door thing. I mean, you don't see it, so it doesn't affect me. But is there oh, anything yeah. else that like other people don't react to in horror movies or action movies as far as like pain or gore that really, really gets you? Throat slit will. A really gruesome throat slit. No, you get desensitized to a lot of stuff. But after Game of Thrones, it's like, you know, oh, that's a throat slit again. You know, there's so many throats being cut in Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, that's true. Game of Thrones desensitizes you. I feel like disfigurement uh, really, really scares me. Like when there's like cutting ears off and stuff, like in um, Reservoir Dogs. Pulling fingernails out, that's one. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, anything That's like horrific. that. Uh, torture. I don't like torture yeah, stuff. Torture. I didn't I don't care for I didn't care for hostile. Hostile, dude. Like those that. are <laughs> where they're taking like blow torches to people's faces and shit like that. Needles in the eye. I watched uh I watched American Sniper. Um I think last night. Last nope, night, because you were with the us. The night before last. last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched American Sniper the night before last. I went to IMAX, dropped the 40 bucks, and uh, I always appreciate IMAX. Uh, it's it's worth it to me. I, it's like the first class seat. It's a little bit more, but it's just a gigantic fucking screen. And like yeah, I said, you don't go to movies me. often. If you're going to go to a movie, you're going to do it right. Yeah. So, um... Oh, Woody's back. Yeah, I, I think my video's not back though, right? Correct. Uh, correct. I think it's I not going to be. I think that what happened can you, is... Can you still play videos? No. He can screen share. You can swap it to screen share instead of webcam. Oh, perhaps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just it's okay. uh, I think the, the the software I used to record the show now took control of my camera cuz I fucking like, muted it for a second and that's what you get. Dang. So yeah, I didn't no realize play... that was going to happen. Is there any way to play a video then? Perhaps. I, to, yeah, I think yeah, I think I can figure play it out. And go to screen share, but yeah. It'll take okay. a second, but I think I can get it done. Okay. What'd you have in mind? Uh, we were talking about like things in movies that uh, like make us cringe, like when people get hurt and stuff. And I was saying curb stomps, and I and so I brought up oh. the Tony Soprano curb stomp, and I found this video here. It's three minutes long, but it sets up the whole like motivation for the curb stomp, and how Tony finds out, and then what he does. And I th I think it's a a classic Sopranos moment. I can totally share this. Can you? Let's do it. Yeah, all I have to do is drag it into the screen share section like I normally do. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you don't even have to do it through Hangout. Okay. Are you guys ready? I'm queued up at zero. Ready, set, play. So it's front row mezzanine at Grey Gardens, and the guy says that the Excuse me. It's Tony's daughter. You're Tony Soprano's kid, right? Yeah. Small world running into you like this, huh? I'm sorry, do I know you? Yeah, you got a little cream on your mouth there, sweetie. Be happy to add to it. What? Excuse me. Lucky guy, her dad. Must be fun talking her in at night, huh? Is there a problem? Not yet. Would you like one? Don't go. Come on. What? I'm saying hello. Come on, let's go. Hey, bestie of dad, huh? <laughs> Why is he doing that? He's totally pushing the limits. Tony has cut off his union job money. As a negotiation tactic, a lot of money. But it's that a nice is not house. for you to decide. Don't say anything. What are you two talking about me again? Tony has a small temper problem. <laughs> I love his temper issues. What's the matter? Nothing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know a guy named Coco? Why? She was out on a date last night, and he came over and pulled some crap. What? <laughs> How? We were in the city, Little Italy, and we were having dessert, and he came up out of nowhere and just started saying all this weird stuff. What kind of weird stuff? How he liked to tuck me in at what night. What kind of weird stuff? Tuck you in? 
and all the Sambuca on his breath. What exactly did he say? He came up to us and he asked me if I was her daughter. And then he said I had whipped cream on my mouth. Yeah? What else did he say? <laughs> I love his delivery. This is like intense for me. It's all right. It's okay. He's an idiot. But he's harmless. I'll talk to somebody. Shit's going down. Wow, whoa. Sit down. Easy. Motherfucker. My fucking daughter! My fucking daughter! Oh. Hey, you want some shampoo with this? Tony, you're making a big fucking mistake here. Look at the barrel. I'm gonna put a bullet in your fucking head, huh? What about the barrel? Blood's dripping out of it. Oh. <laughs> this is it. Oh! Don't do it! <laughs> Oh shit! Oh damn! The teeth flew. <laughs> that can like that can mm. legit kill you. It probably okay. it kills most people. Get them off! Get them off! <laughs> now what they're not gonna show here is in the next scene he's at like the uh, his group his his uh, his marriage counseling session and in the cuff he notices that in the cuff of his pant is one of those teeth. <laughs> Yeah. And he's, he has to like sneakily remove this tooth from his from his pant cuff while nobody's looking. He's like, "Yeah, I'm working on my anger." And he's like grabbing his fucking <laughs> dude's tooth out of his. I really, shirt. I gotta watch that show. I've only seen the first half of the first season now. Oh, really? Yeah, I haven't seen it either. I'm waiting dude. for the HD remake because you said it's coming. Or is that the only the wire? wire? I don't know about Excellent the Sopranos. Everyone, yeah. I got the big brick of discs. I love the Sopranos. Dude, got the, the soundtrack. Thing Every so often, I envy a person who hasn't seen an entertainment series, right? Like, like, if you told me, I've never seen Game of Thrones, is that good? I'd be like, oh, you lucky bitch. You have so <laughs> much awesomeness in front of you, awaiting you. The same would be true with Breaking Bad. Sopranos is very good. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm going to watch that. Mm. Yeah. Now, when that, The Wire comes out, I might as well wait for the HD at this point. Yeah, some people don't like The Wire in HD. Like, that. I don't know, there's... See, what happened is it was shot in 4x3, and mm -hmm. they redid it in 16x9, which, of course, means they clipped it. And I, I'm right. told they did it very carefully and, you know, like, made sure it followed the head and everything. You don't see people talking from nose down. <laughs> but uh, just the same, like, you know, the director intended it to be in 4x3 because that was the style at the time, and you have to decide if, you know, what, what's worth it. I probably When was The HD. Wire made, at the risk of sounding ignorant? Like, I've never seen it. I've heard it's good. Like I don't, I don't even know what it's about. Was it early two thousands? Drug dealers and cops. Don't you have? Do you have HBO Go anymore? It's on Amazon Prime too. The whole uh, thing. Oh, it's on Amazon. Two thousand two yeah. to two thousand eight. The Sopranos and The Wire are both full collections on Amazon Prime. If you have that service, you get it for free. So. Oh, I didn't know that. Nice. Yeah. Thank you, Chiz. I know, right? Information with the hat, you know. I like the power. 
I liked The Wire, but I didn't like it as much as The Sopranos. I know everyone makes it out to be like the greatest show of its generation, and maybe it was, but The Sopranos is better in my opinion. Uh, the Wire's very good. It's it's very good, but it feels a little dated at times because you know they're acting like wiretapping and like text messaging is like breaking edge, cutting edge because it is, and that gets a little trying at times. It's kind of like you go back any and of those uh, like enhance scenes. No, 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 it's not like that. But here's what they do. They Apparently, they're unable to get warrants for certain kinds of wiretapping and people using burner phones, but they are able to, like, use the um, cell phone towers. So they, um, they look at, like, when they're on the phone and then which, how many calls are on those towers at the time, right? So you're on the phone, there's 100 calls on the towers. Great. And then you're on the phone some other time, there's 100 calls in the tower again. But how many of them are in common? Now we know you are only one of two or three numbers. And they use that to be able to track the bad guys in a way they never could before. Yeah. And they're, they're always scheming like that, though. Like, like you mentioned the burner phones. Like, they'll, they'll, get, they'll send their own, like, Trojan horse burner phone into the mix. Uh -huh. they'll, they'll, they're always trying to find a way to spy on the the gangsters. And, and there's a cat and mouse game between the detectives and the gangsters, and an insight into like they really humanize the gangsters, and and you, know, you see the People relationships, and and they um they kill off some main characters, which I think is the hallmark of a good show. You know, there's no yeah. invulnerable characters just because you might like them. Uh, so it was, it was really good. Oh man, you, you know this is. This is kind of... You were talking about the invulnerable characters. It, it's heartbreaking when... Uh, this is a spoiler if you haven't seen season one of Game of Thrones. So you should click away now for about ten seconds. Now, 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 now. When Ned Stark's head gets chopped off, it feels bad in the show. Kyle! But in the book, in the book, now that I know it's coming, it's agonizing. Because he's so close to not only escaping capture and death and all of that, but having it all worked out and having it all in hand, like he he made like three or four decisions that just caused him to die. Like like every step of the way, he chose. It's because he was too honorable. He was too yes. honorable. He got himself killed. Dude, I I read it and then I watched it, or no, I watched the first season before I read the series, I believe. And so even reading it, like I was I was hoping. I'm like maybe the book's different. Like maybe, <laughs> maybe I know it's coming and it hurts because it's like I love you that. get to hear his inner monologue with the book, and that's something you, that's something you don't get in the show, especially since it's maybe there's a slight time. twist that he doesn't die in the book. Yeah, maybe this whole yeah, thing's like, completely different. You're, you're reading it and you're like, the book's almost over. Everything's panning out okay. <laughs> like, is is it gonna be all right? Oh, like he's thinking just... to himself, he's like. He, like like his plans like right before something horrible right before he like uh, ruins his leg is uh it's like well maybe I'll just take a boat home that'd be faster anyway and I could stop by Dragonstone and see Stannis Baratheon see what he thinks about all this and they're talking about you know sending archers to Moat Kalen and all this shit and it's just like yeah he's got the right idea if, if he could just get the fuck on that boat <laughs> like the North <laughs> could come down and sweep like a sweet like cloud of snowy justice across the Southlands, but I know it's not gonna happen. They're gonna fucking cut us out off, and, and it's gonna be yeah. like. It, and I don't know if it ever gets better. Quite frankly, I, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Like I've said before, that this J.R.R. Martin guy is a real cocksucker, 
and we're going to get to the last book, and it's just going to be like, and the Lannisters ruled from henceforth. <laughs> That's the no, end. Like, he, like, he is, dude. Forever, when you get to the ever and ever, I can't wait till you get to the the red wedding part of the. End of the third book, I believe, Kyle, because that's another situation where the whole time you're like, man, people have got plans, stuff's in motion, this is gonna work out. They got a baby coming. They've got everything big dreams. Is, like, and there's and, it, and there's like whole pages and sections of chapters. Like usually, if a character is about to die, an author will like throw a few like a few pens in for more character development or something. But J.R.R. or George R.R. R. Martin is is like developing whole new stories and plots for this person to partake in where they're like, well maybe yeah. I'll go up to, you know, Dragonstone or maybe I'll go to the, the to Karth in the far east and then it's just Nope. Get fucked. <laughs> None of it. Uh-huh. None of it. You're not even never gonna see this person again. That actor who was on the poster, gone. <laughs> gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's how it is every mm. step of the way. Like like there's a lot of characters that I know aren't gonna make it and yet I'm listening and I'm like why are they telling me what this motherfucker is dreaming at night? I'm connected <laughs> with him right now. <laughs> like I don't need to know that he's dreaming. And, and there's there's so much expand. The story's expanded so much. For example, they um, when when Robert and Ned put down the the rebellion, um, or not the rebellion, but when they fought the first war with the Targaryens and they beat them at the Trident and, and everything. That wasn't the end of it. There was still, like, the King's Guard to deal with, and it was, like, the Night of the Morning and, like, two other, like, like super hardcore famous knights. And it was Ned Stark and six of his men. And Sir Barristan Selmy. And Sir Barristan Selmy. And in his head, he's thinking, he's thinking, you know, that it was seven against three, but these were no ordinary three. And he like <laughs> talks about how dangerous these guys are, and they they crashed with steel, flying like lightning. And at the end of it, only two men walk away alive. <laughs> it's just Ned and I guess Sir Barristan like walk away alive. The other seven die. <laughs> like, like I want I want to see that fucking uh, sword fight. Uh, they talk about the White Walkers a lot. They talk about people. Um, Lineage is a lot more, so it's a lot easier to kind of follow all the dozens of secondary. Yeah, that, that really helps you work it out in the books. Is the whole lineage thing? Yeah. Even though it's not like you would imagine that it's like the Bible, where it's like and Zebediah begat Abraham or like whatever all that shit. But it's yeah, but instead they'll be like, like figuring out the it, politics of the houses. Yeah, they'll they'll give you like an almost a mnemonic device to try to remember this guy. They're like, and Sir Jimmy John with his flaming red beard and his quick to anger and his large calloused hands. They'll try to, and so later on they can say, and his calloused hand fell heavy on the table. And you're like, oh yeah, that's the guy with the calloused hands. All right, all right. Like they quickly. He, he describes people so, I guess idiosyncratically, like with specific things. That when you just a whole room of characters, it's almost ridiculous because it's like, and then there was Sir Theodore, blue hair, bright as the sun, standing there <laughs> with his large seven-foot axe, with his pet yeah. monkey perched atop his shoulder as he often did, and like just <laughs> stuff like that. And then there's yeah. a whole character, a whole room, a whole swath of these lunatics. All yeah, everybody in- has something special about the way they look. Like his, you know, maybe they sm- like like uh, oh, he smelled bad even over the perfume that he was wearing. He smelled and- of sea salt and sweat, or like just yeah. 
Uh, you know, when they're talking about Cal Drogo and talking about the bells in his hair and the gold medallions on his belt and the, you know, his his copper skin and then on and on with like, I know what fucking Cal Drogo looks like, like yeah. because uh, I'm not, you know, because of the show obviously, but definitely because of the way they describe him. And when they pour that gold on Viserys's head, it's it's much more brutal in the fucking book. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he definitely had it coming too. Like like he yeah. was be, he's much more horrible in the in the in the book. And uh, those wolves are so much cooler in the book. Why are they the are. wolves so lame in the show? In they the don't book, do anything in the show. They don't it, contribute at all. Dude, regular dogs are better than the wolves in the show. Dude, That's true, because the they're book, real. In the book, all <laughs> no, these but... wolves have names and personalities and traits and characteristics. They they do things a certain way. Like, oh, ladies a certain way. Uh, um, like... Gray wind is a certain way, and ghost is a certain way. Shaggy, Shaggy dog, dog is a certain way. Yeah, yeah that's the that's Rickon's uh, wolf. They're all they all have characteristics, and in battle they are ferocious. Is it you know they'll hamstring? They call it a man with one snap of his teeth. Hamstring is when you cut someone's hamstring on the back of your thigh and and like you know, cripple them so that you can take them out on the ground. It's like a you would hamstring somebody a lot in like night uh, night on night combat because they could reach back behind and. Anyway, um, but but when you think about that, like it's jaw, they talk about how big their jaws are and stuff, and how a full-grown one is the size of a pony, and it's just like, why aren't these things doing cool shit in the in the show? That'd be great. Hmm. They, they definitely cheap out a lot, and and I think the the mm. biggest example of that so far that where the show has cheaped out and really uh, cut something out that would have been cool to see, the the veil, the, uh, the oh yeah. Um, the eerie, the veil, the eerie is um, it's it's where the Knights of Aaron hang out. It's where John John Aaron's castle, uh, Lysa, Catelyn Stark's sister, she's in charge now, breastfeeding that eight-year-old boy. Uh, and in the in the show, they're just kind of like up. They, they talk. There's like a path you got to go through, but it's kind of stone on either side, and it's like six feet wide. And you get to a gate, and it's seemingly you're there, right? No, not in the book. Like, it's like a day of riding a donkey up these stone stair-like steps up the mountain, and then like the steps keep getting like worse over and over, and it's like an hour up these steep stairs, and then like two more hours up even steeper stairs where they were, and they talk about how the stairs are crumbling as they get higher. And it's a very impractical place to build a castle. It's hard to get supplies in and out. Yeah, and when they and then she finally gets to the top of the stairs where the donkey can carry her no more. And they describe the the next portion of the journey as a la a, a chimney like ladder that 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 continued on upward. And I think it maybe it's like a couple hundred more feet. And they have they have like a thing that hauls turnips and like uh, stuff like that up to the 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 highest castle or whatever the eerie by a chain. And she's like, I don't care about my honor or my pride or whatever. I'll <laughs> go with the turnips. Don't so you like how gets, turnips are like the go to? Root or vegetable, whatever like the hell the it is, for like poor people, where it's like yeah. the turnip crop's not doing well. Oh, well, it's going to be a rough winter. Like <laughs> that's what poor people eat in every fantasy realm: turnips. Yeah, if I'm just speaking from, you know, what I know so far from the books, and I certainly don't want any spoilers, but like I don't see this ending well for anyone. Like it's just not going to end well. They are they, they're just burning all through all the resources, not dealing with this problem in the north, and it's. Winter is coming. No one seems to care. All the Starks are dead. All those fucking Starks, man. It, it's 
Oh, and and the 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 mountain that rides is much scarier in the book. He is just a monster of of a human being. He's almost. I don't know if he can be much scarier than the actor they got for him in the newest season, because that guy is a behemoth. That guy's huge. He's not an actor though. That's the problem. Like, I don't think. Yeah, the guy they've got playing the mountain is he's like the world's second strongest man. He 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 deadlifts like a thousand pounds. Or 1,200 maybe. But like, they did a good job making sure that he wasn't talking very much. They did not Because he's not a good talk. actor, but he is good at being seven feet tall. <laughs> but he doesn't say much. They he, probably he, don't give him lines because he's been recasted fucking three times. Three times. See, there's yeah. the part where Cersei at, Cersei's like, uh, he says to Cersei, he's like, who am I fighting? And she's like, does it matter? And he's just like, no. And then, like, at the, at, at the fight, uh, you know, uh, he asked, the Red Viper asked him a question. He's like, did they tell you who I am? Some <laughs> dead man. Comes at him with a five-foot-long sword. And then, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, but he, he says that other thing. And that's all, he, those, those are all of his lines. Yeah. Like, uh, he, he's, he's definitely not an actor. I hope they stick with him, though, because if they go to a smaller human being, which seems inevitable if they change actors. Like, who yeah. the fuck are they going to find? Like, I would, I, I mean, make him CGI if you have to. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. I, there are no for arms. Beings, so they'd have to go down. I don't know why they didn't do some CGI. You know, Gandalf's not really that much bigger than those hobbits. You know, they just do it. That, uh, they force perspective or whatever kind of CGI. That's a lot of camera angles and stuff, too, though. Yeah, but the mountain isn't in the show that much. Like, if they just had him, you know, if, for the close-ups, you know, use a scary, good actor's face. And, and, you know, but when you go to wide shots, make him like the fucking juggernaut. Make him seven foot eight. And He's and, supposed you know, to be nearly eight foot tall, according exactly. to the book. Taller yeah. than the next tallest character, who is Hodor, at a little over seven foot. Yes, they said, he, they said he makes Hodor <laughs> look small. Yeah. Yeah, huh. there's this one part where like uh, where the mountain that rides has like went through all those villages and raped and pillaged and everything, and uh, they're in court and the villagers are telling this to the, the the hand of the king, and and some knight goes, they're they're like it was the mountain that rides, sure enough, greater man I never saw, and they're like well, maybe it was someone else, and they're like oh no you can't mistake him, and they're like well <laughs> there are other large men in the kingdom, and he, and the guy's like. Not as large as the mountain. <laughs> Have you ever seen one? And everybody's just like, no, I guess that's a good point. Never seen anyone bigger. So Chiz, oh, do we want to talk about you? Have, uh, yeah, for all of you people who say I interrupt beliefs. them too much, just, there was like 30 minutes was, of, of Game of Thrones. That was Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> yeah, do it. It's been a while. It's been a long, good it while. It has been a while. So I enjoyed that. Game of Thrones talk. Yeah. Yeah, you suck it, you, you bitches. You don't like Game of Thrones talk. <laughs> Vinegar. I know what the viewer retention rates are at this point of the show. You are the real fans anyway. You should love that shit. Get with it. <laughs> now we're going to do some conspiracy talk with crazy fucking chiz, but please let me pee first. I'll be quick because I really want to hear this shit, and I'm kind of into it a little. I don't know why it's conspiracy talk. There's no conspiracies. All right, wait, wait. Let, let's find a – I know. Kyle, you go pee. I'm going to tell a joke. Oh, this good. <laughs> I, have, I have two jokes because say. he needs a, a moment here. Okay. Uh, why was six afraid of seven? Don't. Don't. No. No. Because. Don't because say seven, seven is a registered six offender. Oh, that's just oh. really. <laughs> I would have been happier if you did the old school joke, seven and nine. I didn't think it could get worse than the joke everyone knows. 
that was just shit. That was Louis C.K. should consider adding that to his next special because that was abysmal. Yeah, that could be on his newest special. I'll sit here in my judgy stature right now because that was bad. That was really bad. I, I can't wait to hear the next one. It was All better right. than the original joke. So there's no, that. no, it wasn't. I thought it wasn't. Um, a male patient is lying in bed in a hospital wearing an oxygen mask over his mouth and his nose. And a pretty young student nurse appears to give him a partial sponge bath. Nurse, he mumbles from behind the mask. Are my testicles black? Embarrassed, the young nurse replies, I, I don't know, sir. I'm, I'm only here to wash your upper body and feet. He struggles to ask again. Nurse, please check. Are my testicles black? Concerned that that he might elevate his blood pressure and heart weight from his worry about the testicles, she overcomes her embarrassment and pulls back the covers, raises his gown, holds his manhood in one hand and his testicles in the other. And she takes a close look and says, there's nothing wrong with them, sir. The man pulls off his oxygen mask, smiles at her, and says slowly, thank you very much. That was wonderful. But listen very, very closely. Are my test results black? Back. Fuck. I ruined the punchline. Uh, <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. Well, well, shame on her for just not saying, can you repeat that again? Because really, she's doing a shitty job. That is a horrible Why did the, the, guy in, the guy who was asking sound like he had a sock in his mouth for the first two times? He and had the his time, uh, we had an oxygen mask on. Oxygen mask on. Oh, he had the, so that was incorporated into the joke. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was there from the get-go. Come on, you got to pay attention to these high-quality, up-to-snuff uh, <laughs> jokes where he's got dispensed. You're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. I know, right? This is just that was a great joke um, for a birthday party, maybe. Um, well, let's not build graduation. up too much. It wasn't that good. High school graduation would be a good place to tell that one to really <laughs> depress the crowd as they venture off into the real world. So, Chiz, now that Carl is back. <laughs> what is your favorite conspiracy? Let Woody kick this off because I really don't know where we're going with this. I, don't I, I hope I can give this justice. I, I see. Chiz and I were talking about the difference between he and I. Uh, I tend to trust people to a fault. You know, I, I I let them in my inner circle. I tell them my secrets, and I you know whatever trust them, and I get burnt all the time. Whereas Chiz is very unlikely to trust a person until they prove otherwise. However, when it comes to like. In my opinion, freaking weird shit like alien men with horse heads coming to from space and making the pyramids. I view that as instant horseshit. And Chiz <clears throat> thinks, well, this has some validity to it. This Let's makes a lot of sense. Let's just say I'm more I'm more open minded when it comes to ideologies and things like that. If and you're you tell a little Chiz more conservative, unproven stuff like, hey, you know what? Every pyramid points to one star in particular. How does that happen by you know, chance. I say, do they really? And he says, huh. Well, that isn't something I, that would happen what, by chance. What do you mean open-minded, Chiz? Because I often like, find that open-minded is synonymous with just being willing to believe anything that sounds So I'll say good. one of the things I believe. I think that you do have an energy to you, and there is a hive mind mentality among people. I do believe that to some extent. I think that's the only thing from spirit science I took away. You were totally buying space Spirit. people. Hey, hang on. But a moment, please. Don't skip over this. Spirit Sp science? Spirit science? It's a video series on YouTube. Is it? Yes. How, how many parts did you watch? I watched all of them, including the hour-long video I gave to Woody. So <sighs> how many hours, pardon me, but how many hours would you say you watched of the spirit science? 
Probably six, because I've rewatched so the six hour one. Three hours. That's how long it takes to brainwash Chiz. How yeah. much money have you sent them? No, I, w- I was sold the first time. We should they... dedicate a PK episode to brainwashing Chiz and see if we can do it. <laughs> Does no one else believe that, though? I think they're, you don't believe, you think there's nothing that connects us on a higher level. Nothing nah. What, do you, what do you mean, like, something that connects us? Like, because obviously there are hive minds. Life it's just a natural tendency for humans to behave with a herd mentality in certain situations. But Are you talking about a soul? Are you talking about chi? Yeah, we don't have a energy? soul. Yeah, an energy, an essence. Nope. No, we don't have that. That's ridiculous. You say well, that, why, but I feel like if no. you watch the video, we're the no, same as like, rocks, bro. Don't don't let that video be your uh, stanchion to stand by. Just say what what is what was said in that video that was very convincing. I can't recoup that the whole entire video. I haven't seen it. No, not the whole video. Just a few of the. Key I points. can't. I can't <laughs> give actual. I can't give you the scientific. I want the truth. But see, that's the thing. It's that at the end of the day, there's no real reason to believe it. It just feels better to have a sense of community. Comforting. So if somebody died for 45 minutes and was clinically dead and came back with no brain damage, what would you say to that? I would ask you that question. I would say that that is neurologically not possible. You would, because it's not possible, but it happened. No, you're not actually dead. for The human brain is not going to be... So explain it. But irreparably damaged if it's no, cut off from oxygen for 45 minutes. If, if you're cold enough, enough that if what happens is there's no there can be zero brain activity, zero heartbeat. If you're but if you're cold enough, then there won't be any damaging effects for a time. It seems there have been people that have been trapped under ice and stuff for like a fucking hour, and they get them out, and sometimes they bring them back to life. It's because they're so fucking cold. Um, it's, it's, if anything, it reminds me a bit of anesthesia, except, you know, your brain's frozen, too. Uh, I don't know about the whole cold thing. See, I just, see that's I, the only I, rationale I could apply to it, was that, yeah, your heart can stop beating, and you won't die as long as the blood in your brain is still supplying some oxygen. It's like the David Blaine thing, if you just stop and slow your heartbeat down, you can, can keep using oxygen at a slower rate. There can are you explain chakra to us? I can't explain chakra to you. I don't know. Is There's it different... anything like the 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 Hadoken thing where you like shoot the the ball? Hadoken. That's that's that's, that's, that's cartoon. That's, am that's... I do? Am I doing it right? You're doing it wrong. <laughs> Your fingers need to be crossed, pointed towards the sun. Everybody now, knows I, this. I've seen Goku like do this thing where like he's like, <laughs> and then his hands tremble that's... at the at the power that he's collected, and then and then he does this thing where he rotates. It's like ah. It's like it's like he can't even hang on to all the energy he's got. It's like because he's got such a big handful of chi. All right, let's. I'll ask a question. There's no point in this discussion. I will ask something that is more palatable for you people, and let's see where it stands. Kyle, you watched the loose change 9/11 thing, did you not? I've seen a bunch of stuff like that. So probably the probably saw that one too. Yeah. yeah. Where do you stand on 9/11? Retarded. Really? Um. I don't know where it's hard to say retarded to facts, you know. There's a little bit no, of no, no, it's not facts. I watched the loose change thing. I also watched the entire interview with the makers of loose change and the executive editor or whatever of Popular Mechanics, and he just went through and Popular embarrassed mechanics. them. Embar- he, well, he's an engineer, so he's a structural engineer, so he's embarrassing them about. Uh, they're like, oh, well, this couldn't burn hot enough to melt this. And they're like, well, no, but it does burn hot enough to compromise the structural integrity of the building to the point that it collapses in this fashion. Mm-hmm. And th- it's just 
it's a bloodbath. They're young kids who are kind of, I guess, in an angsty phase, saw an opportunity to make some money, and they did so. Hmm. But I, it, it's all nonsense. Okay, did they shoot down the United 93 plane? That's the one that crash. Maybe. Which one is that? I, That's the one I that crashed with no crash <laughs> remains. I mean, no plane. Here's, here's one thing to think of when you, when you look at this. They vaporized thing. a plane. <laughs> if you think back through history at all of the wars that we've gotten ourselves into over the last hundred years, there's a story about how each one of them's beginning was bullshit. You know, Vietnam had 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 mm-hmm. this uh, had uh, where, where it was Some a naval battle thing. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah one ship a got North shot. Korean a North Korean boat shot an American boat. Now, guys, Vietnam. our navy is like the Empire Strikes Fucking Back. <laughs> the, what's the what was the North Korean navy like? Or excuse me, the Vietnamese, the North Vietnamese yeah. uh, navy like in the in the fucking sixties? I don't. I, that seems that sounds ridiculous to me. The same. Well, they probably had a bunch of old Chinese or, ships. World War One, you had the Lusitania being sunk. World War, or, well, that's kind of mm-hmm. what started. But there was, uh, there was some American. Yeah, that's what it was. It was, yeah. But, but we, they sent that boat into into waters full of full of uh, the Pearl Harbor warning. The Pearl Harbor thing. You know, the, lots of people believe that FDR had for uh, mm-hmm. knowledge that Pearl Harbor was coming, that, that and and knew what was going to happen. Um, there's a lot of evidence to support that. A lot of people believe. I that. have, I've heard that. I don't know anything about it, but there are just so many easier ways. To fake an attack to get the U.S. to invade Iraq, like there's there was no reason to go through the pomp and circumstance of 9/11. There was no reason for that. There were so many. If they wanted to, I don't know. It, the whole nation really well. Such pretty an fucking easier hard. way to do it. There was a hundred percent support for the nation. That's true, but they could have done it in an easier way. Like there's no reason for this huge convoluted scheme oh. that involves thousands, thousands of people keeping their mouths shut. Name a better one to get the entire country on board, because I can't think of one except you coming and fucking with us on our well, land. Well, it could have been on a military base where there weren't a ton of cameras everywhere to see it. They could have. But those aren't innocent civilians, and people don't support the troops. Some That's people, true, but in that, you know, like, people would have still supported that. They would have been like, "No, we're not going to let you fuck with a, you know, some military base in Washington or something, or in Oregon, you know, some rural area where it's really not going to hurt anyone, and they can stage it however they want." It's just it's such an unnecessary. It's little things that bother me. The fact them. that they didn't like pull Bush out as soon as the first attack happened, and they didn't immediately grab him and put him in the air. They just let him continue to reading. Me, it wasn't my duck or whatever after the first one though. Like, so I I was older than you guys. I was I don't know how old I was when I nineteen eleven, but I was a grown up. And when the first plane hit the building, it was an accident. It was oh my god, this really sucks. Yeah. You know, it's a shame. And by the way. No one thought that building was coming down. At least no one in my circle. I was like, yeah, high-rise fires happen all the time. Whatevs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've told this before, but I had a semi-argument with Jackie about it. She's like, the building crashed. Because at the time, like websites were overloaded. The internet was broken, nearly. And Jackie's watching TV, which I didn't have at work. And she says, you know, this thing, it, it fell. I'm like, it... it I thought maybe the top fell or is a little damaged and like impatiently I'm like how much building is like now how tall is it trying to get concrete answers out of her and she's like I don't know maybe like two stories tall and that's when I was like whoa it went from 110 stories to two that's gone and and anyway uh at the first flight crash everyone thought it was an accident at the second one it felt like an attack Mm-hmm. So yeah, 
to not instantly pull the president in kind of a panicky move it seemed feasible i uh feasible. it kind of kind of reminds me of this but I, I watched american sniper you want to talk about that i have not watched it yet oh nobody's seen it for me you said it was bad and now i'm not looking forward to it yeah, you're so a real I'm bad person I'm. I don't understand how it could be nominated. Kyle doesn't support the troops. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, Kyle. It's, it's not that at all. Um, I I went into it wanted it because mostly because I wanted to see what all the fuss was about, and I wanted to see who was who I agreed with and which side of the ball I was going to be on. And I came away with, uh, from it with this: the editing was bad, the pacing was bad. Um, it feels disjointed at times, and it feels like big pieces of Chris's life. Are, uh, are left out and we're just left to wonder uh, many times. Like there, There's a few times where you run into a character and he looks distraught and, and he doesn't want to tell Chris what's really wrong and it's never addressed again. It, 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 there's, this, um, there's a few times where it, stuff just comes out of nowhere and you're like, well, they never discussed that prior and now it's a thing, I guess. Uh, he only shoots maybe six people in the movie. So if you're wanting like uh there, there's there's one Not big an action gun. movie. There's some action sequences there are, but like it'd be hard. Didn't he shoot a hundred and some? Yeah, hundred. Imagine yeah. if they showed them all where every minute there was just another sniper shot. And it yeah. the entire movie. <laughs> Once a minute, it's just they a just... montage of Chris Kyle. Sit <laughs> back and enjoy it. There's only a few of them that are like that. Uh, Bradley Cooper did a great job. He goes the full range of emotions. Um, as far some people have called it a propaganda film. The only part of it that I felt was a little bit uh, smelled a little bit like that was they really glossed over. Um, so Chris Chris sees 9/11 happening on a television. He gets this kind of glower, like this stone face, like crazy eyed look. Uh, he's already a SEAL team member at this point, and then the next thing you know, he's in Iraq, not Afghanistan. And, uh, you know, so obviously, like, a, a good deal of time has passed, you know, a year and a half or something. And uh, and then you show him in kind of this, like, military board meeting where they're like, this is the guy we're after. He's hiding out here. And it's Al-Qaeda. It's like this, this it's Al, it's uh, Al-Zarqari. They're trying to catch that guy. And, like, this is the main leader of Al-Qaeda in Iraq. And it's like, we, they went straight, they, they glossed over the whole Saddam Hussein thing, anything like that, any insurgents. It's about Al Qaeda and Syrian insurgents, and and that that's the enemy. Uh, other than that, it made Ward look terrible. It made Chris uh, the sniper. It made the main character who's shooting all these people look like someone who was who really felt bad at times, and 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 uh, and it really affected him. Like when he when he had to shoot a women or children or something like that because they were running toward American soldiers with an explosive in their arms. Um, he, Question for uh, Kyle. Yeah. When you hunt an animal, do you still get that tinge of like, uh, I'm know? about to take life? Yeah. No. Like, no, it's just flat out like you shot a target, like a tree or a, a hay bale. No, it's it, it's more exciting. It's it's um, <laughs> it is. It's much more exciting to shoot an animal. Um, there because there's there's a there's a sport to it. I, if I if I miss, I don't get a second shot. Like that's not going to happen. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. I might, but like. Well, if you got the AK. Yeah, if you're using a saw. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, if you're using a bolt-action rifle, though, you know, you might not... I, 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 the way I hunt is big open fields where there's lots of long-range stuff. When you see it in the movies, it's in, like, a condensed, like, forest Tons area. Of trees. 
can't see very far, and so the mm -hmm. shots all seem easy. But the way I always hunted was hundreds of yards for the shots. Like sometimes they get maybe a hundred yards away, but often it was at least two hundred yards away. Up, I've shot I shot a deer at six hundred and eighty-five yards one time. Have you ever so, done that tree shit where you climb up and mount like a lawn chair in the tree? Um, yeah, it's a you use a climber stand. It's a two-piece thing. One piece is attached to your feet, kind of like uh, your your feet are like in in straps and strapped in, and you grab it. It's hard to explain, but you climb a tree with this thing, and then it becomes a platform. I did that when I was uh, bow hunting. You, hmm. you, you, that's that's how you have to. That's that's how bow hunting is done. You you get in a condensed area, uh, overlooking their the the path that the deer have been using, and you basically wait on them and ambush them. Uh, you know, you, you position yourself so that okay, when he walks down through here, uh, you know, I've got an open shot of his heart or his lungs. You know, from do you the just side. get bored as hell in that tree stand? Like, <laughs> I'd want to like watch movies on my iPod with a headset or something. You know, when I was hunting the most, there wasn't any technology like that. Like the 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 thing I wanted, I remember at the time, was a portable DVD player. I thought. I should get a portable DVD player, and I could have one uh, earbud that was like amplifying animal sound, and one earbud playing a fucking movie, and I'll fucking multitask. But I I was pretty bad at at um, the part of hunting where you stay focused and just scan because of my ADD. So oftentimes I would do one of two things: either fall asleep, or um, uh, or I would just zone out. And then when I like, and all of a sudden I'd hear a noise and look down and they were there. And, and that, that happened many times. I'd be kind of like nodding in and out because it's very early in the morning when, you, you know, way before daylight. I don't and think it's like, ADD to get distracted by a boring situation because being <laughs> in a deer stand is boring 98% of the time. That's why bird hunting is the way to go. You're moving, you got dogs, uh, you're I, constantly. I haven't you done like it. But I imagine combining really boring with really cold. It, it is exactly that combination, Woody. <laughs> exactly. I hear uh, it's so it's it's it reminds me a little bit. I, I certainly won't compare hunting to war, but but I, I hear a lot of times when they when they compare when they talk about the experience of being at war, they talk about long periods of boredom punctuated by moments of like sheer terror or an, an excitement. I've heard and, that. And. My, subtract the terror part, at least most of the terror, and just leave the fear and stress at the end of it, and that's what hunting's like. You could spend hours and hours over the course of a week not seeing anything, and that's what makes the moment when he actually shows up like that. My heart would pound out of my chest, and like I've talked about it before, but it, my bow had a 60-pound draw. You had to pull 60 pounds to draw it back, and then, you know, if you're if you're if you're not strong enough, you know, you're shaky and stuff, but when there was a deer there, when when there was when I was at home practicing, I would draw like this. I would click my release on, and it would be like, <clears throat> you know, this last part right here where you're actually mm -hmm. breaking the limbs of the bow down and making them flex in a compound bow. That hardest part, I'd be like, <clears throat> and I'd have to like really get it back. When there was a deer there, like ten yards away, fucking wide-eyed, like a you're fucking, like Legolas. Yeah. It, it, First of all, you're sitting in that stand, and, and you've got to do a, f a lot of things perfectly and silently. You've got to rise from your seat without your pant, your ass rubbing against the the, the like synthetic material of your seat and making a kind of noise. I've done that. They ran away. You've got, <laughs> you, you better have that arrow already knocked and on your uh, arrow rest and holding it with your finger because if you let it go in there, they'll run away. That happened to me too. <laughs> 
when you stand up, you better have already made sure that there weren't any acorns in the like grooves of your boot, because you'll stand up, they'll come loose from the groove, hit the ground, deer runs away. That also happened. <laughs> By the time I got to the time where I where I had perfected my skills enough so that I could stand and draw a bow without the deer running, my heart was pumping so much, my drilling's going so much, it's like I could pull 200 pants. Like this is nothing. <laughs> like you feel so strong in that moment, and there's so much. My heart's. I can hear it in my ears. It's just thump, 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 thump. And I'm just like, I could probably beat that deer up at this point. <laughs> <laughs> but it's. Uh, it. That's what's really fun about hunting. I like. I. I get it more with the bow than with a rifle than I ever did with a rifle because, I've said it before, but like, if I see him with a rifle, he's dead. You know, it. You, mm -hmm. You've got a target this big on the deer that if you hit that spot, he's pretty much going to drop dead on the spot, and. Uh, uh, that's pretty easy to do at most ranges, but with a bow, I, it's a, it's fucking challenging. I I saw a video where Chris Pratt just like describes hunting. It's two minutes long, and it perfectly dovetails with this conversation. Can we watch sure. it together? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm ready. So cue up at zero. I'm there. Good. Ready, set, play. You walk out in the woods, and the sun hasn't come up yet, and you just sit in a <clears> spot, and your preparation has told you that this is the right spot. And the sun comes up, and, and you you are in camouflage. Nothing knows you're there. Nothing can smell you. The wind's in your face. You're a voyeur to the world waking up, and and the wilderness waking up around you, in a way that no one gets to see it when they drive their car down the road because they've disturbed it. You've snuck in, and you're just like opening up a window to what, what the you know if a tree fell in the woods and didn't make a sound, you'd be there to witness it because mm -hmm. nobody's there. You're not even there, and then. You know, the sun comes up, last stars in the sky go away, and the whole world comes alive. And most of the time, you don't get anything. And that's it's not about it's not about the kill. It's just about the journey of being there, and the work. You know, I, I sense that it was more than bloodlust. That's why I'm, I appreciate you sharing yeah. sharing this much because I've never heard it articulated like that. And that's pretty fucking spe spectacular, if not romantic, in terms of uh, a singular mission and and adventure yeah and then there yeah thanks and then yeah there and then there's the inevitable remorse that you feel i mean not like i'm not cold-blooded i don't just kill it and then just like not think about it you know like you go there and you see this animal this creature that is he hasn't killed very many of five them. years old no five years it's been walking around these woods and you never saw it until today and then you decided to kill it it's a big deer if and it's five so there's a, a remorse there you know you're like oh my god what have i done and you feel that, but it's combined with all these other. Yeah, I couldn't. You couldn't boil it down to one emotion. So you do. There is that feeling of that, but it. And then it's gives way almost immediately to just like this grace, this like thankfulness for it, you know. And then, then you go to work, and then that's when the work starts. You know, you got 600, 700 pounds of meat laying on the forest floor, and it needs to turn into What's little he bags hunting? of meat in your freezer. And there's a, that's a lot of work there, you know. And then you just lose yourself. In that He's not talking about deer hunting. Maybe elk. <laughs> 600 pounds. Yeah, that's an elk or something. Now, as manly as his story s sounded, and as beautiful, really, like, uh, uh, what, what's that guy's Aren't name? Aren't they Piscopo bigger out west? I'm am I crazy? Aren't deer bigger out west? There are black-tailed deer and mule deer out west, and those are bigger, yes, but not as big as he's describing. 600 pounds. Maybe yeah, he's just wrong about the weight. Well, it's it, or it could be an elk or a moose or something. Like, those things get massive. Um, did he say deer? He didn't say no, deer. Oh. He never, I don't think he ever said deer. Oh, maybe uh, I was mistaken. 
No, I, I maybe I am. I, I didn't hear him say it. I didn't remember it. But it definitely wasn't a deer that weighed that much. Definitely not. They're usually like a hundred to two hundred pounds. If they're getting, that's about it. Yeah. No, so, a deer will get bigger than two hundred pounds. Whitetail deer? Yeah, oh, I mean a little well, bit. I think five. Yeah. Did you see uh, Chris Pratt's going to be in not just the Jurassic World, but Indiana, Indiana Jones, Jones reboot and the Magnificent Seven reboot with the Denzel yeah. Washington. <laughs> Don't Dude you know that slaying roles? Chris Pratt is already ma- a made man as far as Hollywood goes. Like it did it, that the same wouldn't have been true in the '90s or even ten years ago. Mm-hmm. But because of the because of the um, the things that he's attached to. And the and the uh, the advertising dollars that will go to like push those products inevitably because they're such big blockbuster products, he's made. It, yeah. it, he he could just do these movies we just mentioned over the next eight years, which is what it's going to take probably, and he would be made. But he's not. You know, he'll take at least one more a year, and he'll have a couple of other hits and a couple yeah. of other okay movies, and he'll one, probably do something artsy and blow your mind away. In the one minute. would assume that Indiana Jones, assuming he lands that role. Is two to four films right there? Yeah, probably yeah. a trilogy. Yeah, yeah. I'm and it can't be worse than seven. the most recent ones. No, Unless it can't. He's flying and through a fridge, escaping skull nuclear bombs. In it. I, I like them skull more. Skull Have you shit. seen them recently? Yeah, they're no. they're all pretty cheesy. Temple of Doom is pretty weak, and so is Crystal Skull. The other the two, Temple I of Doom was weak. I I don't know. We watched them not long ago, like within the last two or three years, and it was like, ah, oh, these are better than I remembered them. Crystal Skull but, is a horrible movie. <laughs> back on on Chris Pratt, like he's got a trilogy in Raiders of the Lost Ark, and that alone could be like his career, and he could be right, retire rich. He has that superhero thing coming up. Guardians of the Galaxy is almost guaranteed to be guaranteed to be at least a trilogy. So he's gonna get well. It's even bigger than that because of the whole yeah. Marvel universe. They're thing. gonna combine like, the universes. Sir. Yeah, they'll be there for Age of Ultron. Like, like he, it's it's at least two more movies that he's gonna be in. Probably, probably like three. It's gonna be three more this movies. Jurassic World at least a trilogy. Expand. How far off was I? <laughs> Jurassic World is gonna expand. Probably, it's not just gonna end with Jurassic World. I guarantee you, they'll have oh. another one after it. Unless it super flops, but yeah, yeah, like yeah. he's he's doing super well. Yeah, he's just it, it, uh, so so I hot right seven. now. I want to see that. It's gonna be great. Uh-huh. Oh, an adult, deer, an adult deer can weigh up to three hundred pounds. A male. Okay. One twenty-five for a female, according to Google. Which he know, killed three deers. <laughs> that's what it was. I, <laughs> I, I, I've I've totally done that before. Like sometimes. Uh, See that's the difference. Like what he described there is the kind of is like short range hunting. Like he could probably see a maximum of maybe seventy five yards, and at that range, it was probably really brushy and kind of hard to see stuff. But like we hunted over those big, big cornfields and big wheat fields and stuff. So like it's as far as the eye can see. So you don't. Ha- I like that kind of hunting because all the bullshit preparation that he talked about and the whole like you know. I don't like having to use the stupid hunting soap, the sprays on my shoes. It's hard. It's much nicer if you can get in your truck, you drive up, park it on a hilltop, turn it off, and just sit there and wait. And when you see a deer, you get out, prop up on the hood, and blast him from 600 yards away. That's hunting. It depends on your goal, right? Because I think his goal isn't just bringing home meat. I Definitely. Think, yeah, you know, he's he's camping and experiencing nature, and that's part of his thing. Whereas you're, like, I guess hunting. 
You know, like I it, wanted a buck. I yeah. wanted I wanted a big deer. He's yeah. not just hunting; he's going out into the wilderness. Like that's part of the scoop for him. And uh, eh, there's definitely two ways to do it. Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna watch Joe Lowe's on and stream it like we did last time? Joe Lowe's on fights Saturday. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna watch what it. Time? That's for sure. Uh, I don't know what time. Yeah, so the event tends to start at 10 on the East Coast, if I remember right. Okay, good. I'm picking Kitty up from the airport at 6, so I should be back in time. Yeah, and then Joe is the third fight. So I think I think there's like six fights, so he's sort of in the middle. Or if not, there'd be five. He's still in the Who's middle. Who's he fighting this time? A loser, uh, a dead man. A dead man. Uh, his name's hard for me to pronounce. It's like Al Quinta or something like that. All names are hard for me to pronounce. It's I know, right? I was, I was like, oh, what is it, Smith, Jones? <laughs> hard like that. Um, we, should, uh, we should stream that again because the card is a great card, too. Like, I'm Joe's gonna... on it, but the the main title fight or whatever is great, and the entire card is good, and we had a lot of fun doing that last time. Yeah, I'm definitely down to do that. Yeah. Hmm. I'm looking up the guy's name here. Javier. In even more exciting news, my blues have your hurricanes tomorrow night, Woody. Oh, God. Oh. Who gives a fuck about hockey? That team that There's you care about. There's a huge challenge to figure out which one is worse. How are the blues doing this year? Do they have a winning record? Uh, Yes. Yes, oh, they do. well, then you'll be heavily favored, I suppose. How are the, how are the sharks, Taylor? How are the sharks? Uh, sharks are actually not doing as hot as I anticipated. Oh, uh, well. Well, they're, they're second in Pacific, but... So who can pronounce this guy's name? I put it in the chat. Joe Lozon versus Al... Alaquinta. 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 You know, it looks easier after you say it. Al Laquinta. <laughs> Al Laquinta. It's just saying, I'm just, I'm just speaking English like everyone else. What, what cow? Or Laquinta. <laughs> La Quinta, like a La Quinta. If I were an announcer, I would mispronounce all the names on purpose. Just, just that that way they wouldn't notice when I just really stumbled over one like this. I'd be like, Joe Lau Wozan. If you're, when I googled that guy's name, it pulled up Alabama La Quinta Inns. <laughs> if you're a big enough announcer, like if I'm Joe Rogan and I mispronounce stuff, I have now created the official pronunciation. Right, like it, <laughs> if I say his name is Aliquinta, then it is. But you're oh, so bad. Quinta. You don't even. Sometimes it's you don't come even close to the name. You just make up a new name for that person, and that would be their new identity when it comes to fighting <laughs> UFC. You got one so wrong the other day. It was. It was just like, oh god, what was it? Oh man, Diamond Dude, Dallas Page. I think. Yes. And he what said, like, Dusty Don Donko or something. It was a double D sound. Not even remotely in the field of vicinity of I being say, correct. Wasn't there another wrestler that I... Like a Dusty Rhodes or something? Maybe a, a, wasn't Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes. Oh, Dusty laugh away. Not, I think I might be right about this one. No, no, he was. Dusty Rhodes. He's Ric Flair's sidekick. Yeah. Cadillac, yeah. Son of a gun. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Dusty Rhodes is a real person. Oh, yeah. Your inability to get names correct is just the most endearing thing about you. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> What's, it, it gets me, though, because a lot of times people will be like, it's an act. That one has to be you know, planned out or, or like forced or something. But, but uh, No, this is real Woody. This is in the pre-show, too, where he'll 
be asking about an actor in a movie and Private just calls, miserably okay? butch it. Private guests who come on too, who are like, "Oh yes, that's a real thing." You fuck up in the pre-show. <laughs> <laughs> like eh, the best one is always Emma Watson because that one, for love nor money, I mean, it's probably the most said name you've recounted throughout your years on this earth. Emma Watson, you'll never get it right. <laughs> I'll get it right. One of these days, I'll Liam get it. Nelson. I saw Taken Three, by the way. Oh, oh how was that? I um. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. Then again, the bar was set really fucking low going into it. Uh, I enjoyed it. I, I recommend checking it out if you just like watching Liam Neeson beat people up like Jason Statham beats people up. You know, that's why I see Jason Statham movies for the most part. Uh, I enjoyed it. You know, they kill his wife and frame him for it. That's not a spoiler. That's the you know whole plot of the show. Yeah, see, I haven't seen a single Jason Statham movie that wasn't inexcusably bad. Snatch. Uh, so Snatch, bad, dude. No, that, but he's not a central character. Crank. Which is funny because he's one of the... Fi- Crank is a shitty movie. Driver. Ouch, words first... hurt, baby. Dude, Crank... And Crank 2 is horrible. I don't know why they went goofy. They went goofy. They started making fun I of agree. it. Like, see, Crank 2 is... Uh, I thought I was watching... Like, I torrented it, okay? So there's a scene where they start what? fighting and they go big robot people or whatever, or big suits. And I'm like, is it... Did somebody cut this in? What is this? Oh, no, that's <laughs> part of the fucking movie. Why? It's so... Crank is a horrible series. I the part where it. you fucked Smart in the street was so ridiculous. Like I, I like that. Can't agree to that. Uh, <laughs> it's so silly. Driver's his best work, uh, I would say. Driver. Yeah, Driver, yeah, Driver was good. Yeah, I don't know, like a Driver two and a dri- no, that was the transporter. transporter. Ah, yeah, 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 you're right. The transporter. Yeah, transporter actually. one is good, and then they slowly get. Of course they do, yeah. of course. Expendables 1 isn't that bad. His part of it isn't. Yeah, it's it not is that bad. absolutely bad. It's not. It's not as bad. Not the first one. Yeah, not the first one. Yeah. Oh, it's I want to say about... It, that reminds me. You know, how shitty, you know how shitty the blood effects are in uh, Expendables? The, the CGI blood? Yeah. That's the same blood they use in American Sniper. Good. Oh, it so looks, it doesn't even look good? It looks so shitty. When they, like, what about when they, the... Uh, is it like a, you know, propaganda movie like everybody's saying, or is no. that just overblown nonsense? I, I was saying earlier, like the only part I felt was like a propaganda, not a nod toward propaganda, if you will, was when uh, they kind of glossed over how we got involved in Iraq. They kind of made it all about Al Qaeda and getting this Zarqawi guy, and they really glossed over how they got there. They 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 just skipped over that, and that was. They did that so much, not glossing over things, but just skipping things. It felt like found footage that had been stuck together. Like there were like, <laughs> there was literally a tour. I, I think one he did four tours, and I feel like the third tour wasn't even on film. I and, and like the first two were so well documented, and by the fourth, like you don't even know what's the fourth. You don't know how old his kids are. Like it's every time you see his kids and they're older, you're like, whoa, how much time passed? And uh, like every time uh. you see his friends, like like. They don't. It, it's like the movie should have been three hours long, and Clint Eastwood like filmed it all, but somebody cut it all out. I don't know what happened. That CG, that baby, that baby is a doll for like, I don't know, two or three scenes, like cutting back and forth while actors deliver lines, if you want to call it takes, and uh, it's clearly a doll. I mean, it clearly like, has no weight, and so when it coos and cries, it makes it it feels detached and phony, and at one point. It was a CGI baby. Have you ever seen Dawn of the Dead? There's a part where the lady <laughs> dies and gives birth to a zombie, a zombie baby. 
and they and the and the baby looked like a mix between a Chucky doll and like a I don't know, like green slime and just a mutant. Like the baby from uh, the Dinosaurs TV show. Yeah, like a mix of those. Plastic that's, or something. Yeah, that's... She's holding this baby and its little hand is like right here on like her shirt and it's a CGI hand and I'm just like... And then they show it, the side of the baby's face and, and they're trying to do CGI hair coming out. You know, baby hair is sparse and kind of weird looking. It looks like a nasty goblin she's holding in her arms. <laughs> I'm telling you, like it was really shitty. It it really was poorly made. I felt like I, I don't get why it's getting all these Oscar nominations. I, I, I got nothing against like the. I really felt like they it wasn't propaganda. They made war look terrible. They made the Iraq war look terrible. There was lots of disillusionment uh, among like multiple characters about the war. There was. There was a part where like one of his buddies has died, and his buddy's mother is reading a letter that the dead man had written while in Iraq, and it's all this sort of anti-war stuff as he's laying there dead, you know. And there's lots of that throughout the movie, so it definitely wasn't a hoorah, hoorah, you know, war movie. Um, it was. It didn't feel like that at all. Uh, but at the same time, like I just didn't feel like it was very well made. And I did, that's not I didn't expect that. I I thought I'd go in there and be like, well, they did a really good job at making making that movie, but they really bent the facts. But it seemed like the opposite. They made a they did a bad job. I felt like maybe maybe I'll feel differently if I watch it again. But that's that's what I took away from it. Now, where do you rate last night's episode of It's Always Sunny? At oh, when it comes so to it's good definitely shows. it's definitely the poorest of of this season. Um, really? Oh, really? I still haven't seen it. Huh. Yeah. I, Oh, well, then I won't spoil it too much, but you get to see Cricket. Cricket comes back. Um, uh, everything Cricket did was great. Yeah, those are um, my favorite scenes with Cricket. Without, I don't think this is a spoiler, so I wish they had done the exorcism. I wish they had performed the exorcism. <laughs> I think that that would have, that would have like spiked the football and made it a good, uh, uh, what I would consider a good episode, not just an average one. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they didn't do that, and because I was really let down by the Pete character, it, you know, the Pete character was all about Pete character set, was weak. The Pete character was all about rubbing it in your face once again that the gang are, are terrible human beings, horrible people. Yeah. And if you remember back, Psycho Pete it was supposed to be played by that guy from Horrible Bosses, like yeah. one of the main guys, like the good-looking suave guy who who bangs all the ladies, like that guy is, is Psycho is, Pete. Wait, is that Psycho Pete? I think that guy had a different name, Schmitty. No, no, it was Psycho Pete from the uh, from the high school reunion episode because he like came in at the last minute and banged the waitress, and and that was it. But they had been talking about him the whole time how he killed his family and ate him, and now all of a sudden Psycho Pete is this overweight guy from the past. It, I, I don't know, man. I, I I like the show. I like that episode. I I like watching those characters, you know, just interact. It's it's fun for me. But I thought it was lacking. Frank's role in the show was uh was almost non-existent. What did Frank do? You know, for some reason, I kept watching Frank every time he was in the scene. Like, at the start, they were at the bar, and the focus oh, was I on Mac that. and Charlie a ton. But all I could do was watch everyone but Mac and Charlie. I was right. It's Schmitty. The guy from Horrible Bosses is Schmitty. Did we talk about the alternate yeah, we never saw Psycho Pete. Sorry? For Sonny? Did we talk about the, the alternate fan theory for Sonny? What do you like, mean? Uh, what's really, you know those like those fan yeah. theories for like the show and what you, that you really think's happening. I read one about Sonny that was pretty popular and I thought it was interesting. I wasn't sure if we talked about that. I think nope. I've talked about it a couple times. Where basically, where go ahead and describe it. 
Well, essentially, someone was saying that the characters are not the way they're portrayed in the show, except for Charlie and Frank. Because Charlie and Frank are weird fucks, and they embrace how weird and how odd they are. And they're fine living as a duo, you know, being weird fucks in their apartment. But you you see Dennis, who's apparently this good-looking guy, having so much trouble getting laid. Mac, who's trying to be, you know, this superhero of muscularity and masculinity. And then Dee, who is just, you know, really not that bad-looking, but everybody rips on her for being an ugly bitch. But really... People are saying that the last episode they'll show that Dennis is actually kind of an awkward-looking, gangly, ugly guy who that's why he has to have the Dennis system to, mm-hmm. you know, get any. And Mac is just kind of a weak, scrawny little fuck, and that's why he's overcompensating, trying to be like the ocular pat-down guy. And then yeah. D has, like, horrible scoli- scoliosis still, <laughs> and so she's really ugly, and that's why she can only date paraplegics and, you know, army Retarded vet. people. Retarded rappers. Retarded rappers, yeah. And yeah. so I, I wasn't sure if we talked about that before. I thought that was really interesting because that would be a funny end to the series if, like, it just showed that none of them were how we thought they were. And we'll they find out in three years, maybe. And they've used that plot device of an unreliable point of view before. You yeah. know, when you go back to the Who Knocked Up D episode when progressively as the night goes on, Dee becomes more and more bird-like. <laughs> she is a bird. She's she a, is an ostrich. Or ostrich yep. or whatever. And so they've used that dynamic before a couple times. So I, I, I saw that, that in a Reddit post, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because Dennis is a good-looking guy. He shouldn't need a dentist system. He shouldn't He shouldn't need to need. rape women. Yeah. Yeah, he really he should fit rape in women. Um, because he's a good-looking guy. And uh, the actor who who's playing him if you don't know anything about that, about that guy, like <laughs> he's a super cool dude. Like I don't know, he's like some. Dis- his dad was like a, a fighter pilot ace. Uh, he speaks like half a dozen languages. He's he's wealthy. He's he's yeah. a genius of some kind. Like it's pretty. He, the actor is who Dennis thinks he is. It's, it's, <laughs> he's perfectly cast. And, and uh, but yeah, you hit it right on the head. Like like it doesn't make sense for for. D to be fucking all these gross guys. If you go back to the episode, um, the gang broke D. Like she fucks that horrible guy. I'm pretty sure that's the guy. That's the huge, disgusting guy from the Borat movie. I think that's Borat's sidekick. That she, she also fucked that movie. old Asian guy outside the nearby uh yeah the one restaurant that like or whatever. Hop Sing from Bonanza. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucked him real good. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Bonanza Bird. reference. Our audience will love that. <laughs> nah. Did anybody else ever watch Bonanza? I've seen every episode. <laughs> nah, because I wasn't born that I watched way. Bonanza I in wasn't born that either. Ben Cartwright is my jam. That's a good show right there. The Bonanza uh, is about this, this wealthy uh, cattle baron family that owns this huge property called the Bonanza. And, uh, you know, all the things that they get up to. They you know, they fight Indians and set r- wrongs right. And it, He's a little, you know, Ben Cartwright, um, Cartwright is a little bit like Eddard Stark. He's kind of like the lord of his land, and he sets the law around there, and, you know, he enforces the king's justice and such. And, you know, his sons are all cool. There's Hoss, the big, tough guy. He's super strong. And, and there's a, uh, Little Joe. Little Joe's played by the guy, uh, what's his name from fucking Little House on the Prairie back in the day? Yeah. Another Laura Ingalls Wilder. Yeah, yeah, Gene Wilder, right? No, it's not Gene Wilder. We no, it's not Gene Wilder. Yeah, I can't think of it. Anyway, Bonanza. Then. The, yeah, Bonanza, Little House on the Prairie. How far back can we go with these TV shows? 
I love TV, man. I've seen I've seen so much TV. Whenever someone brings something up, like, oh yeah, I've seen every episode of that twice. Yeah, okay. So stat rank always sunny. I'll say episode two was first, episode one was second. The most recent one is in third place. That's where I place them. Two Which one was, was the first one again? And then it, uh, the one and three, it's hard to me to place them. Uh, first second. one was the plane where they were trying to set the drinking record. Two, one, three. Oh, That's how I ran. Yeah, two, yeah. one, three. Wait, what was two the second one, one then? And then I'll see about. Second three. one was where they had the bar and they were doing like Tinder or whatever, and oh, they were doing group dating. Uh, and Dennis was losing his shit and breaking yeah. down his facade. Zero stars. <laughs> one through two. <laughs> rate me. Rate me. Are you rating me right now? <laughs> yeah, I thought that one was the worst. Oh, that one was stellar. That was uh, yeah, I, I like just that. a fantastic episode. Three jokes, that was thirty minutes long. I, 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 I no, that's it. Louis C.K.'s most recent special. <laughs> right? Oh, let's fuck, let's shit on him for a minute. I think we did. All Maybe right. you were. Gone. We did. You weren't here. Well, let's let but go Kyle. ahead. You let Kyle vent because he doesn't even okay. like Louis C.K. All right. So here's my thing with Louis C.K. Like I watch a lot of Netflix comedy. A lot of it. I've seen most of the specials that have anything higher than three and a half stars. I watch it. Um, and so I've seen all of Louis C.K.'s specials. I've listened to his interviews. I've watched his TV show. I don't think he's very good at what he does. It's just not my cup of tea. People say that, but I think that's a polite of what, way of saying. I just think he's bad, and I think you're all. Yeah. I think you're all wrong for thinking he's good, because I just his brand of humor just doesn't appeal to me. That dark. What do you not like about it? It's all dark and depressed. It's like, woe is me. You know, I can't shit, shit in privacy anymore. And it's like, okay, dude, you're a fucking lumpy, ugly guy. You you had a bunch of kids. That's what you fucking get. Don't bitch and moan to me all day. It's not even that fucking hard. Stop talking about your daughter's pussy. Like, I, I it doesn't make me laugh. I don't I don't think it's funny. I never have, and when I I came into this new special thinking like, let's let's have an open mind here. Let's 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 not. But I will neither let the laugh track trick me into chuckling along, nor will I like bite my tongue because I don't want to give this guy a laugh. He's not even fucking here. I Fun fact: Kyle actually laughed the most out of all three of us during the special. He really I, did. I was paying I attention. <laughs> Yeah, I did. There was one part that was it was it was like a dirty joke. I don't remember what it was, but he was getting repetitive about how dirty it was and it was getting dirtier and dirtier. Something about fucking uh the mouse, the mouse fucking or something. Uh, and and I got a chuckle out of that that I don't think anyone else got. Um but I laughed. I'm going to say I laughed four times and none of them were hard. Like were they all like, just like harder than average exhale laughs? Like it was just like <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like that one. But then, like, the 10 to 15 minutes would go by, and you get another one of those. And that went on for an hour and a half. The guy that opened for him, we were all like, what the fuck is this guy doing up there? Like, <laughs> like maybe Wait, that guy was, was crazy. He was yeah, the opener was on the special. What the hell is up with that? Special. It, was, it was interesting and weird. I'd never seen that before. But, yeah, he opened. Cool and he That's not interesting. He, That's really was, fucking stupid. He was slow and bad, and really, this dude looks like, like a gorilla. He looks weird. Um, yeah, but he, when he told like his stepladder joke, he was, when he told the stepladder joke, he was on a roll from that point forward. Do you know uh, what yeah. his name was? No. I don't even think he got an introduction. He didn't have a routine. The, the guy had, like, I'll say 20 one-liners that he just told back to back to back to back that had that didn't flow. There was no, like, storytelling. The, even normal comedians, you know, one joke leads into another, and it kind of builds, and it's related. There's a couple laughs along the way to his point. This guy was just like 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 a bunch of Seinfeld jokes or something. You know, ever right. notice this? Was, he, was it something like, like not Mitch Hedberg? 
He was like, my mother married a ladder. Now he's my stepladder. He's a pretty well, that, good guy, though, very supportive. Once supportive, he's just like going through all these... La- that, that, was, that was just a chuckle. That was his highlight. Yeah, so it sounds like a bad Mitch Hedberg. Yes. yes. No, he was just a bad that. Jerry Seinfeld. He was, he was a, a very... He, was, he had a bit of a Mitch Hedge... Hed, what's his name? I can't pronounce Mitch Hedgeberg. Hedgeberg? No, I like Hed- that guy. No. Whatever, I like Kyle, that guy. you're so like bad with delivery. names. Oh my god, that Okay. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to Hedgeberg, sorry. <laughs> um, I, like his, I like his delivery. I like his whole dead band thing and explaining. And, and it comes across well, and I, he's got good delivery and timing. I love it. This See, guy it's weird. Shit. I'm not a huge fan of Mitch Hedberg. I don't know why. Have you heard the one where he's like, like he's he's really he really is doing well. The audience is dying at every joke he tells, and I am too. And then like it gets quiet for a moment, and you can hear an ambulance outside, like driving down the road. And he goes, "That's how bad I'm killing right now." And it's just like, yeah, yeah, the crowd loves. Like he's so quick. Like like it was just you know, but boom, just every time he was, uh, he's got good timing. The Louis C.K. thing was. It was it was a one star comedy uh, comedy show. Zero My, stars. It was a one star for me. Like, like if I'm being completely honest, like it was as bad as the Bob Saget one that that has one star on Netflix. Did you it watch was, that? The most recent Bob Saget one. I gave it 15 minutes. I I'll give them 15 or 20 minutes, and if they can't make me laugh by then, I'm out. Like it's hard, man. Like that that thing is probably the worst comedy special I've watched because he plays off the whole thing is playing off the crowd, and he's just acting like a 12 year old. That is a piece of shit as well. They're neck and neck on the one star totem pole. Yeah, really yeah, bad that, material. I've never thought that was Bob Saget was a good comedian. So do you yeah, think I, this is actually going to damage Louis C.K.'s reputation? Oh, I think it definitely will. After the last special not being up to snuff and then this one just being a bomb, I think he's losing his star I mean, if, status. If this special is worse than the last one, then I probably will uh, not. It's not even a, it's not even a debate. Yeah, it the last one I did not think was funny at all. His all right. Like, so his his setups were so amateur. His setups were bad. They were predictable and cliche. And it and and he didn't even have the common courage to stop and make fun of his own se- his own failed segues. It was it felt bumbling and rushed. Unlike when you do a new special, at least you should have been spending the last ten or twelve months polishing it all over the country in front of crowds. Until you know whether the the farmer's daughter was wearing a blue dress or a red dress, because it matters. Because the red dress always gets bigger laughs. You tell a different way over and over until the whole act is polished. This was not that. The the voices bothered me because that's not his comedy, and he did so many fucking voices and impressions. I mean, one joke is like, so the the noise I make when I pee is now the voice I make or the noise I make when I come, and he goes oh, oh and groans yeah. for a while, and he's like, oh, you're wondering what noise I make when I come, and I say, it is done. The circle is complete. The circle is complete. Have the baby. I got a whatever. chuckle out of the circle has been completed. I remember that. But remember, oh, so many remember what he opened with? He opened with, hey there, guys. Welcome yeah. to the show. This is how I talk now. And yeah. he kept that up for another It's a bad stereotype seconds. about Mexicans. It's like, that's not even funny. You were doing, obviously, a white girl, dumb, blonde type of voice. I thought he was doing a gay guy. Mexican. Yeah, gay guy. You really thought gay guy? Yeah, I'm gay curious guy. what Taylor said. It sounded like a dumb white girl stereotype. Gay That's guy, just man. what I'm getting from what your guys' impersonations of his impersonation. Because I, mm. I need to watch this now. Quite. That's lame. really disappointing that he made a shitty special again. 
It felt like it wasn't even. I, it shouldn't now, be I disagree it's with Taylor. He's trying, it's he's I don't to do say the, the second. Thing. The second to last one was not shitty. It was just not up to snuff. That's yeah, the best. Yeah, it wasn't up good. to snuff. It, it's like let's say you know you've got some baseball player who hits seventy home runs every year, and this time he hits fifty. He's still good. He's still among the best. He just didn't have a Mark McGuire year. Well, I felt like Bill Burr's last special. You know, it wasn't, wasn't his best. Yeah, it wasn't well, his back, best. Back on Louis C.K., his second to most recent one was still good. It was still among the best specials you'll see released. It just wasn't Louis C.K. best on the planet, you know, prior to that one. Yeah, this one this was one, flat out bad. Yeah, this one, like, if he was an up-and-coming guy, then this one wouldn't get him another special. I feel like the crowd was drunk and they were just giving sympathy laughs. And I feel like even if I was there, I'd be kind of obligated. Or to was laugh. there a laugh track? Did we we didn't well, see the crowd. I mean, no, you saw the crowd. I paid attention yeah. to the crowd. They did. What you got to keep in mind is when they film a spec. A lot of guys. By the way, film... he was doing that in a venue of probably a hundred people. That was a very small venue. I don't know how telling that is, but you know, usually the bigger you get, the bigger you're doing concert halls and stuff like that. People do it different ways. I, I've seen I, some of them like to do a small room, and some of them will do a big one, and some will do a huge one. It, it like like you saw you, what's his name? Um, Dane Cook would do this huge fucking arena. Oh yeah, stuff. arenas. So, but but one thing to keep in mind is like they're pumping. They're, they let the crowd know, hey, we're filming a special tonight. They go through some rules. They're like, you know, yeah. don't get up. There shouldn't be any empty seats while we're filming. And it's clearly edited. If you pay attention to a special, you'll see there's edits in there. There's cuts. It's yeah. not a live performance. You're not seeing the raw performance of the crowd saw. You're some bad jokes. Then they edit in uh, him telling a joke from a different night and just make two or three performances, one special seemingly through editing yeah. magic. Yeah. Um, this didn't feel like that. Yeah, this was bad. Wilbur's <laughs> uh, most recent was good, but it definitely wasn't. Um, he kept ratcheting it up, and now he's just kind of leveled off right there. It didn't beat the other ones, I think. It was good. Christopher Titus's most recent special wasn't as good as the previous ones. I'll go back and watch the old ones dozens of times, but this one you I want to know. You want to know uh, what I think is going to trigger Bill Burr's best uh, best work? His divorce. His divorce. His divorce. When yeah. Wilbur gets divorced, it's gonna be his most hilarious special. Hey there, guys! <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait. Why is he gonna get divorced? Oh, it's just God. an assumption. Because of it. I'm just saying that He's if he comedian. does, it would spur a really funny special. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. He had that. To, if he. Oh. Oh man. And then she took the dog. He left <laughs> with her. He, he looked at me one last time. Like, See you later. Sir. Well, she's gone now, so I bought a whole bunch of fucking guns. I got AR-15s mounted on my wall now for the <laughs> gun right here. Like, yeah, he could totally have some fun. If his wife divorced him, I feel like the gloves would be off big time, and and he'd have a great, uh, you know, a great special in his hands. That's what you need to be able to do that great stuff. Uh, Chris Rock just divorced his wife. Yep. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll uh... maybe trigger some uh, some 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 new work from him. That's good. I don't know. I don't know that Adam Sandler money train is keeping him busy. He's been married for a very long time. Long ass time. Like yeah. twenty plus years. Like he's been married since he's been famous, basically. Like he never had any like famous person pussy. So like <laughs> you saw him like right away on a fucking yacht with Leonardo DiCaprio and a bunch of models and shit. 
And then, like, like, Stern was discussing the whole thing. He's like, how many of those girls do you think he fucked? And they're all like, I bet he fucked up our job. And they're just <laughs> discussing this whole thing. And, then, and I was thinking about Dennis and their boat and the, impli- and the implication. implication. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, man, you go out on a yacht with Leonardo DiCa- DiCaprio. There's some implication. There's a heavy <laughs> implication right there. Who <laughs> <laughs> um, are your favorite uh, comedians, Kyle? We went through a list of ours. What are, uh, what are yours? I'm not good at, at at coming up with comedians' names. Uh, if I had a list laid out in front of me, I you know I like if I've seen a lot of stuff lately. I'm I, but I can't remember their names. I really can't. I'm sorry. I, I like Bill Burr, of course. I really like uh, I really like him. Uh, but everybody knows that. I can't think of any of the new people I've been watching that I really like. Uh, How many Jim Jeffries specials have you seen? Oh, I've seen all of those. Jim Jeffries is great. I've seen it. I've seen the first season of his TV show. And I need to get the second season of it. Of it, I'm just gonna tour in it though, if I'm being honest, because on uh, I'm you should. It's on, pretty funny. On fucking Amazon, it's um, I'm trying to think how much each episode is on Amazon. Uh, it's like two bucks, two or three bucks. It, no, it's more than it's that. It's like four dollars. Like, I think it's three ninety nine for HD for yeah. each episode, and they're like twenty minute episodes at the most. You'd be surprised though what they call SD. Like YouTube does that too. You can buy SD, and it's like that's 1080p basically, especially on YouTube. You know what their limitations it's, it's, are. It's a 72 inch TV though. I I feel like it. Uh, the SD well, is. sorry, Your Highness. You know, get the 1080p. I'm just saying. <laughs> and so, so I, I I'm gonna have to get. I, I'd love to see it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pay that much for it. That's just absurd. I'm sorry. And that's why it'll never come back on the air because of people like you taking away money. Look, Whereas if he did his next round of fucking episodes, then maybe he, it's what just wasn't that funny. Because quite honestly, the first season goes downhill from episode one. Well, you say that, but Breaking Bad had that issue. You know, Breaking Bad was supposed to get cut, but because apples. everybody watched on Netflix. It's apples and oranges, big time. <laughs> Jim Jeffries isn't a Brian Cranston leading an all-star cast. They're a great director and a huge amount of money behind him. He's Jim Jeffries. Very yeah, funny guy. Funny. I, like, I like his sense of humor. I, I like his uh, stand-up comedy, and I, I think I like his acting. But he's no, you know, he's not going to carry a, a drama or anything. He's just, he's just funny. Well, of I course like not. You couldn't take him seriously. No, I don't think you ever could <laughs> after after that whole sh- like egg vibrator in his butthole thing, and, yep. and, and the chopsticks, or the jerking off for four hours with like, cokes, a- whiskey dick. It's at this point when I thought to myself, I should have done this in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's horrible. That was his Uh, first one. His second one is based on, I don't know if you've seen the second one, you can't find it on Netflix. The second special he did, though, is the basis of that whole entire show. He talks about the story about taking uh, his friend with MS or whatever to a brothel. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that one, too. Um, So, yeah, I can't can't think of the the comedians I... uh, I, uh, I, I like because I just uh, I never retain their names. I can't think of them. I used to listen to Comedy Central Radio a ton until I got those fucking Game of Thrones discs. I want to keep <laughs> I keep circling around to that, but that's really been a big part of my life lately. Every time I drive, I got those playing. I got it, or, or you know, inside I've got it playing on my. Uh, Dude, uh, that's gonna be all you're doing. You're gonna it's gonna be in your headphones. It's gonna be on your sound system in your yeah. car. You're just gonna have Roy Dotrice talking in your ear constantly <laughs> until you get through it. He mispronounces a lot of the characters' names and uh, and often. He has called Joffrey Jeffrey three fucking times. <laughs> I've counted. He oh, called there's... Sansa Sansha and 
What else? He he does it a lot. He's mispronounced a lot of things. In between Feast for Crows and Dance with Dragons, he changes a character's name entirely. And so that's confusing. Uh, what was that? Sorry. Tuned out. He changes no, what? No, it's all right. Changes the no. character's name. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say the voices. I know he changes the voices throughout the, the, the recording of the books, too. No, he does a pretty good job for a very, very old man at keeping those voices straight. Yeah, there was a part... better finish writing those fucking books or he's not going to be around to record the other ones. I recognize, I recognize his accents. Like, if he's doing uh, Varys' accent, I'm like, oh, that's Varys. That's definitely Varys. Like, I don't need them to introduce the character. I can recognize his his voice that he does for that character at this point. Most of the characters, I would say, he's, uh, he's very good. I just wish he wouldn't mispronounce names occasionally. And I, I heard he stuttered once. And I'm like, come on, Wings, give a fucking retake. <laughs> $50 for this shit. Like, I bet you got bank as you set the world record for most characters for Game of Thrones audiobook. Like, you, I'm sure you got a hundred grand for this, at least. So, you know, if you, if you say Jeffrey, and everyone here knows you just said Jeffrey, then rewind and start over and say Joffrey, because it's annoying. There was one point where I was like, oh, in the books, her name's Sansha. Okay, so, <laughs> like, like literally, because he said it twice in a row early in the story, and you I told me told that Wood- too. You were like, "Yeah, in the I told books, her name is Sancha," <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Ah, oh, okay, that does make more sense." Because I know that they do rename a couple of characters. It seems like Theon Greyjoy's sister and that redheaded chick that Jon Snow is banging in the book. Their names are very similar, so they changed one of their names so that they would be dissimilar. To lessen confusion. Uh, it's going to be sad when she dies in those books. Did you just hear yeah. whistling? Yeah, a little bit. What was that? I don't, I don't know. know. Maybe uh. it's a serial killer called the Whistler and he's in one of our homes. Uh, it's the sound of that, four hours passing. In that door behind <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> yeah, what do you got behind you? In that dark room over there. Yeah. Better aim a potato gun at it. Need to bring back the potato gun. Oh, the potato gun's on my front porch. It's 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 there waiting. Oh, for home defense. Okay. Right. Yeah, that makes perfect I, sense. Yeah. It's just sitting out there. I've got the Chris Vector for for home defense. Every now and then, I the dog got in my trash again. So every night around, you know, a couple times, I stalk out there with my suppressed Chris Vector and a flash, like over my arm with a flashlight in this hand, and I creep and creep and creep. And when I get in the trash cans, I hit the light and fucking wait to like see that motherfucker, and I'm just gonna open up on him, but he's never there. He has. Thy trash is everywhere in that fucking yard. All this, like, fast food styrofoam boxes with, like, ketchup and french fries everywhere and fucking, like, you know, coffee grounds. And it's just trash, garbage everywhere in my fucking yard. He's got to go. He's got to go. I think I'm th- I've thought about getting in Kitty's car because it's like a hatchback type thing, like an like a <laughs> SUV, and listening to Game of Thrones while I, like, have a thermos of coffee and my gun and waiting until I see him, like, go for the trash, and then, like, pop in the back window <laughs> and fucking taking him out. Like, I don't want to kill this dog, but, man, he is... T- he, I can't be cleaning that trash up. I, I can't. And I feel so shitty still because the garbage man cleaned it up last time without me, you know, knowing it. You want to kill this dog. There's a little part of I it. I don't want to kill it. If I could snap my fingers and he'd fucking, like... Whatever, go to a puppy farm or like a loving home or just eat someone else's garbage. I would do it in a heartbeat, but I can't do that. But I can shoot him, 
and I'm pretty sure that's legal anyway. He's on my property, tearing up my trash. I'm pretty sure I'm allowed to shoot that dog. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm. I'm Those rights. Yeah. 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 He staked your claim. You know, he walked in into your into your claim. You go ahead and shoot him. I him was up. standing my ground, and he came up here. You know. <laughs> Could have been a rabbit. You don't know. He was foaming at the mouth of that was whipped cream. You don't want to take that chance. It was a dark fur dog. It was, you know, I, I couldn't really make out what he might have been holding. So I, you know, I, I stood my ground. Castle he had a hood on, you know. I, I stood my ground. <laughs> activity. Skittles yeah. in his... Uh, in, in Trash. <laughs> Arizona, Arizona iced tea iced around tea. his collar. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a horrible reference. But, but, but yeah, I mean, I may have to... <laughs> And, like, for a moment, my head went to poison, but I'm like, no, that's a terrible thing to do to a dog. No, that's a slow, painful death. Yeah, if I... But but I feel like if I shoot him, like, he he probably wouldn't even... I don't think... But a tripwire bomb, that would be quick. Well, that's just insane. Well, you don't even have to be there. You don't have to be there. You're just going to hear boom in the night, and, you know, problem solved. And there's my garbage man splattered all over the fucking house. (laughs) Like, his grandson screaming in horror from the truck. Like... (laughs) But I bet the grandson would clean up that mess real good. Oh. <laughs> if that man taught his children anything. See if the grandson's half the garbage man the grandfather was. Yeah. Oh, you give man. him an extra tip when he's done. And you know, I'm sorry. I thought there was a you dog. You give that grandson like a six-pack of beer. <laughs> he'll, he'll clean up anything. They seem uh, very conservative and religious. And, and the, the grandson's the most annoying little fucking kid you've ever seen. Like... And you could tell the grandpa's like super annoyed with him too. There was a ballistic torso in my yard, and there happened to be a can of spray paint sitting on top of it. A ballistic torso was, you know, a human torso made out of ballistics gel that you shoot at to test bullets. And uh, and the kid kept asking some question that like, like he wouldn't ask out loud. And the and the guy's like, "All right, I'll ask him." <laughs> and I'm like, "Okay, what's this gonna be?" He's like, "He wants to know why that can of paint is sitting on that other thing." And what that other thing is. And I picked it up and I said, well, this can of paint just happens to be sitting here because I tossed it out of my truck and it fell there. See, I told you, it just happened to be sitting there. I said, and this, uh, this thing here is this, uh, you know, this material that hu- mimics human flesh to test bullets. You know, we test bullets and we show that off. Well, there, are you happy, Dylan? Are you happy now? <laughs> and then he just drove away angrily. And I was like, that kid must hate these garbage trips with his grandpa. Like, <laughs> wow. he's not cutting him any slack. Poor uh, Dylan. I remember the kid, the kid said something like, I want to work like you, Grandpa. And he's like, don't you do that. You use your mind like this feller. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dark uh, ride with that trash man, but he's a hell of a trash man. I swear to God, that, that I can't believe he cleaned that that garbage up. There weren't even any extra bags for him to put the the, the refuse in. Bare hands. He had to use the old trash bags that had been gnawed upon and torn apart by this animal, and somehow he got the garbage in it. And there wasn't a scrap of garbage left in my yard. Like he cleaned it like he would have cleaned his own yard. It was ridiculous, and it was disgusting, and it'd been a, it'd been out there two days. Two uh, days. Uh, well, you know, it happened, and a day passed, and then the next day came, and there he was that afternoon before I could get to it. It's uh, nothing could be done, and he didn't mention it last well, time I, mean, I paid him, and I forgot to tip him because like I don't carry cash, and like I had to scrounge up twenty five dollars worth of cash. Like I don't keep cash, so like I'm like looking for ones everywhere, so I couldn't even tip him. We gotta tip him next time. 
Hopefully he won't have cleared my garbage away again. Fucking, because I haven't cleaned it yet. I left it out there because I'm hoping that I can bait him back in with the same garbage. I don't want to tear it up again. But yeah, it's entrapment at some point, Kyle. You know. I thought about using a trap. Um, <laughs> there's, you know, there's the the, the 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 kind that like snaps too. Like those are really cruel. That breaks the animal's leg and keeps it there. And the dog, quite frankly, might gnaw its leg off, which would be horrible. I wouldn't want that. But those cage traps that are like. problem. Those cage trap, or maybe take out like some poor other animal, like my cat or something. Those cage, those live traps that that are the size for a dog, those are expensive. I think like 150 bucks or something. So he's just gonna have to go. And I'm I'm hoping that uh, I gotta find a way to to get him though, because I can't be outside and there's no window that faces where the trash cans are. Maybe I could move my trash cans out into the field that I could see from the window. And then I could, then I'd see when he was out there. I could check on him. You a just lot. set up in the garage. Just oh, it's so cold, dude. <laughs> I gotta get some thermal scopes. That would help too. It's really, it's really dark. I don't have a yard light. <laughs> you guys ready to wild card? A lot of yeah. thought is going into this yeah. dog murder. Man, <laughs> wild card. Good show, guys. Yep. Yeah. Wild card. <laughs>